Okay, let, 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 let's begin. Give me your beat. We actually did a team building. When? Down in Lexington. Uh, it was, I guess, last April. Yeah. So we went down and we got to tour where they make the Kentucky bourbon barrel and they like alder whiskey and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Or bourbon, I guess. Um, Put those on. Yeah, you can hear yourself. It sounds fun. Whoa, See? Hey. Like, oh, hey, it's how like you official. doing? Yeah, it's like we're in a hallway. <laughs> what, did, what did Zach Moody say? <laughs> He said, someone breaks in, we're yeah, in trouble. <laughs> it's like we're in a hall, or like we're in a, an alleyway or a tunnel. So, right. so what were you saying? So we got to tour um, that place, and then we went to Keeneland. Wow. I'm trying to hear myself. Okay, never you. I'm trying to hear myself. <laughs> She's interrupting me. It's all good. I'm Does everything sound good in your mic? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Jade. And this is the Spouse Podcast. Today we are joined by... Allie Kinsey. Hey. Hi, Allie. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. Uh, so we were talking about drinking because you're a big drinker. Yes, I am. You guys do a lot of craft beer stuff. We do. I know. I follow it. So, yeah. so what's your favorite craft beer right now? Uh, um, so it's funny. So I was a huge IPA person for the longest time. And really? then Nick just started getting into sours. And I'm like, those are terrible. I feel like I'm just drinking a warhead sours yeah Yeah. so but then i started drinking them more and more we went over to urban artifact and the lady was like if you don't like sours this is the place for you right i'm like well that doesn't make any sense because all you do is sours Mm -hmm. um but now i'm hooked so you're hooked on sours yeah really yeah i went out to swine city brewery in um fairfield and they had some sours, they had some IPAs, and I did a whole flight, and I ended up liking the two sours better than any of the IPAs. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not big on IPAs. It's just the, the hoppiness. It's too yeah. hoppy. Like my brother-in-law, Ryan, he loves IPAs. I'm yeah. Not me. It's not my cup of tea. I actually like stouts. Like, um, uh, I found out Rheingeist has a coffee, spelled Ooh. C-A-L-F-E, coffee. Hmm. It's a coffee stout. It tastes yeah. like coffee. But, like, I try to stay true to Mad Tree because uh, I got a friend of mine who's, like, Ryan. the master... Bro- yeah, you know yeah. Ryan. Okay, Ryan Blevins. <laughs> Car days. Yeah, exactly, right? Okay, so you know him. Yeah, so I know him, so I'm like, hey, I'll stay true to Mad Tree. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there was for a while they weren't putting out my Rubus Cacao. Cacao. Cacao, I love yeah, that. When John was on, yeah. Well, so I used to be a bartender. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that was released every year, everybody would come in and that was the big thing. It was, it was just people would yell Rubis at me. Cacao. Yeah. It's, have you had it? Do you yes. like it? <laughs> it's it's good. like chocolate and raspberry. Yeah. So I, I like, I like got into a whole Twitter thing with him cause I was like, where's this at? Like it's Thanksgiving. This is the perfect beer for Turkey. Right. Turkey and Rubis cacao. And they're like, yes. oh, it comes out in January. I'm like, oh, we are dropping well, a, a mistake. ball. That's a mistake. If you're listening, we're dropping a ball. You got to release that early so I can have it with my turkey. Yeah, just do like a limited run for Thanksgiving. Right. Or no big release deal. Release it early. Yeah. If especially if it's your best one. I know, yeah. So how you been? Been good. Good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying so, the summer. <laughs> what are you doing, Jade? Jade's on her phone over here. That's a no go. Oh, I'm trying to post that we're recording a spouse. Oh, well they'll see it. <laughs> they'll see it when it's up. I know. I posted too. Oh, there you go. See? Someone right. has to. We're covering our bases. Actually, no, we stopped good. at uh, Delhi Liquor before um, I ran home and showered, and they were. I was telling them that I was going to be on here, and um, the owners are from India, and so they were like, "Oh, link us, send us the link, send us the link." Ooh. I was like, "Okay." Um, so the owner is named Rohit Patel, 
This is Delhi. Delhi Liquor Store on Delhi Pike. The one that's Pike. right by where the, Next to the place, Kroger gas station. Yeah, the one that blew up. Remember that? No. It was a um, it was a Jiffy Lube. It was a Jiffy Lube that caught on fire right at that corner. That I remember was, it burning down because I was driving by. I was like, oh shit, that's on fire. And then the fire trucks came and, and one hell of a fire too, right? It's right? a Jiffy Lube. We were together. I don't recall yeah, it. So. We were together. Well, when it so happened. we moved back to the west side from the east side. Ugh. Two years ago, a little over two years <laughs> What's ago, the I, it was so snobby. And yeah. I told Nick, I was like, you're a West Sider. Like you park your truck in the front yard. You're out there changing your oil without a shirt on peeing in the backyard. Like you're a West Sider. You mm -hmm. just haven't found your place yet. So right. now he has, and he's, you know, come into his own over here. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're an East Sider moved to the West Side. No, I'm a West Sider. He was an East Sider. He was an East Sider. Yeah. I was born and raised here, uh, started in Chevois Chevy. and then, yeah. that's where uh, we started. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. So, um, so you like the West Side or you I like love the, the East West Side? side. You don't no, like the East I don't side. like the East Side. Are you used to cruise? Cruised on the West Side mostly. Yeah, cruise, but Eastgate, except for when we went, strip. no, I never did Eastgate, but we did uh, Dave and Buster's, the old cruisins up at Dave and Buster's, and we had like 1,400 cars a night. That one guy was bringing up, um, I can't remember Rick what kind Spade. of cars. Well, Rick Spade was definitely there, but there was some financial guy. He had two cars. I can't remember what they were called, but one was like a U.S. America flag, Statue of Liberty theme, and the other one was a yellow one if it was like spectra or mm. i don't know but yeah i used to do that and then we'd cruise <laughs> um we'd meet at what called we called it the bump spot which is now where i park for work oh sweet yeah so why'd you call it the bump spot um, because, because that's where the bums that's yeah i know i was just being funny jade <laughs> don't give me that look ever again <laughs> she does it all the time it's like I know I'm playing along, that's, trying that's, to get her to say bum again. That's the wife look. What? <laughs> See, you did it again. <laughs> trying to get her to say bum, bum again. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. You yeah. was so <laughs> inappropriate. You said bum twice now. Oh, my God. That's, that's okay. Horrible. We actually have a book that I read Levi before he goes to bed. He's my two-year-old. Mm -hmm. um, and it's called I Need a New Bum. So it's all about how he has a crack, and so it's broken. So he needs a new bum. Oh. Nice. Yeah, different yeah. bum though. Yes. Same. talk. <laughs> yeah. So what's good? Living our best life. Yeah, for sure. Is that drink good? It is. Oh, this uh, podcast is brought to you by uh, today. I'm having Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale because uh, we went on a bourbon trip. You guys are having these beatbox. What is Hell it yeah. called? Beatbox. It's literally called beatbox. It's called beatbox. Blue box beverage, and it's a blue raspberry. They come in like little cartons that are yeah. like. It's it like seems the like wine it's wine cartons that you can. Seems like it's too, more earth friendly than like. I mean, I if know. they're recyclable, it's definitely more. Yeah, they're recyclable. Those <laughs> are the. I would uh, say it's more earth friendly than plastic, but probably not glass and aluminum. Mm. Well, right. you can take them better pl or more places because most places are like no glass. Yeah, true. no glass, no true. no cans. You know why that is? Yeah, because people get hit with glass bottles. Yeah. Well, oh, I thought it was because they break on the beach and then you're walking in the sand <laughs> and you get stabbed. Could in the be. Foot. I like to think people get hit with glass bottles. Dave's like a, <laughs> a bar brawl will wait yeah, you break on the out beach. on what beaches yeah. you go to. But I don't know. Did you I'm guys see the video this. of the um, the fight in the um, where was that at? Uh, uh, Disneyland. Did you guys no, watch that video? No. Who fights in Disneyland? You guys didn't watch this video. No. Dude, this guy literally beat the shit out of like three three <laughs> girls. 
Three girls what? pulled their hair, beat the shit out. Yeah, because one spit on him. She oh, just spit well. on him. So he beat the. Sh- I mean, like guys were stepping in. Finally, some dude stepped in, choked the guy out. Right, he was out, <laughs> hit his head on the ground. That guy was like, "Oh shit, I just killed a man," and ran. <laughs> and then the guy got back up, and he's like, "Who the fuck choked me out?" Like somebody's videotaping this whole thing. It was like a five minute video at Disneyland. Kids, parents, all standing around just watching these people go to town. You would see me turn the camera around on myself with my Mickey Mouse ears and go, world star. Yeah, that's how, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to social media. Yeah. Welcome to social media. Somebody era. should stop this. Yeah, somebody should stop this while you're videotaping. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were saying. Like, why didn't anybody step in? This except shit's for the one crazy. Guy. Mickey, you see this? Well, when you watch him hit the girls, it was very disturbing. Yeah, Because he's a sure. big, like my size, hitting women your guys' size. Like small, grabbing their hair and just literally punching her in I the mean, face. I mean, she shouldn't have spit on him. That's asking for a lot because I, I might lose my shit Still, if though. But I, I mean, I get spit it, on me. But I don't know if, if, if I was a dude. And it's a guy punching I know, a girl. Yeah. It's kind of like, man, you got to like hit her one time maybe. And yeah, and then back know. off. Yeah, Walk back away. off. Not like he punched her like 10 times. <laughs> yeah, no. That's, yeah, that's excessive. Yes. Yeah, it was very excessive. <laughs> I thought she was going to die. Oh, dude, then that's way excessive. Well, if you see the video, you're disturbed. You're like, holy shit, dude, somebody (laughs) stopped this guy, and then finally somebody does, and you're like, okay, good, and then that guy, like, ran away, and then he got back up, like, who the fuck choked me? And then he was, like, walking around, like, dude, this guy is, like, on some other shit. Like, he, like, went into full rage mode, you know? Do you see the girl spit on him in the video? Uh, The video starts, like, right after that. I Mm -hmm. guess, uh, maybe you do, I didn't watch. supposedly, or maybe it's a supposedly. Like, she supposedly spit on him, and then he went crazy? Um, you see her. Like, does they, do they say that in the? In you the video? see her spit. You see okay. her like do the, oh, okay. the lunge okay. forward, like. But you don't. You know, so far away, you don't see the spit fly okay. out. But you know, she like spit on him, and then he like was like, "What the fuck, bitch!" And he grabbed her by the hair and just start uppercutting her. Yeah, while but he's I, pulling her hair <laughs> downward, I was but, like, "Oh!" But my. at the same time, though, like from a girl side. Who knows what he was saying to her that made her her spit on him? Like, I'm not saying it's well, okay it's to words. ever. Sp- I understand that, but uh-huh. also it's spit. Yes, and then you punch her ten times in the face. Right. Like, but at the same time, what was he saying? Like, sometimes when I'm at the store and people tell me to smile, I want to be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> right. But like, or I especially don't... if he was coming after her kids, like. Then Mama Bear comes out. So well, I mean, or maybe okay, he was there just was kids in a shit. stroller, and you should have seen he grabbed the stroller and whipped it around. Oh, the kids fell out. Yeah. No. But he was going after her. Uh, you got to watch oh. the video. We'll watch it after a podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll bring it up because it is insane. There's no way. Yeah. No. It was, it was, <laughs> you don't mess with my kids. Like, no. no, I get that. But yeah. at the same time, it's like. Also, you grab a stroller and swing it around, and there's kids in it. Like you're. A do, like a tool on the other. Yes. So many times you see things happen and you don't really get the full story. Oh, you so never yeah. get the full story, right. but yeah. still. Yeah. What was the last video that, that there was something going on and then we were like, oh, oh, that, that fucking, the one guy, the, the Smollett dude, Jesse Smollett, who said he had a noose around his neck and he was a black guy and, and, and he said that it was some white guys yelling, you know, Donald Trump. Right. Yeah, but also though, we still also don't know the full story because I've also heard that those two dudes were trying to blackmail him, mm-hmm. and that was a way that he was going to bring attention to it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so and it, we don't know the whole story on that. So I that's how social media is, though. You I see know. like videos, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, and you don't really know the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> you spend a lot of time on social media. Um. Yes and no. So have I, you ever checked your hours, of screen time hours? No. No, I don't want to. Don't so want to. I used to be on social media, I would say, all the time because uh, 
like I post for my other podcast all mm-hmm. the time and just trying to keep up with everyone. Um, but now I'm like never on social media and I'm always on bid FTA. Yes. So. Yes. Are you on that too? So, like her? Uh, yeah. yeah. I so think, I just found I out. I think so I'm to blame for your wife to be, she, being on oh, that. Oh, thank you. Yes. Cool. You're so Did welcome. Did you tell her to buy I, the charcoal grill that's sitting in her backyard with our gas grill? <laughs> And no, our, but I think that sounds like a fantastic our, idea. See? We have a wood-burning Burling. grill that we've literally used one time. No. Okay, yeah. let's explain. <laughs> okay. So, for my, you know, so our five-year anniversary, <laughs> like, you get to pick a present out yes. of the corporate book, yes. right? So, I picked a smoker because mm-hmm. I miss eating Me too. charcoal food. Yes. Like, growing up, all I ate was charcoal food, but since I've, you know, since I moved to Cincinnati, yes. all I eat is propane food. So, I'm like, <laughs> I would like to have some good smoke like ribs because my yes. dad turned a um, water heater oh, into yeah. a giant smoker and all the food was fantastic, yep. right? Like I was so excited for barbecue day, fat kid. So <laughs> when I moved here, we just always did propane. Like I literally never had propane my whole life till I moved here. So I like kind of miss it. So for my five-year anniversary, like I know it's been multiple years since then, I um, bought this or not bought, but chose the smoker. Yeah. The smoker came and it doesn't seal. No, it doesn't. Right. I have the same one. Yeah. So it doesn't. Oh, you have that? The little That's, a, that's what I chose for my oh, five really? year. Yeah. Because yeah. it's exciting, right? Yeah. Like smokers are right. delicious. The food is delicious. Yes. Like we just Did went you ever to the, use it? No, because it doesn't like sit together well. Right. right. It's we literally just to sitting in the backyard collecting water. That's and I think Levi puts his cars in it every once in a while. But Yeah. Right. So th- that's the same thing for us. Like I tried to use it one time, literally would not hold any smoke. Um, would not keep going, wouldn't hold any heat. So it's been pointless, you know? So like I was on bid FTA the other day, uh, we listened to Joe Rogan. He always talks about his like ceramic egg Traeger grill. Yes. So I got one. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, I want to smoke stuff. It's going to be delicious. Is it just charcoal? I didn't look at it. So can you put the wood pellets in it? Yeah, you can put the wood pellets oh, in it. You well can put whatever you want in it. But it, See, it's, you were it's, judging before you even I was. Well, I seen it on the back porch. <laughs> and so I thought my mom left it because that's what my mom does. My mom will come over, will come inside, and then there'll be a present somewhere in the house. or Right. And you're like, what the hell? And it's just or it'll like, be like some random, like, here's David's uh, art projects from seventh grade. I don't want them at my house anymore. Here you yeah. go. Or, I'm no, like, she brought over. Want well, either. The last time, the last thing she brought over was during Christmas time. It was a welcome mat that said something about holidays. And she like, she rolled up and I was in my son's room and he looked out the window and said, Nina's here. And she like put the mat down on our porch and then like left and smiled at him and waved and, and, and went and home did that yeah, sh- and, did the sh- and then left. And then I go outside and there's a mat. I said like happy holidays or something. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. So that's what Thank we you. <laughs> Thank you. It's the thought that counts though. Yeah, it is. It's, I love At my At least mom. she cares She's, about us, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She leaves us presents every now and again. So I thought that's what that was. I was like, what the fuck so is yesterday, on our back porch? So I didn't tell him. So like yesterday I like had to take some of the stuff because the box wouldn't fit in my car because the thing weighs 150 pounds. Right. So it wouldn't fit, fit, fit into my car. So I had to take it all out of the box and then put it in my car. So I had to put half of it in my back seat and half of it in my trunk. So I had to get the stuff out of my back seat yesterday because we were going out yesterday night. And I was like, well, if I, well, he's going to see it and I want to put it together tomorrow and it'll be like a surprise. Um, so then I like took half of it and then he's looking out the back window in our bathroom. Like he never does that. And then he's like, uh, there's some styrofoam on our back porch. What the fuck? 
I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, she did. I don't know. Instead of saying it's a grill, and I bought today, another grill because she knew I would have gave a shit. Like, yeah, what are we yeah. Doing? Last night, I didn't want to hear it. Yeah. So then, so then today, he's like, "Did you see the thing on our?" So I went to go to the grocery store, so I had to get the shit out of my trunk. Right. So I got it all out and I like carried it around to the back, you know, and I was like struggling to carry the bottom of it because it weighs a hundred pounds. I'm like, oh, no. without anybody hearing me, but they're all downstairs playing video games. So I go back there and then like. I'm like picking up the kitchen. He goes, did you see the whole thing in our, on our thing? I, th- I was like, dude, that's for me. I want it on a bed. It's mine. It's my-. And he's like, are you fucking serious? It's charcoal. Blah, 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 blah. I didn't sound like that. That's, that's how it sounds to me. So. That's how all husbands sound. So that's when not- we talk at work. I feel like you guys are teaming up on me now. Um, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> I feel like you guys connected on the craft beer thing. Just, and now we're connecting on the husband thing. Yes. No, I just think that. Like we have, I don't know. I get it. Like the the chart, the 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 wood burning grill sucks. So we can get rid of that, right? We can right, throw it away. Absolutely. and We can put that That's, there, and we'll see and how it goes. That was my just plan. To the I just hate charcoal because growing up, when you use charcoal, it takes fucking forever. So you like. But my plan is to like it. smoke ribs. Yeah, if we can smoke ribs smoke and get things. right, I'm all about that. Well, that so, so I will say, my dad was a huge, huge smoker. Like loved smoking meat. He, for the last three years, smoked our turkey for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. It was like super, I hate this word, but super moist. Right. But it was like. Why do you hate that word? That's the best know, word just, ever. It's an awkward word. <laughs> it's dirty. It's moist. It's so dirty. <laughs> baby, I'm But moist. it tasted like bacon, Whoa. was infused in it, and it was, yeah. oh my gosh, it was the best. It like, was. I don't think I know. Can, she makes ham with um, oh, pineapple yes. and ginger ale. It's so good. Yeah, it was funny because, like, the first year I made um, Easter for Dave's whole family, um, my whole life growing up, we've always used ginger ale. Like, you pour it over the ham and then you bake it um, like that. And <laughs> that sounds awesome. His uh, grandpa was actually giving me a ton of shit. I'm Legit, sorry. A ton uh, of shit. Who made this for he's you? An, he's an old guy who was in. No, no, no. But he gave me. I made you food. War. No, no, no. But he gave me. So <laughs> You sound like her because I bitch about some of the stuff she makes. And she's like. And then well, I'm next like, time you can yeah, make yourself right. some spaghetti. It's true. I'm not. I'm just trying to Heat think up some like easy mac uh, or that, whatever. That's kind of the thing. So like, I, I, so his grandpa gave me a ton of shit, and then when they actually ate it, everybody loved it oh, because it's shocking. the sugar and the ginger ale that gives it the extra kick. Yeah. But I think um, the reason that I hate um, the complaining so much is because like I don't need a life lesson after every meal. Like I don't need a way that you can make it better. No. Like, okay, then you cook in next time. Yes. Friend. If you have a suggestion, you make it. Like, oh, man, you should come over and I'll make it this way. We got more Great. important stuff to do. Like mow the grass and stuff. Okay, um, boys If somebody's making me food, <laughs> I will always say yes. Yeah. So if you have a complaint, you make it your way next time and I'll eat it. I yeah. agree. I'm just trying and to then we can talk the about the then, then we then, can compare. Then yeah. we can both critique it together exactly. and be like, was your way better or was it not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made some fire-ass catfish the other day that she oh, missed out yeah. on. No, we seen it because I showed everybody. Oh, her and you? I had the same conversation. What? Yeah, so we were on a work trip. Yes. Um, what was this conversation? We, we were in Louisiana <laughs> drinking drive through daiquiris. Hell yeah, right, we were. Right. And uh, Nick, I always make dinner at home. I love mm-hmm. cooking, but... Nick had made dinner for the kids and sent me a picture and it's like a full spread. And I was like, what? Like, that's because been, that's because we're times... men and we're proud of the few times okay. that we cook. Yes. But there have been times where I've been sick and he's like, what's for dinner? I'm like, oh, I'm not I've hungry. Done that to Jay too. I'm yeah. not hungry. Well, 
what are we going to eat? And it's like, um, whatever you make. See, so then how, when I saw the spread, yeah. I'm like, oh, I am saving this picture. Did you? Do you <laughs> no. send it to him at all? Like, do you send him just a random text no, with it, the picture it just, just it to just, remind no, him? No, it like, just hey. happened. So no. then, so I was like, holy shit, guys. Like, look at what Dave made. It looks better than our food because I was literally eating fried catfish at the same Which, time. That you were eating. sick. Yeah, it actually did make all three of us sick, yeah. which was the ironic thing. So I did make food better. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, so here's the thing that was funny. It was our own karma because, you know, we're like four hours from New Orleans where we were at. And we were talking about how we could take an Uber <laughs> and it was 250 bucks to take an Uber. Hmm. And then we Company were saying- paid for that's what we were trying well, to do, I mean, right? Yeah. So we're like, you know, it's, we got lost. It's right. July. We got to hurry up and use money before they take it away. So right. we're like, okay, well, we're going to Uber there. It's they 250 need to edit bucks. That out later. No. Okay. Because no. we didn't really do it. Okay. Right. But we were joking around and we, and we were like, yeah, we'll just go there. We'll party all night. Then we'll Uber back. That way we can sleep right on the way home. And yep. then everybody will just call in sick tomorrow and say we all had food poisoning. Well, then we all. You guys were going to be in Louisiana. Go to New Orleans yes. and call in sick the next day. In to- Louisiana. Yeah. While we were in Louisiana. That's fucking savage, dude, if you did that. That's crazy. Your company would be like, what the fuck? You weren't sick. You were in Louisiana. Well, they would well, know that- now if we talked about it. No, right? but I'm saying But then that. we ended up, but the three of us got, got the same sick. thing. Yeah, we were all sick. So I was up Me, on Allie, and Lauren. Actually. You guys all got the same thing. Yeah. So whatever you ate was but, what But we actually was. didn't talk about it. We all end up ordering the same thing <laughs> randomly. Like, we weren't like, oh, I'm going to get that. You're going to, you know, yeah. so we're, we weren't like that. It's like, we just, I what was like. What was this that you ordered? It was, um, it was like, uh, it was a platter where it had fried catfish, fried so you guys shrimp, ordered fried catfish clam. It was like crawdad beignets, yeah, like crawl- they were fried. I feel like, I feel like, so I feel like if you're down south, you should eat like ocean fish. But that's yes. what we did. Well, I mean, crawdads. Like no, 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 but that's, but that's the thing though, is that they're- Not Louisiana, that's more like, you get like swamp stuff, like yeah, catfish. Yeah, you get like And crawdads and right. the dirty okay. fish. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. Catfish like, isn't dirty, that's carp. Carp's the, the bottom no, cleaners. No, catfish are dirty yes, too. Yes, they are. That's what they right. eat. They're garbage eaters. They're yes. I'm going to need some uh, comments actually, on the Instagram <laughs> on this one because I don't think, so, I thought it was carp. Well, carp that's actually yeah, what are, makes- Carp are dirty too. Well, it's actually what makes catfish better is because it's the fattier fish. Right. So it actually holds flavor a lot better. Right. Um, I just get it up here because it's like we're in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. What the hell are you getting? You're not getting mahi mahi. But the here. thing that's yeah. funny is that everybody you know. in Louisiana, um, well, where we're at in Alexandria, they say they drive two hours to Baton Rouge because there's a red lobster there because they can't get <laughs> lobster. Oh. None of the places have lobster. You have to go to Baton Rouge to the Red Lobster to get lobster. Right. Because lobster is more of like an East Coast thing, yeah. right? right? So not really the Gulf of Mexico. So that's what they're doing. So we actually, all, her, Lauren, and I um, all got sick and we got the same thing. So I didn't I didn't eat the catfish. I ended up leaving it there accidentally because I put it in the box, sat it above me on the little ledge, <laughs> so and then left good. it. You left it? Yes, for sure. But... The only thing that I ate was the shrimp and the beignets. Yeah. So it had to be one of those two things because they got the same platters. And all three of us talked about how we were up all night with the bubble guts. Yep. Couldn't sleep. Super upset stomach. Like I was laying on my stomach because it hurt so bad. Yeah. Mm. I thought it was like... I haven't had fried food in right. like two months. Right. And so I was like, oh, it's got to be my body. Just like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you to doing? Me? Well, to me? At first, and so I said something, and then Jay was like, oh, dude, I was up all night too. And then Lauren came in and 
she said the same thing. I'm like, wait a second. We yeah. all got the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So the and catfish was Well, for dead. me, I was like, well, well I, she didn't eat the catfish. I was like, yeah. I kind of had daiquiris like multiple <laughs> days in a row. Like yeah. maybe I just got an upset stomach from so many drinks. Cause like my first day I got the biggest one that they have because I was going to be at the yeah. pool. Well, hell yeah. And then Living the second day life. I got like the medium one with everyone. And then the last day that's everybody was kind of like bulking up, but I was like on the decline. So the last day I got like the medium, but everybody else got the big one but the thing that was sad was that she left on tuesday i did and i left yeah. on wednesday uh, yeah. it was sad yeah, but you were on vacation you guys went to um where'd you guys go was went it to virginia or virginia yeah, yeah 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 how long was the drive um so it ended up being about 10 and a half hours um which isn't bad because when yeah. you leave it's like nine hours and then you hit traffic and you right. gotta stop because you have kids yeah. but I'm like, uh, we're going to stop as little as possible. Yeah. We made one stop. Really? And it was for McDonald's, bathroom, and gas. And that but, was it. But also the thing that sucks about it is that she didn't get home till really late. And then she <laughs> drove herself. Right. So it wasn't like and she two could. Kids. It was, yeah. It wasn't like she could like drive with her husband <clears throat> and nap. It's like she was driving. I've been on that bit FTA looking for new couches and whatnot, you know. Hey. Well, it's funny because like I bought that, I bought that thing. He's probably gonna listen to all this. But I bought that thing, <laughs> right? And then he was like, "You're banned from it. You cannot buy anything else." And I was like, "Well, shit. I bought a table. I bought a fan. I bought, yes. I bought, I bought a ceramic thing." So like I was reading up about that Komodo cooker thing mm -hmm. I bought, the giant egg thing, and it was like, "You need this porcelain ceramic thing that you put over the coals so it directs the heat up the sides." Yes, and and. Sorry. <laughs> Unless you want like the, the um, like direct heat. If you want direct heat, then you don't put it in. But if you wanted to like move it around yeah. the egg, you just put it on the thing. I want it for five cents. It was funny because literally the thing that he showed on the blog I was reading, like I was going through the things um, and there it was. I was like, holy shit, that's the thing that I need. <laughs> so I bid five cents on it. I was like, no way I'm ever going to win this for five cents. And right. then it came through and it was seven cents with the premium. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back. It. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Yeah, I have a few things there. I'm like watching to see if they stay. Like, there's a one of those bed in a box mattresses. Yeah, like a Casper. Yeah. So our mattress is old, and we need a new one. But I love our mattress. Like, yeah. No hotel or anywhere else we've been has ever compared to this, and I freaking love it. So my worst nightmare is getting something that I get into bed, and I'm like. This sucks. So you're trying to, yeah, but have you guys ever went like just to lay on mattresses to see? Cause no, because, um, no, I think it's hard to tell. Hi. Yeah. Rascal's coming to see what's going on. What's Hi, up, Rascal? Dude. Yeah. But they had like, one of those bed in the boxes, so I'm like, what well, was it? Do you know what the name I was? Don't or was it just, yeah. But how much is it at? Curious. It was at 42 bucks. Oh. So I'm like, I can try a king size bed in a box oh, mattress yeah. out for, for $40. $42? And yeah. it was new. Like they have a bunch on there that, that are open box. And I'm like, uh -huh. I don't know who has laid on this mattress or what they have done. Right. So right. I'm not going to buy a used mattress just yeah. from, from some random. No, I wouldn't either. No, I just, yeah. <laughs> like, I think we're, the warehouses are sketchy enough. Like. I think we're beyond that point of buying used mattresses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think, think we've worked hard enough that we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, somebody might want yours for $40 if you don't like it and you get that's it. That's true. Yeah, and I it's mean, a great could, mattress. Yeah. And you could probably flip it for like a hundred bucks. All right. Yeah. So, we did. Yeah. Well, that's like, what I did with a crib. I bought a crib from Bid FTA for fifteen dollars. Mm -hmm. I turned around the next day and sold it for one hundred and fifty. No shit. New in the box. Yep. That's pretty good. 
Uh, yeah. Well, so we were talking about it yesterday at work, and I was saying how, like, bid FTA has ruined. So I don't want to add, like, I don't want to talk about it so much because I don't want people bidding against me. I know. But it seems like it's only in Cincinnati and Arkansas. Yeah. And some random other place that I don't really have to worry about. So, <laughs> although a lot of people since, from Cincinnati listen to this podcast, but um, I don't want a competition, but... <laughs> We were just talking about yesterday how Bid FTA has ruined like Amazon Prime Day for yes. us. Because last year, you know, we bought that girl that you love, that stupid hibachi girl, and we paid like three hundred dollars after we. Why do you call it stupid? Because I hate it. <laughs> so I figured out like a hibachi grill. Well, we got it pretty cheap. It was Amazon Prime Day, and we needed a new grill. But, but he says pretty cheap, right? So it was. He on said it ended up being like three hundred bucks. bucks. Yeah. So it was like marked down for for Amazon Prime Day. Yes. And then when we bought like all that shit that goes with it, it ended up being like three hundred and something dollars, right? But I see which that feels like a good deal before right. you find something Bid like FTA. this. FTA. Yes. And now I see that same fucking grill on Bid FTA for forty dollars. Yes, yeah. and I want to put a gun in my mouth yes. every time I see it because I hate that fucking grill. Mm. And to know <laughs> that I paid seven times what I really could have paid for it, yeah, just breaks my heart every day. That's how I wanted an air fryer, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to use it. So right. I don't want to spend the money on it. Not to mention the space you got to find space. Right. Yeah, to store exactly. It. It's I already have enough like kitchen right. appliances that are right. like the one-off things. I love my crock pot. I'll never give up my crock pot. Right, no, but it. I think I those too. are good cuz you can use they those are. for meals. They're quick, they're easy. But I've heard like the air fryer, it's so good for fries, which my kid is obsessed with. Yeah. Um and it's good for like chicken wings and I love chicken oh, wings. Yeah. So I was like, I, I want to try it out. Hot chicken all the time. Um, and I, well, like, then I'm think coming over it. here now that I know where you live. So yeah. Well, you should because <laughs> no, you guys should I love over, making for sure. it. We'll do it one yeah. night. I like Nashville hot. We yeah. went down there. We went to this place called Pepper Fire. We were going to yeah. go to Hattie B's, which was like the spot. Yeah. But the line was around the block, and oh, I'm like, I'm, sure. I'm not waiting in the line because we were coming back from um, Hilton Head. I think. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. we were coming back we from were. Hilton Head, and it was just a stop. Like, it was our dinner stop. It was our dinner stop, and I was like, we don't have time to wait for an hour and a half. You know. Yeah. No. So we, well, especially because uh, we just drove eight hours and the right. plan was to stop in Nashville yes. to eat Nashville hot chicken. Yeah. And then we got there and it's like a two hour wait. Yeah. So yeah. I yelped and also, yelped said pepper fire chicken's good. So we ate there. Well, also I have three large boys like yes. Dave and both my sons are big. So it's like when they get hungry, they're assholes. So yeah. my husband is not big ladies there's a theme here but okay. when he we're gets men. hungry he we're is men. hangry yeah, yeah. there's that's a theme here is. we're hunters we go out and we kill stuff and bring it back um i don't feel like that's Stop it. well actually back in the day yeah that's what men okay, did back, back in, in the day, day. that's not but that's what i'm saying but I, it's still you don't think that that's bred into us <laughs> um a little bit but yeah so that's what it is i'm not saying that that's what you're doing now but if that if was, but I will say that Nick can hunt out a really great restaurant. Like I'm on Google reviews and I'm like, this place looks good. And we go yeah. and it's garbage. What's and he's place? on Google reviews and we go and I'm like, this is the best place in the whole world. Yeah. Like he's never found a bad place. What's up, dude? That's my little son. That's our little son. He come down to take a picture. What, what are we at? We're at 32. We got a lot of editing so far. So this is my go. little son who this um is my little son who grew um he doesn't like we, a foot. We I talked feel like to, he's taller than oh, me. Yeah, so. we, well, we talked about it yesterday. I said like I haven't seen him all summer except for dinner time, and um we were out at uh, Bourbon Bourbon Brew and Bacon. Oh Bourbon? yeah, we yeah. can't talk about this yet. Okay, go. go ahead. Um, so what were we talking about? Oh, fuck. We were, we were talking, talking about, about we were talking about how boys aren't hunters anymore. Yeah. So so. <laughs> No, you guys are like sniffing out a good place. That's how I am. Like, yeah. I just found a place that I want to eat. Like me and Jade since 
Um, like I have rotating days off at the post office. Yep. So I get off like Monday, next week, Tuesday, Wednesday. So she's at work. So we go out to lunch. Yeah. So I found this place called Yum Yums and it was, it's an Oriental place. That sounds downtown. Fantastic. Yeah. It's the Yelp. I get on Yelp. I see the stars and I look I at the menu. Yums. I look at the pictures. And so it's called Yum Yums, but it's only open for dinner. And I didn't know that. And we walked down there and they were closed. I was like, shit. So, so we're going to go back and hit that up. Yeah. Instead. So we went to the, we went to a chicken place. Yeah. We no, went to Pepper no, 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 Fire. The day we went oh, to, no. we went to a Thai food place. And then the next week you come and met me and we went to that. Um, fiery Nash- Hen. Yeah, Fiery it's Hen. It's called Fiery Hen. I if you've never there. ate no, there I and you like hot shit, like Nashville I do. hot. so good. That's I the do. closest to Nashville hot, I could say, in Cincinnati, besides Jade's cooking. Yeah. Because her so, cooking is like dead on. There's a place. It's called Yum Yums, if that's well, what you're yeah, looking for. Well, that's Yum Yums. But then Quan Hoppa and OTR. Uh-huh. I just had How them. How do you spell it? Q-U-A-N. H A P A. So they do like ramen, but it's. Where's that at? It's an OTR. Oh, okay. But like one bowl was big enough for two people. Like it was crazy. And I can't, it was called the Okonomiyaki house pancake thing, whatever the fuck that was. Like that was awesome. So, but that place been open. Is it recent? Not, yeah, not too long. Where did Jeff and Abby tell us to play? They said a Thai food place right here in Sailor Park. Yeah, we, I actually talked about it yesterday. I can't remember. Yeah, we were talking about it. There's a Thai food place. I'll have to try that. It's called like something barn. There's another place in down in downtown called Crazy Monk. C R Z Y. Oh, yeah. C R Z Y Monk. M O N K. What is that? So they've got, yeah, so they have like Thai food and they have these like, wonton things like Like, oh my gosh they were so good too Mm -hmm. it's a Mm -hmm. tiny little place but i mean it was really good so i have a friend that i work with too he is one floor up from where we are yeah and we go um at least once a week and try to find one new place downtown that's how we are on our lunches we like try to eat a new place on lunch and the place in sailor park is called uh buddha barn buddha barn oh my gosh that was great i've been there before you have it's like a thai food place oh that is awesome yeah so folks we're giving you some uh some places to eat if you like thai food and And it's big bring your own wine oh i've seen that they just charge you a uncorking fee yeah so it's just wine, though. You can't bring, like, some... Uh, no, you can't. You can I'm bring, sure. like, any Drinks, alcohol. Anything. They just call it a, a, a corking fee or yeah, whatever. Yeah, corking fee. It's probably cheaper. They don't have to get their alcohol license. Well, they charge exactly. you, like, 10 bucks or whatever yeah. to uncork it. I mean, supposedly. just drink your I'm fill. a fan of food. <laughs> I'm a fan of food really all good the food. time. Like, uh, anywhere yeah, we go, so. I try to eat. Like, we went down to... Um, so my dad was in the hospital in North Carolina, yes. Charlotte, and I uh, went to visit him. I flew down there. And you're in Charlotte. You're supposed to have what? Barbecue, right? Carolina barbecue. Yep. So I go, hey, let's go have some barbecue, mom. With the with the mustard base barbecue yes. sauce. Yeah, like a mustard base. Like. So, you know, one night I was there and I took my mom. We went to this place and, um, yeah, we ended up finding a place that we liked. Let's talk about <laughs> this trip, though. No, I don't. <laughs> I feel like every podcast we put my mom at her, putting so somebody like... on blast. Well, because it was an event, right? Like, here's the thing. I, okay. I love my mom to death. We I love both. So we to be both, clear, we, we all both love, my mom. love his mom I love mom her to, to death. death. One day she might listen to this. I don't know. But I love her to death. But there's always a situation around everything. And yes. so we get down there. and it's So a- let's just say Dave's mom is fantastic. 
mm-hmm. but a smidge high maintenance. She's a little extra. Or She's a little extra. She extra. Is a little That's extra. what I said. What I, I call, call? She is a little extra. I call those people EGR, extra grace required. I call her yeah. petty. And I said that that day because I yeah. got out of the car and I said, mom, you're being petty right now. Yeah. So here's what we did. We get down there. I want to have barbecue. I want to have Southern barbecue, right? I'm there. Let's go. Mom, dad's in the hospital. He's sleeping. We're about to go back to his place. Let's go get some barbecue, eat dinner and go home. So I, I looked on Yelp, found a place. It got a high star rating. There was a lot of reviews. So I figured, okay, a lot of reviews, five star. This place yes. is probably popping. We get there. It's popping. It's popping. There's no parking. Makes sense. So we pull down. We're about a block and a half away. It's dark. Little hot, not too much cold. They're in North Carolina. We're in North Carolina. Yeah, so it's. But she lives there, right? Mediocre. No, no she my lives mom here lives here. Oh, okay, my okay. dad lived okay. there. Got but it. He was okay. in the hospital, so we went down. She flew down before me, and then I flew down to visit and see how my dad was doing. My mom says I'm not walking. We park. She goes, I'm not walking. Drop me off at the front door. I'm like, mom, you can walk. You're a big girl. So we pull around. We park. She's like, I'm not walking. I'm like, fine, mom. You're being petty. You can sit in the car. I'm fucking going to eat. Yes. So I got out and I walked to eat. <laughs> and she texts me like five minutes later and goes, it's dark out here. <laughs> I'm like, mom. Okay. Lock the doors. I think I texted her, lock the doors. <laughs> and I was going to wait. And I was going to eat. That's what I wanted to do. Yes. I love you, mom. If you're listening, I love I'm, you. I'm but it's, like, it's hilarious, right? So I was like, I'm going to eat. Well, then when they told me it was an hour and 10 minute wait, I'm like, all right, she wins. Get back in the car. I'm like, Mom, that's not going to work. So I found another place. Went in there. It was good. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton was in there. There was a picture of Cam Newton on the wall. So you know he goes there to eat. So it's a pretty good place. But, you know, Pepper Fire Chicken's a place in Nashville. If you want to okay. eat. Because it's not Hattie B's, which is like the commercial. Okay. Got to go here. It's called Pepper Fire. They have three hots. No, they have way more than three hots. I thought but there was three. I thought there was a regular, then there was a hot, no, and then there they, was a Nashville hot. People, no, there are only three. No, hots. there's no, there's bitch, not. Little the, basic bitch. Little bitch. Little bitch. So there's the home style, which is no hot. Yeah, but okay. they have like five hots. Okay, so, yeah. so I like spicy. My husband Nick, he likes like. Can I burn my insides out hot? Mm. Like yeah, well, he wants I to be shit my insides Dave out. Yeah, that's, that's what Dave, Dave likes too. That's Dave yes. hot. I tried. No, I didn't go super hot. I went like second hot yesterday. At, um, we went to B Dubs, but oh, he, yeah. he went for the hottest, and yep. they were like, "This is like three times as hot as B Dubs hottest." This was that's at what they gave this us. was at Pepper Fire. At Pepper okay. okay. Nashville, she said this is three times hotter <laughs> than their hottest. So I was like, "Okay, I'll get the medium." So my son Dade who's um, a long story short, I'm the alpha. He's trying yes. to be the alpha of the I kingdom. Get it. Yeah. Okay? But, but he's got a, he's, he's got his own nickname so called the captain. captain. He's so he's the, the captain. captain okay. Here, okay. Okay. And he has, he hired Gage as his assistant to the <laughs> yes. captain, but he wasn't paying Gage. So Gage quit. So it's just the captain and the alpha. <laughs> yeah. So the captain says, I'll keep up with the alpha and I'll take the same thing. Right. So we're like, um, we get our we get our food. It was a mistake. Yeah, it was a mistake. Yeah, I, I, you got to learn. Yeah. Kids gotta have learn. to learn. You have Kids to work have to your learn. way up. You, you want to touch the oven? I told in. you it was hot. Go ahead, put your hand. Actually, on. you just told that story. I know at we work. did. Or yeah, Gage? on here yeah, about Gage. Gage. Yeah, yes. no, it was at work. Okay. Yeah, it was probably at work. Gage touched because I was like, you're ten. Yeah. See, I well, listen to this podcast on my way to work yeah. all the time, too. And so from. you're not sure. So if, as I get out of the car, I'm like, now, oh, the question I'm is, are you going to listen to this podcast? That yeah, you're probably. Out. Really? Like, of yeah. course, she has to. You have yeah. to hear your own voice. See, I don't like to hear my own voice. She like, always tells me, too. And I'm like, I don't. Because it sounds so different. Hear. Like, yeah. it's not just that. Like, I even listen to all best friend show. 
um, shameless plug. Yes. Um, so I listen to listen. all the bo- all the best friend show podcasts just because I like to hear not myself, but they're taking we, a break though. What we talked about and um, how I sounded and if yes. I really conveyed myself the right way. I mean, I'm not ready yet, but it's all right. Yeah. Hey, I'm just putting <laughs> it out there because I'm going to go upstairs. These are fantastic. Two. They're awesome, and they're also said. three drinks. <laughs> True so story. just so you know, <laughs> so like, if you're already feeling buzz, that's uh, why we're getting, I haven't yet. We're getting in. Oh, well, I ate yeah. a lot of hot dogs today. Shout out oh, to the beatbox though. I if you're yeah. looking these, for a good these are, fruity drink, it's eleven point one alcohol. Yeah. yeah so like, <laughs> if if you're a girl who enjoys the taste of wine coolers but don't want to look like a chump at a party when people are like, "Look at this bitchy drinking wine coolers," if you go with the beatboxes. They have more alcohol than the majority of beers. And they taste so, better. So Can you taste are, the if alcohol? You, if you go to Applebee's for their half price mixed drinks, you will like this. Let me get a rip. <laughs> Let me get a rip in the chat for the uh, Applebee's on the west side here. <laughs> there is no Applebee's. I know. That's what I said. Get a it's rip. It's going to be R. Roosters, R. though. So oh, hell yeah. That's what streamers I'll take that. say. Did you see that Olive Garden is not coming? Yeah, they backed out. Yeah. So, so anyway, so back to Dade's Nashville story. Oh, Go yeah. ahead. So, okay, so, so he wanted to be uh-huh. captain. So he wanted to be with to be, me, he wanted right? To be he alpha. wanted to be captain, alpha. Yes. Okay, cool. Whatever. It's hot, bud. I eat it. It's pretty hot. I could tell. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm, I'm two in. I got a third wing, and I might not be able to finish this. I'm going to have to take it on the road. <laughs> My man starts eating. His fingers get a little greasy. What does he do? He licks them. Licks it, and then what does he do? Yes, he rubs his eye. He rubs his eye. He's in the bathroom for a half an hour. Shit, you not. He comes out. He's crying, not crying like really crying, but like eyes watering. Shit, eyes watering, crying, wiping his face off. And he's so hungry too. So hungry, he can't eat it. So he eats mom's because she got the she got the home style. Gage and I both got the home style. Home style, which is not hot at all. I no like heat. the heat. You can't hang with dad. That's it. You, you're you not an alpha dog, bud. You're not going to sit the throne right now. No. But kid. also, I don't like the heat, and I'm the omega. So, whatevs. I mean, you can't yeah. compete with moms. I make smart decisions, so. <laughs> moms are awesome. Yeah. Let's just say, you guys do a lot of shit. Like, you I do. get tired. I'm you playing video it's, games all day, and Jade is cleaning the house. And I felt bad. It's exhausting, but, but it's to... literally the best job He says in the he world. felt bad, but, like, literally after. <laughs> so, he, yeah. he knew I was cleaning all day. And then when I come downstairs, like, throwing a load of laundry, he, um, he, like, goes, all right, fellas, I'm out of here. And then he's like, what do you need me to clean? I go, Bro, I just finished. Like, I've literally been cleaning all day. And he goes, oh, well, that's why I was putting it up so I could help you. I'm like, it's all done. He goes, well, what do you want me to do? I'm like, clean up down here. Well, I got to rest my knee. In the man cave. And then he goes like this. He goes, he goes, well, what do you want me to clean down here? What the fuck? What? (laughs) What? What? You want me to direct you? Like, I'm an air... This way, pilot, pulling this way. <laughs> like the fucking ground. I Listen, don't know. Listen, the other okay, Matthew. so I gotta get I gotta save me a little bit. I did do the laundry the other day. I folded all the laundry. Why? Why did you do that? Because I'm a good man. Because he didn't go to work. <laughs> oh. He That's call, legit. He called in sick to work. Two days. Today's the second day. Uh-huh. Listen, it is a, it's deadly out there. And he has a bad heart. And I'm a heart guy. Do you know they closed Gomez Salsa down in an OTR because it was so hot? My friend owns They that. should. Who? Gomez. Andrew? Andrew. Yes. Okay. So can I tell you a crazy story? Yeah. 
So, so uh, before you tell this story, yes. let's just say that Dave was worried about not having enough stuff to talk about with you because he doesn't <laughs> know you that well. But it turns out like you guys literally know every fucking body together. It's the west so I'm just side. Sit here I know we you know everybody. So Andrew isn't yeah. from the west side, but no. I know his sister. I don't know his sister. I, I didn't even know he had a sister. See, yeah. that's why. Um, I met him through another guy who owns a printing company that prints T-shirts. He came to one of my art shows. Oh, and nice. Wanted me to do some stuff for T-shirts. And I said, so I'll do I my met. Own. Yeah. <laughs> we got some over there. We always try and sling them to people on the podcast. I've thing. heard about this. We'll venture. give you one when you leave. <laughs> I'm not a good salesman. That's the problem. He's not. You got to be that's a good my salesman. Job. That's my job. Yeah. Anyway, um, go ahead. So, so go- I was going to, oh my gosh, it's not called the Corner Pub, but it's in Blue Ash, the Tavern. The Tavern in Blue Ash. I know exactly what yeah. you're yes. talking about. Yes. Yeah. We did an art show up there. It's called the Art Walk. No, art we walk. didn't, but try again. <laughs> what? So, oh, Blue Ash? What? Blue Ash Tavern. It's across oh, from the I'm Corner Pub. Oh, I'm thinking of Mount Avern's Tavern. Yeah, okay, no. continue on. Sorry, I fucked up. So it's this like hole in the wall bar, but they used to do karaoke uh-huh. and they would do dollar taco night. Really? So I am a sucker for karaoke. Mm. Love karaoke. So you don't have any problem getting in front of people and singing? Hell to the no. Does she sound like she does? Uh, No. So so not to interrupt her story, but when we're at work, so like I met Allie at work, right? And she joined our group and we worked together. Shout out to P&G. All the workers at P&G. Go Fabric Care Tide. Do I need to put a beat on this? Yeah, so, so Allie moved into our group um this year right and that's how i met her and um i don't want to say that i'm her boss but i'm like you are i'm like her, you're boss. her boss you can say you're, you're her like boss. my boss my mentor like you're everything Jane knows her shit dude. um yeah so i was when just I talking to this of all the people she was in i was talking of, to like, someone oh, about this oh like, the intern laura i, I was like Jay knows everything. Yeah. Like we're sitting in a meeting and our boss's boss, like she's asking questions. Jay knows it. Our boss is asking questions. Jay knows it. I'm like, Jay knows everything. Allie works with one of our biggest suppliers, like not one of our biggest, like our biggest supplier. And I was just saying the other day in a meeting with like all of our bosses about like how much I love Allie and how, like how, um, like, her personality just spills over into everything and how well she was able to come in and like come in and make um just such a great connection with our supplier and her laugh is contagious <laughs> and i was just saying like i was listening to her on a call because we used to have a three o'clock call that she finally got rid of that i hated i yes, want to put a gun in my same. mouth every single day <laughs> about this fucking stupid call <laughs> That we had at three o'clock every day that just ruined everyone's life. Yeah, right? everybody's gonna listen to this at work. Are they gonna stop that call now? No, it's already stopped. It's she already stopped. stopped. It. Oh, so she was able to it. come in and stop the call, right? So it was like I really wanted the call to end. She was able to do it, and that's fantastic. But I was saying like, like I was on a call with her, and I turned around to like my boss, and I said, um. I love Allie's laugh. I would marry her just for her laugh. <laughs> like, no offense to you, Dave, but like, listen to her laugh. I hear Which it. is crazy because yeah, I hate my laugh. Is it is it better than Duncan Trussell's laugh? Yes. Like, really? I love it. Like, I would marry Allie just for her laugh. Because it goes on. Listen to no, it. No, but it it's, just went on for like, so, but it sounds just like my mom's laugh. I'm going to cut your laugh out made, of this. I always told my mom. Laugh and make this. Fake news. <laughs> 
But fake news. <laughs> I got a Donald Trump drop. <laughs> no, but it's like it's so contagious and it's just so genuine. Right. And it just makes you feel comfortable right. and it like helps to establish great relationships. Mm. And that's what I was saying because like we needed someone to come into her role and be able to establish that relationship and be able to be friendly and nice and laugh, but also hold them accountable. Mm. And Allie was able to come in and do that. And I'm like super excited to have her on the team. And like we were just talking about it yesterday and we we're Damn. talking about all of our changes that we're making. Oh, and I, I go, I go, um, Allie is our most senior person fake on the team news. now. No, that's real. It feels, just, no, it feels like no. fake news. So, but you, you are, that, you are our most like our most tenured person on the team now. Right. Because we have Kristen. Everybody, yeah. We have Kristen. Right. Who's a co-op going potentially yeah. may become in like a forever employee. I feel like that's a forever employee. Yeah. Um, what, and what? then was that a whisper? No, I feel she's awesome. She deserves it. Yeah, she, if she, if they hire her on, she totally deserves it. And then we got a yeah. new person who was an intern, and now she is on our team. Um, she's replacing one of our per people who've been there for like multiple years. So like Ali has been here for I would say less than a year, like mm -hmm. seven months. Yeah, and she <laughs> is our most tenured person on my team. So. Right. I'm just super but excited. But it's crazy to have her. because I, so the role that I came from, I busted my butt. Like right. I was miserable. I was the whipping boy. They would not um take any process any processes in general. Within pre and G. You're yeah. talking about you came from a different group. I came from a different group. Uh -huh. And it was like it Yeah, Jay told me about me. it. She went into it. We don't have to get too deep into it. I yeah, don't right. want to put you but guys in a bad spot. But no, no, no. We won't be in a bad parts, spot. So it's like, it's literally like basically. Well, and I'm not saying that it's a bad group. I'm saying that that is not the role that I was built for. Right. And so it really shocks me that I did not quit. So let's put this out there but for no, the podcast but, but, world. But, it, but it's Hold like on. the thing for you, though, is that you're a great artist and you're creative, but you're not a seller, right? So you can design yeah. t-shirts, right. but you can't fucking move them. You're talking yeah. about a company with subgroups inside. Yes, exactly. So right. you're in yeah. another subgroup. Yeah. No, so it's not just it's a, a role. Like we're a corporation. Like we're a huge conglomerate. But you got, you it was a like, whole different. You got diapers. So I was tied. on the finished product side. Uh -huh. So I was on the shipping. Mm -hmm. um, you were like on the customer service side. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. We're in product supply, which is more the supply chain management. Yeah. And I Before think Allie was more the built. Product. Allie was more built <laughs> for supply chain, which yeah. is what I'm built for supply chain. Yeah, because I was actually always fighting for the supply chain. Like when I was right. in the finished product, I'm like, you can't do this because they still have to make it. Like we're not Keebler elves. So did like you guys <laughs> communicate before you got this she role actually, into her? She actually communicated with other people on our team yeah. because I was in conversions. Yeah, previously. so I... Um, and you've been on a couple, you were on a couple emails. So I actually <laughs> apologize to her because she emailed me about something. And like, I have a friend named Kinsey and her last name is Kinsey. <laughs> so I actually replied to her and called her Kinsey. So then I sent her an apology email that said, sorry for calling you Kinsey. I have a friend named Kinsey <laughs> and your last name is Kinsey. So But most my bad. Asian people, they would call me Kinsey because a lot That's of the people famous. in Asia go by their last names. Right. And my last, or my first name is Ali. So a lot of people look at it and they're like, oh, it's Ali. Like, so your last name really is Kinsey? It is yeah. Kinsey. Oh, okay. I thought that was like a um, nickname. No. My, no, but that's how I ended up calling her Kinsey because Kinsey. I have a friend named Kinsey. And but I was it, like, so my, so Jay is my team leader, right. who's basically my boss. And then my boss over that, who just moved on, I used to communicate with him all the time. Justin? Right. Justin. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
um, nice for my guy. role. Yeah, super nice yeah. guy. And so, and Martine, who was Jay's boss, right? Like, I used to communicate with them all the time uh-huh. because of my role. Like, yeah. I was on the finished product side. It was an export, so everything is based on like specific numbers. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, otherwise, you can't receive it into those countries. Right. So I worked with them really closely to make sure we had the right numbers and registration, blah, blah, blah. So um, when I interviewed for this role, I was like, I felt like I was the bad guy every time because I was going back to the other people on the other side. I'm like, you can't do this. This is like 16 weeks worth of forecast. We can't make it this, this fast. But I was pushed to encourage product supply to provide it. And so I'm like, you know, all these people are going to hate me because I just push on them all the time. And what I found is luckily I was nice enough, I guess, <laughs> that people still liked me. So it's fun coming into this role because then actually our new manager I worked with um, on the oral care side too. So as soon as I found out it was him, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so, so do you feel like... Um Fuck, I forgot what I was going to well, say. Well, so I I guess the whole thing was I felt like like I I was not built for that role. So when I came in, it was such an easy fit, like Yeah, with her it was, group. Yeah, it was easy. To, my just, role was easy yeah. to take on and I like I kept telling Jay, I'm like, am I missing something? Am I supposed to do something with this report that I'm getting? Am I like yeah. because I didn't feel like I was doing I think anything this, over yeah. and beyond well, and the suppliers were like, "We love you. We love you. We love you." And I'm mm-hmm. like, I just am I'm here. Yeah, like I right. feel like I'm doing the bare minimum. Well, it's and, like her role is she works with our supplier managed um supplier, right? So like um, so like we don't have any of their inventory, so we don't have visibility to what they're doing and things like that. So her role is more of like, uh, she's Gone, like, baby. well, she's like a liaison, right? So feeling good. They're I'm delicious. Those all. things are delicious. Not oh, buzzed. Yeah. Oh, well, it's cause you drink. Jason yeah. I have a good time. Yeah, I only drink at these podcasts pretty yeah. much. So like Allie's like a liaison. So that's why her personality is so important, um, for her role. But like, the thing is, is for us is that like, um, all of ours is about getting product to the shelf. So mm-hmm. everything that we can do that influences people to get product to their shelf is is what's important. And Allie is good at that. Y'all so. need some fabric softener and soap. That's what we're doing. No, mo- no, that's a different department. What well, are you I doing? You guys were in HDL, we, HDL, liquid so laundry, o- only liquid laundry. Tide. So by Tide. So you guys Gain. don't do Tide fabric Gain softener? No, no, that's, that's you only do the soap. So it's part that's of fabric damn. care. It's part of uh, fabric care. It's part yes. of fabric well, care. It's part of our we're stock all together. You should buy it. But (laughs) Allie and I work specifically on Tide Gain, Cheer, Ase, Ariel, Era. Except for them pods. Them pods. Era. That's what people were talking about, how crazy they are about their Era. Do you like pods? People love Era. I do like pods. Do you? Yeah. They're super easy. They are super easy. I feel like that stuff, though, like the outer shell, where does that go? It breaks down. It breaks down in the water. Okay. Do you ever take medicine? Yes. The outer shell of the pill? Right, no. Do you take liquid gels? I don't, it's the I same don't thing. like to take liquid gels, though. Like uh, the fish oil I take is a liquid gel, and the well, other day I bit into it. Well, my crazy pills come like, in a liquid gel. You're not supposed to so, break into yeah, it. You're right. not supposed Gosh, to bite into no. it. No, I accidentally it, bit into it. It, it wasn't goes, on purpose. I it wasn't goes like, down your throat this. into your stomach, and your stomach yeah. acid breaks down the outer shell, and then you just poop it out. Yeah. It's the same thing. Sorry, we're blowing up. 
it's the same thing with pods, right? Is that it goes through your water, your water breaks down the outer core, and then it just flushes out with yeah, the water. Yeah, so have you ever, you have boys. Yeah. Those little um, foam toys where it's like a pill and you put it in the water and it, and it grows into yeah. like a dinosaur yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the same thing. Right. So you don't see the outer, outer shell anymore. Right, that's true. It's, it's the same thing. No, I get it. Uh, the only thing I don't like is, did you see Dade's shirt has like those, um, what are those things that I put in when you can't the use fabric softener? Yeah. Did you see they stuck to Dade's shirt? Well, because- The back if, of his LaSalle shirt, well, I guess it was right on Well, did you put them in top. first? I didn't know you were supposed to put it yeah. in first. Yeah, if you read the back, you're supposed to put the beads in first. Yeah. Same with the uh, pod. If you and ladies you don't know, in. men don't read directions. Yeah, but we that's your fault. Yes, together. I do know So that. I think that's the thing. Is that like, yes, like, I do. That's the thing that I understand <laughs> is that when when people complain about something not working and they didn't follow the instructions, yes. like, yeah. how come this thing won't work? Well, did you look at the instructions? Like, Sorry, installed, Dave. That's, that's why installed. instructions are there because of you. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I ruined your shirt. No, you don't. You just run it through the wash again, and, and it dilutes it, <laughs> it right? But like, so one of the first dates that my husband and I had, we were putting a lift on our friend's Jeep. Oh. And he couldn't figure out this one part, and I'm like... Your husband? Yes. I'm Nick? like... Yes, Nick. Yeah, and I said, here, here's what it says in the instructions. Oh. Okay. And they did it and it worked. <laughs> exactly. So we can talk All about right, I'm how. I'm out. I'll see you guys later. I'm Dave. Thanks for coming. Yeah. So Dave, um, him ahead, and his wife his, podcast his, now. Yeah. No Dave shit. and his potential brother-in-law at the time um, ended up not being his brother-in-law, but um, him and his friend um, are his potential like his sister's boyfriend yes uh lowered his car and the way they did it is they just cut the springs no oh that's such a they like, cut the shocks. mexican thing you can do. cut this that's that, racist that is that racist is, that's wait, horrible do you see my shirt it's yeah. racist not but it's so true cause. i like that shirt thanks brown skin is not probably it's also cause. on my car which has pissed a lot of i don't want to get into it but this <laughs> shit that's going on is fucking nuts it is it's crazy i don't I get so it, but I don't should, get Maybe it. we should get into that, right? Because Do you want to get into politics? No, no, no. Not, not poli really politics. Not politics. Kind of like, well, but because we're going to have those Trump guys no, out here no, like, no, yelling, no. screaming, no, shouting not politics. at the Let's talk about why I wanted to have Allie on. Let's so talk about humanity. Allie, so Allie. a good human. I was trying to come up with a name for her because like for Zach. She was. I, I put life connoisseur. Life yes. Connoisseur, right? Yeah. And like, Which I liked because he was. He is. No, he totally he is. I love him. Like, I think in the scheme of things, like, I wish that I, like, not I, but Dave and I could be, like, Zach Moody. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about him. He's just very zen-like. I was and, like, just thinking zen was the word that came to mind. Yeah, like, he's very zen-like, and he does, like, a lot of, like, random weird shit that I would be into, <laughs> like, the cold breathing, you know, like, the mm -hmm. Hans like the method or whatever. And then like a lot of stuff that Dave and I are into, like he's also into. So hence why we're friends, I guess. But jujitsu. Um, yeah. Jujitsu, Muay Thai. Right. <laughs> so, I think like, martial arts makes you a Zen person, honestly, because a big thing in martial arts is meditation. Like yeah. I used to watch a lot of Bruce Lee flicks and I used to study a bunch of, you know, you read books and they talk about meditation. And yep. I think even nowadays it's bigger with social media. You almost need to have that meditative, you escape do. yeah you really well, do and, and, they and have we've apps seen for that it. with my daughter they have an app called calm that you hear about and you you know you can pay and it's like you just want to yes. take 20 minutes out of your life and just 
Yep. Chill and not and, think about anything. Right. Relax. And not to make this yeah. a Zach Moody podcast, right? Because he has had his own, but like, <laughs> no, like I highly recommend people to go and listen to that yeah, one because like him being able to disengage from social media, to disengage from TV, yes. to disengage from even music with words. Yeah. Right. Like, well, and um, fasting, I mean, everything, just taking total control over your mind and body. Right. And like, that's who he is. And like, uh, the how engaged he is as a father like definitely reminds me of Dave because Dave is super engaged with our boys too but he's you know he's super engaged and like I think there's a lot of things of what we're like when like society looks down on men when they're not like the the wage earner like yeah. they're not the breadwinner of the family and Which, like yeah I mean but like it's I, a different world and like Zach he does work you know and like he was talking about it on the thing but like you know, Lindsay is like the project manager, you know, college educated, you know, like, I don't want to say breadwinner, you know, but like for him, it's just, he's so much more than just a regular person. Yeah. And like, I wish that people had the opportunity. Like, I just remember one day he was over for a fight and I was just like staring at him because- Ow. No, not because I think he's hot. I'm just saying, that's what I... He just, he's saying out. But, like, I was just staring at him because I was thinking of the things because he was, like, my personal trainer at one point. And, like, he was so motivational. And, like, he made me remember who I was, right? At the same time. Like, and I don't want it to make it sound weird. Like, I don't want to get any kind of ideas. But, like, the thing about it is that, like... No. No, no, it wasn't like that at all. Well, but that's like, the only idea I got like, too. That's that was like the, 90% that was, of men. But that was the reason why he was able to start um, solid training, solid, right? Yeah. Is because he's so motivational. And when you hear him speak and just the way he talks to you makes you want to be a better person. Mm-hmm. So I wish that people were able to, or not wish, I hope that people go back and listen to that podcast yes. because him talking makes you want to be a better person. And he's been through so many different sort of things in his life. And it's not like, oh, I was abused and now this, I'm like this. Or I was like this and I was like this. Like, it's not that. He just talks about how he came up and how he got to where he was. And I think that's motivational as far as just anybody in regular life. And the way that he does it within being, like, within a marriage and being a family man. Like, Dude, you're the fucking man. Sorry. (laughs) Gage is bringing us beers. We got beers. But it was, yeah, the way that he incorporates it into his life. So it's not like, oh, you have to get divorced and forget your kids and go and move to some community somewhere. Like, no, you can make this happen in your life right now. Like, you can take your children with you to lay down in a cold river. Yes. You know, and and, Yeah, and and teach them. Because I'll say, like, with Elise, she has gone through some really big issues with anxiety and depression. And when we started, my daughter. Oh, okay. um, How old is she? She's 11. Oh, okay. When we started taking away her technology, Mm -hmm. um, her iPad and her iPhone, which were not from us, um, she responded better. So, and I even saw it, she got to the point where if she was at our house, she's my stepdaughter. Mm -hmm. um, But when she was at our house, she didn't even ask for it anymore. Mm -hmm. So we went on vacation. She used it the entire way down. And then the next day, like, she was a 
mess. Right. That's addiction. It is addiction. It is addiction. Like my, we, are, we've so talked nice. about it on this podcast before. Yeah. Like our kids are the same way. Yes. Yeah. Like it is, it is like, uh, you know, I don't want to compare it to heroin to addiction, but it really is. The it same, is the same sort of response when it gets taken away. Yes. Um, they're assholes. Well, like yes, not, not to be. And so I took you know. it away the next day and I'm like, look, we just need a break from it within. An, and she broke down. She was yeah. crying. She oh, wouldn't yeah. come downstairs. Oh, yeah. Like she was a mess trying to rationalize why she should have it. Within an hour, there was a noticeable difference. Right. And right. I told her. So on our way, she didn't use it the rest of the vacation. On our way back, she used it in the car. About halfway back, she had a panic attack. It was her first panic attack she's ever had. She was freaked out. She couldn't breathe. Um, so I like walked her through it because I've dealt with anxiety my whole life. Right. So I walked her through it and I said, give me your phone. As she calmed down, she said, I can feel a difference not having my phone. And I said, honey, that's, that's really significant. And that's, it's not dad and I trying to take your fun away or being the, be the, right. mean, people. Be the mean people. We're yeah. doing it because we see a difference in mm -hmm. how you respond right. to your life when you're on it. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she saw that and when we got back, she didn't touch it for two days. Yeah. So, I mean, what's well, a lot different too. E I even think. our son, he jumped yeah. into a pool with his phone yeah. and probably for a day, like two or three days after he was all always we were like, doing was getting all, texts all, all day. All he kept doing was like, I put his phone in rice. I was like, it needs to stand there for 48 but he hours. He just kept Do harassing not open us. It. But he kept opening it. And it's like, <laughs> and, when you open it, it's you're letting air in. You're yes. trying to let no air in so that the phone Correct. absorbs the, the rice, liquid. absorbs the water. Yeah, but and when you start those it. circuits, then yeah. it, that's what so shorts it. It's like right. you're out without he, it now. But then he yeah. was like, he was like, uh, when I'm getting a new phone, yeah. um, I'm like, I'm not getting you a new phone. I told mm -hmm. you guys that I was upgrading your phones before school started. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be without a phone for a few weeks. Yes. And he was like, um, well, dad said you guys had some iPhone 5s downstairs. No. Like, uh, why don't you turn one on for me? And I'm like, I'm not going to pay $30 to activate a phone no. that you're going to have for three weeks. Like, no. you'll just be without a phone. This is part of life. Like, you fucked up pretty much and yeah. you jumped into a it's pool. It's a consequence. Yeah, right. yeah. And it's like, there's consequences to your action. And yes. maybe next time you'll be Forever. more responsible. The rest yes. of your life. Yeah. Maybe there will be consequences. <laughs> next 100%. time you'll be more responsible. <laughs> right. You know, so he hasn't been without a phone. And honestly, like, he's been a lot better. Yeah. yeah, because he's like he's not on Snapchat. He's not up half the night for Snapchat. There's a lot, but like I when guarantee you, yeah. that if we took more sleep, less comparison. But I guarantee just, if we took their Xbox away, they would both be freaking out. Oh yeah. Well, and I've had a friend that did that with her fan, son, dude. and it was a significant difference. Right. right. I mean, he was talking back and cussing and like doing terrible in school, and then when that was gone, he was a totally he was who he really is. Right. So you know. I I think a lot of kids get a bad rap because they are judged on how they respond to a lot of the social media and stuff. Mm, yeah. The technology access. I see I see a lot of the um like I follow a lot of the kids that I coach yep. in hockey and I want to know what they're doing. I want to know well, what they're yeah, up to. Sure. I want to know what they're putting out there so I can say, "Hey man, this isn't a good idea." You know, because right. if their parents aren't involved, at least somebody is. Yep. And you see a lot of that. Like I've seen pictures of um, like Dade's friend will post on Instagram and then one of Dade's other friends will post like a shitty comment. Yeah. And I'll be like, Hey man, like that's not cool. He can't right. help that his nose is bigger than yours and you're calling him Squidward. <laughs> right. It's like, dude, like we say that shit 
face to face and that's fine if me and you are standing here and i'm busting your balls or you're busting mine that's fine it's not out there for the world to see and when you put it yes. on there and it's a comment now everybody sees well, it well and that's right. the now difference because that it's okay to do that i was bullied not. growing up yeah but then I, like i had my people i like we were yeah. weird i'm right. still weird right. it's cool we all are. i feel like life is more interesting then yeah i don't care what people think right. But I had my weird friends, so it was like the cool people mm-hmm. bullying me. But then I went home and it, it disappeared. And right. the whole weekend it disappeared. So it was just within the hours of school when they were blatantly bullying me. Yeah. And here it's, I mean, it's people are- a bad are, time too. They're creating fake you, accounts. It's 24 right? Yes, exactly. You think about your time in school when kids were picking on you. And yeah. Things, it's horrible. It, and like, it was hard. And I still remember, I mean, yeah. I mean, I still hold, not grudges, but there are people that I'm yeah. like, I have zero Facebook interest in ever. They want to be your friend. Yes. You're like, yeah, no. I Absolutely. have zero interest in accepting your <laughs> friend request way. because- while I've forgiven you because I'm not going to yeah. let you have that right. control over my life, I'm also not going to allow you to be a part of my life now. Dude, there was it's- this chick in high school that signed my yearbook, Go Kill Yourself. That's <laughs> literally what she said. Jade Cena like, was like, what the so, fuck? So he always told me this story, and I was just kind of like, oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. But I never seen it. So I was kind of like, Mom, maybe he's being dr- you know, dramatic. Maybe he's being extra. I know his mom. <laughs> You know, nope. Dave is a really extra person. But then, like, but then he's got, um, like, I started looking at his yearbooks. We were like randomly going through his yearbooks, and like his junior year, like his junior high yearbooks literally say, "Junior high was my worst." They literally say, "Go kill yourself." Yeah, you big oaf. That's what they call or me. They baby call me Huey. Jolly Green Giant, Baby Huey. Those baby are the next. Huey. I've heard them all, dude. When I was at DHL, they used to call me Shrek. You know, and it's it's fun. I, it, if we're friends and you're yes. chirping me cool man because i got good comebacks but yes. when you're in high school and you're building your mind your personality your future you're trying to get through everything in, in yes. junior high and then you got these kids telling you to go kill yourself like yep still remember that shit <laughs> bitch don't fucking send me a friend's request i'm not gonna yes. be your friend i see you you're working at wherever you're working <laughs> I've seen you there. And I look and I go, there's that bitch right there. And I'm like, I'm not your friend. I'm not going to talk right, to you. Exactly. We're not friends. And I still remember I'm that gonna shit. I'm going to treat you like an, a normal human right. being when I like, see you. Like, I don't you, need but you. Exactly. Positivity, that's it. Like, Anything like over you, that is. Like you said earlier, like, about holding grudges. Like, I don't hold grudges either. But, like, it's, it's not about holding grudge. It's about remembering. And, yes. like... You literally don't matter to me. Whatever right. you're doing, I don't care. I haven't right. thought about you for years. We're not and then, friends. And then you yeah. send me a Facebook invite. Mm. Like I got a Facebook invite from from the person who was probably like, um, the person who made my life the worst mm-hmm. when I was in elementary school. He's like, nah, bitch. Everything's cool, man. I'm growing like, up now. It's like you send me. It's like you were literally the person like when I was a kid. That made me think about like killing myself yeah. when I was a child, like I elementary think we've all school. All had that too. And then it's like, then you send Maybe me. That's why we're friends. It's like then <laughs> well, you, I think it's yeah. It's like sorry. you send me a Facebook invite. Like, why would you ever think to send that to me? Like, because I don't think they. It wasn't impactful for them. No, but when you think they about were just it though, dicks growing up, mm-hmm. and they finally got to a place where I don't know they drank themselves Honestly, into a better I feel, place. But it's, I, but it's I, like, I feel like maybe they were the cool kids back then, yes. and now they're not. Well, so and that, I've seen that be. so many but, times yeah. where like, people are the cool though. kids and then they get into college or afterwards and they're like, oh my gosh, like my life is not going how I thought it was right. going to go. And all these other people have it. I work at Frisch's. 
Yeah. That's right, bitch. I just put like, it out there. But it's like when you're thinking about it, though, like when when I was a kid, like just for me, you know how Facebook will be like, hey, you should ask this person to be your yeah, friend. No. And they show up. <laughs> and then it's like just because we went to school together doesn't mean we're friends. Right. right? right. So like even though I went to school with these people, not that I was mean to them or anything, but it's like we weren't friends. Right. So why would I send them a Facebook invite? So when I get like this random, you know, email or random Facebook invite from like the person who was essentially the bane of my assistance, like when I was a child, like yeah. all, all through elementary school, right? So I'm just like, why would you ever think to send me a Facebook invite just because I showed up? Like I see that and it's like, there's tons of people I went mm -hmm. to school with and I see it and I'm just like, well, I never even talked to them in high school. I wouldn't send them an invite, but it's like, right. then you see me pop up for you and you were mean to me literally every single day of yeah. my life. Why would you send me an invite? Like, it has to be clear. You know, it's just like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, we went to school together. I should send them an invite. Stuff like that doesn't go away. It's like, it impacts it's like you for life. In yes, your brain, does. you had to have been like, right. I was an asshole to her every single day. Yep. I don't think I assholes think that way, though. Well, and I, I've had... I don't think they're the problem. If you look around today in society and what we have leading us in the shit that's... No, it's yeah. literally yeah. like that. Like, someone's They don't think anything story. of it. They like, just say it and yes. don't think about no, the consequences like, or like, how they really I just, feel. I literally just talked about this at work. Someone from my work that I deal with all the time sent me a Facebook request. And she's like the fucking bane of my existence. Like, I hate you and I your- I know who it is. No, 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 but I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I hate you and your whole group. Yes. Why would you send me a Facebook invite? Right. Um, you'll sit on the back burner for probably yeah. a year. Yeah. Because now yeah. that person has moved into a no, new role and maybe in that new role, I won't fucking hate them. But until that day happens, right. I'm not accepting your request. And it's not right. like- just because you've seen me at a meeting and like we didn't get into an actual <laughs> fist fight, you know, True. like yep. you don't need to send me a Facebook invite. Right. Like we're not friends. <laughs> like why would you send Facebook is for friends. Yes. If you want to like, uh, you want to connect with me because we're both professionals, then send me a fucking request LinkedIn. on LinkedIn. Yes. I'll, re LinkedIn. I'll accept your request I don't on use LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I wish I used it more. I keep getting like, hey man, we should connect. And then I get emails. I keep getting Someone this text now. For your no, I keep no. getting this text from somebody on LinkedIn about my son. Your son needs to play college sports. He's a college athlete. We can help him. And I'm him. like, I can't even get this cat to take the dog out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I keep getting this. I'm like, what college. is this shit? Yeah. I ain't doing shit. Yeah. That's all these kids that I coach. They're all about where they're getting scholarships from. It's like, unless Which is good. That's not how I was shows up. It is good, but at the same time, it's like. I don't know, man. I mean, as long as you're putting in your best and going for it. That's how I feel. Like, just because just I feel work like hard I, it's like the same something. academically. Like, if I would have applied, if myself, I'm doing my like, artwork, I'm, oh, I'm going to go to Harvard. Or yeah, Yale. Like, like if I'm making an art piece, I'm not going to half-ass it. You're going to get 110 right, percent exactly. of yes. what I have. Yes. And when I get done with it, I'm going to look at it and go, "That's the best I had, fam." Yes. If like it or leave it. I'm right. sorry. You know, I'm not charging you half price because I'm going to give you a shitty job. Right, I'm going to give exactly. you the best. Yeah. So if you're a college athlete or you want to go to college, try your best. Yes. You know what I mean? And if that happens, it happens. But like, don't don't put it out there if it's not really happening. Correct. Right. Like, don't throw it out there. Don't say, oh, I got the, you know, the whole fake it till you make it thing. Like, it's. You do that in some situations. Some situations. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. And, you know, but like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and uh, my take on college is. 
Oh, we don't need to get into well, that. Well, yeah. So I went nowadays to, it's it, it's kind of pointless. I mean, you thank need you, it. Allie. Thank you for putting that out there because that's how I feel. It it you need it because people just want a college degree, but it doesn't matter. Number one, where you went. It's a lot of fun. And it doesn't money. matter unless you're in a specified field like right. dentistry right, exactly. or doctor or yeah. whatever. They don't care. So I went to school for education. I hated the education program and the government's hand in it, really. So I love teaching. I love teaching kids. I loved um, coming up with different ways to get kids engaged. Mm -hmm. But the quarterly projects that they have now, where I had kids with special needs. Mm -hmm. I couldn't make any special concessions for them. Right. No extra library, t library yeah. time. I mm -hmm. couldn't pair them up. I couldn't grade them on a different scale than that's my regular my kids. That's my and problem. that's, I was yeah. like, so you're basically asking me to teach fail all these, these kids. kids. Right. Teach them all the same way. I have and to if teach these them kids to the fail test. behind. I can't stay yeah. on a specific subject with yeah. these kids because they're not getting it. Or, hey, we've got this. We can move mm -hmm. on to the next one. Like, no, it was, you're teaching to a test. Mm -hmm. And, oh, by the way, your tenure, your raise everything is based on these test scores it and has nothing to do with how you teach and i was like crazy talk i was like i'm done it's crazy i'm, I'm done like you're already asking me there were kids that wouldn't show up they wouldn't do their homework and how expensive and is parents, it to go to school to get that education to teach kids education it was, so i'm lucky because my parents paid for my college education okay how much did your parents pay though that's what i'm saying about like, fourteen thousand dollars a year, a year. And th that was a long time ago yeah. i mean we're talking 11 years right it's probably what myself. forty thousand now a year. Oh yeah, right. for sure. Yeah, for right. Sure. Yeah. And you're getting out and you're making. And that what? was me going to a local school. So right. the school I wanted to go to was mm. like fifty grand a year, and my parents said, "We will pay you whatever you see your NKU costs, mm. and then the rest you've got to cover." Okay. And so I looked at the difference in what I would come out with in debt, and I was like, "I'm just going to go here." Yeah. So I went and I taught and i was like this, this i think is that's not for the me. thing that saddens me the most when i think about our future yeah of the world mm -hmm. you know like like the u.s like our future like we need people to teach kids yeah. we just knew but well, we're still not teaching just teach kids. kids but but trade but we're like, still teaching so them. trade jobs welders yeah. mechanics hvac yeah. guys we are lacking them. So mm. our house got hit by lightning last year. Uh -huh. It was the biggest struggle to find anyone to come out and give us quotes and look at stuff because there are not enough tradespeople yeah. doing those jobs. I'm and having it's like, the same problem now with like, we're trying to get this yes, tree taken down. Yes, people are like, well, you need to go to college. Like growing up with our parents, you right. need to go to college. Okay, great. Well, now you come out with all this student debt, and you're yeah. supposed to get a, a car and, and a you're house. Making fifty thousand dollars a yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. But and, I, but I think that's the change, right? Is because yes. like our parents, we're in the generation, like we're in like that gen, that Gen X, like mm -hmm. at the now very they got a end. New name for us. What's yeah, well, name? we're called like Xillennials, right? Excellennials. So yeah. we're not millennials. But, yeah, but because we're I don't really relate either. to the millennial age. Well, That's why my brother. Saying, like, we we grew up in like an analog. Like yes. our childhood was analog, but yes. our adulthood has been not analog, right? It's yes. been all um, technology. technology driven. But like, I think the thing is, is that like when our parents were teenagers, like the way for them to make more money was to, was to go to college, right? And then- but they voted all these specific ways <laughs> that made it so that we couldn't 
file bankruptcy for our student debt, right? right? Or that um, the student debt would explode because university would say, well, fucking everybody wants to come here. Now we'll charge whatever we want right. because people will pay whatever yes. to make six figures, yep. right? But like when I was a kid, um, my mom and dad, like my dad bought a house at like 18 and he <laughs> was a, um, he pumped gas. Like that was his job. Yeah. So my dad was able to buy a house as a guy who pumped gas. Yeah. But like now the days are if um, a, a, an adult works at McDonald's, other adults mock them yep. and say, well, that job is a job for high school kids. My kid doesn't want to fucking work at McDonald's. <laughs> like not just my kid, like any kid doesn't want to work at McDonald's. Like my kid wants to go and like code. Yeah. That's what my kid wants to do. Yep. He wants to code. He doesn't want to work at McDonald's. So someone fucking has to work at McDonald's. And that's <laughs> the thing that I don't understand is that like I as an adult do not want to cook. I need someone to be at Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> right. And honestly, I don't want it to be my son because if my son could fucking do it, he could make chicken at, at home. home. Yeah. Right. So it's like you need people who have some kind of skills. Yes. And then people always bitch like McDonald's always fucks up my order. Well, you literally said, sir, that McDonald's is a starter job. Yes. So how well do you think your order is going to be yes. made by a kid who's been working for four days? A yep. starter. So it's a yep. starter job. Yeah. So you're saying it's a starter job. You got a starter in for football. You gonna but, win that game? But do you have Probably that? Not. Do you have? <laughs> but do you have Tom Every Brady? Every once in a while, you might get lucky. But it's might like get the good starter. <laughs> yeah, it makes the fire chicken. You're like, damn, this is good. No, but it's like you want a kid who's a rookie, and you expect Tom Brady results. Yes. Promoted but you, the cheap but, chili fry maker. But you think it's a, you think it's a rookie job the whole time. It's like this is for rookies. Yes. So it's like, why are you expecting Tom Brady results from a rookie? Yes. You should never expect that. But no. that's literally what everyone complains about. So yeah. and then also, like, don't you want to get food at lunchtime? I'm sorry, my kid's at school. Yeah. He's 16 and he's in high school at noon. Right. So why are you at McDonald's trying to get lunch if your expectation is that it's only for high school kids? Right. Because it's not really. You just say that to um, make it be the reason why yes. they shouldn't pay pay people shit yeah right and so that's kind of like i don't want to say my lead-in but sort of my lead-in we were trying to talk to earlier about um why i asked you to be on the show so <laughs> we're gonna get to that we got we someday. got time we have no, time. i know but i really want to get to that <laughs> you because you in a hurry to go because anywhere? like no. got any plans tonight ali i don't the, right. my plans are to read my book and sleep what's this book you're reading what am i oh it's called one plus one uh-huh um and so far, I can't really tell what it's about, but okay. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a romance. Is I don't. Is it an audiobook? Because I'll listen no. to them. I, it's the only. So I listen I to podcasts. Shit. And I listen to the only books I listen to are mm -hmm. self help books because if I read them, I feel like I read them and I'm like, oh, I know who needs to read this book. Yeah. But if somebody is reading it to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me. Like I listened to Art of War one day. <laughs> That's a, another thing. YouTube. Come on, man. What are we doing? We gotta we gotta be able to listen to things with it I locked. love YouTube. So I'm sure Jay has heard me laugh uncontrollably at work sometimes. So Well, I stand up to talk to her because she's kitty corner for me and she's got her headphones in and like I know for sure she can't hear me. So I like want to So does everybody on your floor wear I headphones? Like, I like wanna throw shit at her. Yeah. But then you I'm should. just like but then I'm like, uh, she's kinda new. I mean if it's like chocolate or something, then No, it's gonna it's gonna be like a tied race car beanie baby thing oh I, I can take that yeah so i like want to throw it at her but i'm like shit she can't hear me so i just sit down and i like ping her so she's doing what you're doing 
Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> High five, Allie. High five. There no, we we're literally, we're all doing that because yeah. most of the time we're That's like. That's how you just kind of zone out You just and get don't want to be done. bothered by people with stupid ass questions. No, I, no there's not that. Just that. Like, I mean, but, that's the way that you really plug in and you're like, I can multitask and get right. shit done right now. Okay. So I can run this report and this report while at the same time I'm checking this inventory right. and answering this right. email. But also you're listening you, it, to something But also if time. you have your headphones in, a lot of time people think you're on a meeting Thank because we're on meetings all day. So I'm a mailman. I listen to headphones all day when I deliver. Yes. Why? Because I don't want to be bothered by the right. people going. But they know change. for sure you're not in a meeting. You got a change <laughs> of address for mailman. Do, 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 do. I just keep working, man. I don't. It's like, no. I tell them all. I'm like, go online. We don't. Yeah, but like, no that's not what we do. Like, know, if someone know, has a know, question, know, know, we take our headphones you have out to take it because and we answer our questions dollar. or we call into our thing. So yeah. I either listen to music and I'm like, I mean, I get into it. Yeah, I love does. music. She does. What do you listen to? She's jamming out. Like I am jamming out. You're gonna jam her out right now. What, you, what is Allie listening to? Her, sometimes Who? her hand goes like this. Yeah, Allie's my drum. I'll, <laughs> I'll stand up to look at her, and she'll be like, while typing with one hand, really? her hand will be like this. I'm like, who? She's Who we so listen to? I have a mix, and Let's it's just go. like Top a bunch five of bands. Oh, Top five. Okay. Oh yeah, on the spot. All time low. Okay. I'm a sucker for punk pop. So okay, I got a, I got a playlist on Spotify called Skunked Out. Okay. It's skunk music. It's like ska I like, and yes. punk. I call I, it ska and punk, so I, like I skunk it. out. It's rancid. Yes. That's all the music I grew up listening yes. to. Rancid. Uh, big Voodoo Real Fish. Skulls, Real Big Fish. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Just all the punk music. Mm -hmm. All the ska music. That's it. So. You guys so, have so much in common. Top five. Like, I'm going to you guys can't Top five. Let's go. So, all time low. Rap everything. Whatever. Yeah. Top five everything. All time low is my number one. Really? That's who I rock out to. Never listen to them. Um, no, so I, I've never heard of them. Punk life. Pop. Uh -huh. um, they've been around since... Punk Pop is the name of the band? No, no. All Time it's Low the is the name of the band. Oh, okay. All Time Low. Um, the genre is like pop punk. Okay. Whatever. So pop, All Time Low is your number one. All Time Low is my number one. No Effects make your top five? I like No Effects. Clams have feelings too. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Jade has no idea. No idea. <laughs> Record store girl has no clue. I, I, I know love her name. I love vinyl. Real, I'm a or, sucker the, for vinyl. What's the big giants? Uh, tiny big giant? No. No. Big giants. Uh, there was a band. I forget what they were yes. called. Yes. Uh, Something big giants. Big giants. Oh, uh, you YouTube it? Are you uh, Googling? I'm Googling. The Google. You Could you it. imagine if we had Google back in our because day? Because they sang... Um, Hold on. Uh, no, is it all the giant? No, not all the giants. God damn it. Our listeners are like, oh, it's fucking blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, That's what always suck. happens. And you're posers. Yeah, you don't really posers, know. You don't really know. I, fucking rancid, dude. I had a poster of rancid. They were the shit. What was their song like? Constantinople? Yeah, they had a ton. Ruby Soho is Ruby the song Soho. I know by rancid. Destiny. Yeah. I'll start singing it for you. I'll they might be giants. They, they might, might be giants. giants. That was it. Istanbul was Constantinople. Yeah. Yes. Mighty, mighty boss tones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I so top them. five. Let's go. So, all right. So all time low. All time low. Second is probably, oh, I got to think. Uh, Jimmy E. World. Spot. Jimmy E. World. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. They're, they're, uh, that's a newer one. That's a newer um, one. Kind of. No, they're not new. They're early 2000s. I was at the record. Early 2000s. I was at the I was at the record store and we had Jimmy Eat World. CDs. I like that you think that 2000s is recent. That is recent. I mean, that's no. like 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm old school is 90s. That's old school I, rap. To I'm me. just saying that if we. 
turn on the classic station. It you're, might not be on hear, no, you're not going to hear no. You're not going to hear no year two thousands in old school rap genre. If you turn on the old school rap playlist on Spotify, I don't but think like, you'll hear. But like you 2000s. hear, you no, say you old, you'll forget but you about say Dre. old school rap, and I hear like for me, old school rap is like Run DMC, Fat yes, Boys, Public Enemy, Fat, Fat Boys. Boys. Yeah. yeah, like for me, like more recent rap was like. Tupac, Biggie, Biggie. yeah, Tupac. It's true, oh, but, yeah. but that's really like California tw- love. But when it gets oh. warm outside, oh, my windows go down. I drive a California minivan, no love. cares, and California love goes that's up, it. and yeah. I but, jam out. But Do you? you put your hands in the air, like <laughs> yeah, what's up? Yes, down. yes. But that's, that's like legit. Twenty years ago, like new stuff is like Twenty One Savage. Yeah. Right? I, Chance the rapper. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get Savage, into the new school Migos, stuff. I don't. Like so I don't even listen stuff. to the radio anymore. It's so hard. I like. I hear some of the stuff that my daughter listens to, and I'm like, "What? What did they? What did Dude, they say? Yeah. That's funny you, that you, you say can't that. be singing oh. this." And Dave I'm like, and I were "All of the things that I used to sing." Yeah. Dave and I yeah. were sitting in the living room the other day, probably yesterday, I think. And Dade is, um, like, it just seems like around this time to like. Midnight is club date time. I had to tell him and, to turn the club and, down before and, we did the podcast. Yeah, and me. he has his radio just blasting. And Dave and I were sitting in the living room, and he looks at me and he goes, Today's rap sucks. It does. <laughs> it does. I'm like, Well, there's I know. like good. Um, um, can we talk about there's a song called Send Me an Emoji? What has the world come to? I love how it's completely Send- dead space. <laughs> Allie, Everybody Allie. just blanks. This Allie. is. Let me inform you of something. Send me an emoji. Allie, let me inform you of something. We are old. We're old. I know. Okay. That's but the so We're our parents when we were listening to music. I know. And they were like, what the fuck is this shit? So Too little, live cruel. Little Pop known fact. Pussy. We can't say that. And now that's all they talk about. Yeah, but even that, that's though. everything. But like literally- we listened to live crew and they were like, pop yeah. that pussy. But pop now literally pussy. my kid pop. listens to music and every other word is pussy. And I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. Yeah. What but a lot of those fuck? songs had a message. So small known fact, I'm a songwriter as well. Ooh. And so lyrics are super important to me. Yeah. Not just like the melody is also important, how it plays in with the lyrics, but the lyrics, especially. So yeah. um, one of the projects I used to do with my high school history kids was taking songs from the American Revolution all the way up to modern times mm-hmm. and having them listen to specific lyrics and write down, um, like, fill in the blanks right. of what it was talking about. And then we would go back and say, like, how does this play into what they were going through at the time? Right. And a lot of the songs that they knew, they had no idea what it was about. So it was really cool to go through that. Um but yeah, so I listen to songs today, and I'm like, this this is no point at all. Okay, this let me get us back on track. Point. Top five. Let's go. Top oh, top five. five. Yeah. So All Time Low, Jimmy World, okay. um, Elton John. What? Yeah. Elton John? Elton John. So, so funny story. My dad got me into We're Elton John. We're going to get into this? Yeah. We're going to get into this. So Elton John was like the last concert you went with your Elton dad, John right? was the last concert. That was on our, so we had a daddy-daughter bucket list right and there were two things left elton john see him live mm-hmm. and rebuild a um 60s beetle into a baja rat rod dude you got some time on your hands if you're gonna do that <laughs> fucking i feel like ever. i have less time because it's a rat rod so i don't have the paint doesn't have so to be great lower it, yes we all oh, yeah dude. what's that show on tv 
that builds the it rat rods. It literally is. I think it's called rat rods. Coffin? No. <laughs> I love, I'm a sucker for rat rods. Oh, they're sick. Bikes, yeah. cars, anything. Rusty like, look. Oh, my school. gosh. Engine, yes. Building like, it from just random parts in the junkyard. Like you're a fan yeah. of what's the movie? What's the movie? You know what movie I'm talking about. Fucking Mad Max. Yes. Mad Max. Yes. Like that. That's like, I love that stuff. Oh, and even when I go down to Cavalcade of Customs, like that's where I venture You're to. Looking like for that shit? I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's a cool like Corvette. Everybody's right. got a Corvette. Yeah, Everybody's that. got a Chevelle. Like that's cool. Did Whatever. You see the new vet? Looks like a Ferrari. It's like mid mid engine. It looks like a Ferrari. It's though. okay. It looks like a Ferrari. Top five. Let's get back to it. <laughs> Elton John's number three. All right. All time low. Two. Jimmy World. Elton John. So all time low, you're number one. That's so my number one. one to five. I'm going to one to five. Um, Taking Back Sunday. Really? Never heard of them. What? Nope. You're missing out. That's I'm like sorry. my, if I need to I'm be gonna angry. I'm going to write I'm going to listen to these. If I need to be angry and scream and just I saw when you said bitch, Taking Back Sunday, I'm like, really? That's like metal. I need, I need Taking Back Sunday. I need to like just yell. What's Heather's band? What was Heather's band you went and seen? Unearth. Unearthed. Oh, yeah. they're good. Take him back Sunday. That's a good workout I, band. I was deaf for two days. Well, I'm sure you were. Yeah. I'm sure right, you were. Number five. Number five. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with The Used. The Used is good. These are all bands. I've so, never heard of The Used. The Used I've never is, heard of Take Him Back Sunday. Oh, my gosh. I've never the used heard of like, All Time Love. I like, was eight months pregnant, like and I went and saw The Used were in town at Bogart's. Wow, you were eight months pregnant? I was eight months pregnant. They were here playing their first two albums, which are my favorite albums. And I was up front. The security guard gave me a spot right by the like, wow, little garbage can. Oh, yeah. Savage I was like, I am here for this. You're like, you're jamming whoever you are in my belly. <laughs> security guard was like you can stand here i'm like thanks nice that's awesome <laughs> yeah so oh, i think no. i think that's my top five that's at least that's what the, i listen to at work the most elton john kind of breaks that group up yeah that's that's my dad yeah that's yeah. my dad my dad's you too that's my more nostalgia okay. so yeah so i'm big into you too because of my dad yeah i got it think about my dad put on some you too yep totally get that yeah. That's good. That's yeah. awesome. Let's talk about your dad. You got tattoos. I did get I tattoos. I like these tattoos. Yeah. So I did not know your dad was ham radio. My dad. So he started on the CB radio. That's really? how my parents like, met. Breaker one nine. Yeah. He was Captain Fantastic. My mom was Little what? Shoe. Captain Fantastic. And they used to like talk about how they would meet. Like, hey, we're going to meet up at the Sunoco down the street and grab some ice creams. What? And my grandparents would listen in. And so my mom would be like, oh, I'm going to go meet some friends. And they'd be like, yeah, sure, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then my dad drove a 1961 Baja Beetle. It was orange. He used to have... The loudest stereo, and it drove my grandpa nuts. Because you have a picture would... of this beetle? I do. Okay. No, you don't have to get okay. it out now. We'll, we'll put it we'll up put on it Facebook. On okay. <laughs> so he would drive in, and he uh, would play, like, I don't know, crazy things with Kiss and um, Aerosmith like and oh, all the rock, the old classic oh, rock. Yeah. Yes. What's that big hair band? Like uh, Pour Some Sugar on Me. Uh, yes. Uh, Def Leppard. Oh, yeah, oh dude. my gosh. My dad yeah. was all, every time like, I would go to work with my dad. Hot for Teacher. That was oh, the one yeah. that he used to pull yep, up with all yep. the time. And my grandpa was like, you're not going out if he honks. He has to come to the door. Little Van Halen in there. <laughs> Little Van Halen. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, so they met on the CB radio and my 
um, grandparents were really involved in that too. Wait, we're just skipping over that. Your mom and dad met on the CB. They met radio. on the CB radio. Yeah. So he, they crazy. both grew up in um, like Green Township, Bridgetown mm-hmm. area. Right. Um, just like a few streets over. What was your mom's name? Shanda Mar- or Shanda Schuster. So she was Little Shoe. <laughs> and if you've ever met my mom, she is tiny. She is. Very She's small. like 4'11", so legally a midget. Uh, but <laughs> she is the spunkiest person I've ever met in my life. Um, I met your mom at your uh, fundraiser. Yes. Yeah. I'm basically my mom. We'll get into that trip in a little Just bit. Just like, yeah, <laughs> 10 years earlier. Um, That's awesome. So they met on the CB radio. They dated. My dad got into the ham radio with his dad. And so his call sign was KB8JVK, Kilowatt Bravo 8, Juliet Victor Kilo. And he used to bleed through our speakers and our televisions for years. So we would be upstairs and all of a sudden you hear, Yes. And so that's all I remember. We would have neighbors that would come over and like, you're bleeding through my sound system. <laughs> he had antennas in the backyard, like big tower antennas. He has a huge tower antenna on my mom's house right now. Dude, I'm so confused right now. How this? What? He so he used to talk to all around the world. What would he do? Would, would he, he do would a talk show? to every, No, he just they talked to everyone. So they had what was called field day every year. And it was all over the world. People would get together, whatever their group was. So locally, it's Ocayan, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana. <laughs> and they would get together with their campers and their radios and their towers, and they would try to talk to as many countries as possible. And then the regions would compete to see who could get the most countries. So they were talking to Japan and China and England and Germany and like just marking down like, okay, this is the person I talked to at this time. And so they had people on rotations at different hours. Um, and so he would do this every single year. We used to do fox hunts. So they would put a repeater somewhere and like somebody would hide it. And it was almost like a geocaching. And so you would have this antenna that I would have to control out the window and like move around to position in different places. You? Yes. While you're driving. I was in the passenger seat. He was driving. How old were you? Um, I was probably 10 or 11. And so you're like twisting this antenna to see where you got the strongest signal. So you're like, okay, it's stronger over here. We need to go east. Okay, it's stronger over here. Now we need to go north. And so you'd follow the signal and you'd try to be the first person or first group that found the repeater and so then you'd be in a park and you're like carrying this antenna and it's hidden in a tree somewhere it was so what? much fun it was, was awesome <laughs> so you would find this antenna and then you would like what get it down and take a picture of it or like, you'd would t- you you would like take a picture of yourself there but then you'd wait for everybody else to show up so you could say like oh, i was the first person like yeah. you ever see that where people do that on instagram where they're like tickets right here come find them they're free for the no but that sounds that's basically yeah, what like we I did follow a lot of people like cyclones will give away free tickets and yeah. there'll be twister in front of like some little ac oh yes we i've done that with like, um downtown the great my fi- the uh, great pumpkin run does that every year so yeah. they're like where are we now we're at a picnic table yeah but blah, it would blah, be blah. like tickets and and then you would you would like <laughs> it would like who did i just see somebody on instagram gave away free tickets and they were by some like electric unit you know where yeah. like they read the electric meters yeah they were there like 
where the fuck you find that? That was the picture, and then it was like something else. And it's like you got, and then somebody yeah. be like, "Hey, I found him!" Oh, it was Jay Cruz. Jay Cruz yeah, gave Jay him away. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Jay Cruz, shout out to Jay, Cru- Jay Cruz. He plays on my <laughs> hockey team. That's I'm awesome. Trying to get him on our podcast. Anyway, uh, but yeah, we would. That was. So you find the antenna. You would take a picture, and then and then we wait. wait. We would wait for people to show up. Yeah. Dude, that's so fucking And awesome. it was cool because it was yeah. a whole community. So, like, right. one of the guys, we would go to his house every year for a kite fly. He lived out in, like, Lebanon before it was Lebanon. Lebanon right, right, before it was uh, settled. Up. And what is it called? Uh, residentialized. Gentrified. <laughs> no, gentrified. Suburbanized. Drencher- Suburbanized. That's yeah, I was going to say gentrified yeah. is when it's full of, like, people of color and then white people move Yeah, in. yeah. okay. Suburbanized. Like before we built houses for right, everybody exactly. to live in. It was right. like, oh, we have to drive all when the way the country. there. So you're out in the country, you take a picture. Dude, yeah, it, it was just a lot of fun. So yeah. I have a lot of memories of growing up, of visiting him at field day, because they would go to, like, Miami Whitewater. Uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't right. far. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just around here. So he was, like, big in the ham radio yeah, community. he was. And CB so radio? part of that, CB radio, he kind of got out of after. So is CB and ham the same thing? or is CB and no. ham are different. So CB is, when you think of, like, truck drivers. Right. I think of CB truck that's drivers. That's CB. Uh-huh. So it's a, a limited frequency. So mm-hmm. it's within range. Right. Uh, Oh, okay. when you think of ham, they do frequencies, but you can do internationally. So it's more like a radio. It's more like a podcast. It's like AM, right? Because yeah, AM exactly. goes super okay. far. So you, like you listen to 900 AM. 700 WLW. Exactly. Right. Yes. Right. That, that is bigger. a radio frequency. And right. anybody can get that if they tune in around right. the world. Okay. So it's the same kind of thing. It's regulated. So you have to have a license to broadcast on it. However. Your dad um, had to have a license to broadcast? Oh yeah. yeah. My dad How much had was a, that? I know um, you just have to city, pass the test. It's, it's like 20 bucks. So I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting one. So my dad passed in March. I'm uh-huh. getting his call sign. I just found out yesterday. Usually you have to wait two years. This but because I'm immediate family, uh-huh. I can get his call sign immediately. So what's his call sign? So you're going to be his Mr. call Captain sign. Fantastic? No, that was a CB call sign. Okay. KB8 JBK. Kilowatt Bravo 8 Juliet Victor Kilo. It's the same thing I heard bleed through my speakers my entire childhood, teenagehood, everything. <laughs> nice. um, so wh- part of that was with the ham radio, they also do weather uh-huh. alerts. And they feed into the weather channel. So my dad used to watch storms. It's how I grew to love storms. Really? So you're fascinated by storms? I am. We'll save that for the growing up part of the podcast. <laughs> when we used to go on vacation, we used to go to a place called Indian Lake. It's right outside of Columbus. We used to have our family reunion there. Big ass lake. Freaking love in the middle, Indian Lake. In yes. In the middle, nobody got knows the, about it. It's awesome. That's all we did. Yes. Every year we had the Sanders oh, family reunion. Believe me, everybody knows about Indian Lake. Has <laughs> tried to book a fucking uh, campsite there. <laughs> Dude, yeah. yeah. In we the middle, you got the arcade like unit. Then three years ago. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Best. I love Indian Lake. So we grew up there, and I r- vividly remember the one year we were out there, and there was a funnel cloud in the sky. What? And my dad was, like, reporting in, like, there's a funnel cloud. I'm reporting, blah, 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 all the stats and everything. Hold on a minute. We're skimming over that. Your dad could take his radio on the road? Yeah. You have handhelds, and you have in-car radios. For the ham? Oh, yeah. Did not know that. Okay. Yeah. So he also worked a lot of the races, like and parades. So, uh, so he would go pig, to a parade. 
Yes. So your dad was basically a radio personality on ham radio. Almost so would, like, it seems like so more it's like, like a the, reporter. The, yes, exactly. Like, like a reporter. Hey, uh, we just saw the uh, Oak Hills band pass by us. Go ahead and release this next group. Or I'm at the Flying Pig. Hey, we've got somebody that just passed out. We need a medic here, ASAP. Here's where I'm located. Um, so he was, for those events, he was like a coordinator or someone who was and people would listen to your dad and then call whoever in. was on the ham radio so your dad was like a podcaster kind of kind of but a live podcaster. within a within a select group yes that's so dope some people so, might know that so i'm throwing that out there <laughs> yeah. to try and get everybody informed because i'm curious yeah. i'm very curious Go ahead. so one time we were at coney island for his work picnic and it started getting stormy and so they're like we're gonna shut down we're gonna go home so we're driving home and all of a sudden he pulls over to the emergency lane and parks and we look to our left hand side and in the field there's a tornado what so we're freaking out my mom um i'm probably 12 or 13 at this time because my i definitely had my youngest brother so my two younger brothers, me and my mom, are like, we need to go, we need to Did go, we need to go. Like and he's an like, "Actual funnel a- cloud? No, it was a tornado, like on the ground, spinning in the field by Coney Island. Yes. What? Yes. Holy so shit. we're like, we need to go, and he's like, "This is KBA just on Sony and I see a tornado here. I'm like, we need to go, we need to go." And he had to report it in because that was that was his thing. He had to tell the Weather Channel that there is a tornado, and of course, we had to stop for that. So that's yes. crazy. So it was funny. So the day of his of his funeral, it stormed, mm. and then my brother, who lives in California, have you ever been to a funeral where it wasn't storming? My mom's did not. Your mom's did. Yeah, I've been to a few. My grandpa's was. Yeah. Is it hard for you to talk? So it was on our list of things not to talk about. Yeah, like I didn't like, want to get into it. But like, like, is, no. is it like um, so? So you and I both suffered loss of yes. like a parent. Yeah, I have not. Right? Is it, is it difficult? You may. Well, he will eventually. Right? There. Everyone will. Yeah. 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 Shout out to my dad still smoking. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> but is it uh, yeah. like right. for me? It's like super difficult. Like, even just listening to, to you it. talk about your dad. I like that you're talking about it right. for the record because you seem like you see the good side in it. Like, you know that your time was spent, but like, yeah, man, well, these memories. Yeah, but like, awesome. I, I feel it's, like the same thing. Hard. It's like, like, I'm listening to her talk and like, for me, like, Uh-oh. even now talking Uh-oh. about it, like, I can see it makes me want to cry. Oh, we're all going to cry. Well, no, because I just remember like Allie's first day back to work. Oh, that was hard. And like, she Ooh. was in a meeting. Get she had a talk and like, yeah, she started to cry and I did everything I could to like, not look at her because mm. I am a sympathy crier, yeah. but also like, I know what it's like to lose a parent and yeah. like, just hearing her talk about it made me like, it's like stopping me from holding back tears. Right. Just listen to her talk about her dad because like no matter how good of a relationship or not you have with your parent like when you lose someone that was 
like is the reason that you're here like there's just a hole in your heart yeah like i can't explain it but you just feel like the wind blow through you yeah so So anybody out there who's lost a parent you're gonna know how we feel i haven't yet yeah so like i've dealt with my dad i know what i'm going through i took pictures of him in the hospital in his worst place so that i can text him at times to remind him where he was so that he will stop smoking however when you got somebody who's an addict it's hard because they have to stop yeah i can't stop my dad from smoking he has to stop and he knows i care about him and my cousin who lost his dad um uh a couple months ago to um fatty liver liver and he lost his sister to an overdose on heroin um oh fuck here i go uh like when you hear him talk about his dad it's like he told me you got to make the time yeah so like instead of me waiting for my dad to move i gotta move yeah so i gotta take the time i gotta go golfing with my dad i gotta make these arrangements because He's not going to do it. Right. And my time is limited. And well, I know and that's that where because I'm I know like, he's still smoking. And my well, mom's telling me, your yeah. dad's still and, smoking. And that's the thing with Allie because I think just like a few days before her dad actually passed of like What did a your dad attack. pass away of? He passed he away He had of a him. massive cardiac arrest. Was this something in your family no. like before? So, so they had a, um, what is it called when you have like a bubble in your vein? It's a uh, blood clot. Not blood clot. Not a blood clot? Okay. It's just like an aneurysm. Aneurysm. Thank you. Aneurysm. Okay. Um, So they have a genetic aneurysm on the male side of my family. And that's actually what my grandfather, my dad's dad, passed away from really Uh early. I'm going to brighten the mood here right now because I'm feeling a little buzzed. So just for the record, I've had four of these beers and I'm really feeling it. <laughs> well, we both drank these and this we is We drank three the beatbox and now I'm on to this. You're a little light on the beer, Jade. Do you want to? Is... Oh, we got you these. Dade got you these. Thanks. Yeah. Gage. Gage. Gage got so you these. So my dad would get checked and my brothers do too. Would get checked for this aneurysm every uh-huh. year. How and do you know though? I feel like an aneurysm is something that just pops up. So my, so my grandfather passed away from it and his father did too. Mm-hmm. And so when the doctors came in after my grandfather passed away, they said, this is genetic. This is not something that was just sudden. You need to get checked every few years. And so my dad would go every few years. My brothers uh-huh. do too. Right. So he was fine. My dad was like a hypochondriac, not not crazy hypochondriac, but if he yeah. was sick, he went to the doctor. Okay. Like I'm That's like, good. I have a cold, I'll be fine. They're just gonna tell <laughs> me like to me. drink fluids uh-huh. and right. rest. I'm not gonna waste the thirty dollars. There's co-pay. no antibiotic for a cold. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I'm not gonna waste my my time and my, my money. Money. That's my the dad main was thing. like, I have a scratchy like, throat. I gotta we got go to this the doctor. copay here for a hundred dollars <laughs> now. Yeah, I need you to come back in two weeks and pay the other hundred. <laughs> so my dad had talked about. Um, there were a couple nights where he would wake up and his heart was racing. Mm. So he went to the doctor. He got referred to a cardiologist. Like mid sleep. Yeah. Wow. So they went in and they were like, you know, it's you're fine. It's okay. Mm-hmm. His sister had the same thing. Um. So as healthy as a person could be he played softball he played racquetball he i mean he drank but he was still watching what he ate his cholesterol was high which is a genetic thing i also got he was on medication for it so he was conscious of what he was putting into his body but then he also exercised and was like super active so um on march 9th he was replacing the overhead microwave in my parents kitchen 
which super annoyed my mom because she was like, there's nothing wrong with this microwave. Why are you replacing it? So he got one. It didn't fit. He took it out and he put it back in the car to take back to Home Depot. Um, and he came back in and he was standing in the kitchen and my mom remembers like he just didn't look right. And he was just like, oh God. And he grabbed his chest and dropped to his knees and then dropped on the floor. And my youngest brother was living with my parents at the time. So, um, he helped my mom roll him over and try to give him CPR. The paramedics came, um, they shocked him a bunch of times, got him in the ambulance, when I got to the hospital, because my brother like Facebook messaged me, I'm in the kitchen, like actually making my dad's favorite pie. What was his favorite pie? It was a chocolate whipped pie. Oh <laughs> shit. Is it like a mousse? Yeah. Like a chocolate mousse pie? Yeah. Fuck, who doesn't love that? We all do. So I'm rocking out actually to all time low. <laughs> oh, here we go. Going back to the top five. And my brother texted me and said, dad just collapsed. And I just remember saying like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And Nick came in and he's like, what? And I said, my, Jonathan just said my dad collapsed. So I had, Nick called my brother. My brother said, we're taking him to the hospital. So we went to the hospital and I just remember like thinking like, okay, like even if he had a heart attack, like we'll just change his diet. We'll, he's at the hospital. We're he's at fine. the hospital. Yeah, yeah in we're good. good. Like, we're in good hands. Exactly. Yeah. And the doctor yeah. came in. I'm sitting in the little family room with my mom. And the doctor came in. She said, well, it's been 45 minutes and we haven't gotten a heartbeat back. Um, the machines are living for him. So you'll just need to tell us He's when, on you, life support, when you want the machines to turn off. And I was like, I looked at my what? mom and I said, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, what do you say? What do you say? I don't. I don't want him to come off, but it's like. Like you I've seen the shows, machine. can't you just like crack him open and like do yeah. a heart massage? Like there's got to be more that you can do. And I remember walking out and calling my brother who lives in California. Yeah. And I said, "You have to come home." Yeah. And he said, "Is this like a um, he needs help and mom's going to need help around the house, or is no. this like I'm coming to say goodbye?" And I said, "It's too late to say goodbye." Right. Oh, Jesus. That I'm was sorry, the hardest Allie. call. This is why we didn't want to talk about it, Allie. But, it, it, I mean, it I know. happens. It happens. This is the thing. And so I'll say, so my parents had a really hard marriage for 14 years. Mm-hmm. My dad moved out multiple times. Right. There was a point where I told my dad that he would never be my father. And um, I know it's, like, controversial, controversial to talk about, but, like, faith is really important to me. Yeah. My dad found a relationship with God and... It's, it's not controversial. It's whatever you believe. For some people, it is. Well, some people don't believe. It, it I, depends. But on, I, I think the thing is, though, is that like, sorry, I'm crying for everyone. No, I, man. <laughs> look, this is we've got to a sad moment. But so I, if you're listening, I'm sorry. If you're though, crying, is that whether or not you're religious, like you have to let people believe what they believe. Yeah, right? that's like, how it is. You can't be condescending Respect to people. Everybody. You can't for what they believe because there's stuff that you believe that you would want and them to support And if you're offended you. by what other people believe, then honestly, to me, that means that you're not confident in what you believe. Have like, an open mind. Yes. That's how I live my life. Exactly. Okay? Like, I, I know that people if we don't have believe different views, exactly like I do, that's and that's it. okay. Like, I can I'm have not, a conversation with I'm anybody. I'm not going to be offended. Yeah, Like, this is exactly. for me. I'm right. not saying that, the, right. like, right. whatever. But Just because yeah. it doesn't work for you doesn't mean that exactly. you should force on what Honestly, you believe. Honestly, when I talk to people who have different views from me, I learn things. I Exactly. Right. And I that's what too. life's about, right? Yes. Learning. 
Yes, so. and it may be like I, re- I learn more of why I'm more confident in my faith than yours, or yeah. it makes me question something in my faith mm. that I may not have questioned before. I'm sorry, I might have turned this no, away, that's okay. but you're talking about faith. So my dad found a relationship with God, and it uh-huh. completely changed who he was. Okay. Um, so... It does a lot of people though, doesn't it? It does. Um, So when I came, I had to move home. I was kicked out from my dorms because I was smoking weed. (laughs) You bad girl, don't smoke the weed. I know. So I I remember coming home and I was so... I was so afraid because I was like, my parents are going to kill me. And I remember them sitting me down. Why? Because... My dad would lose his shit. Wait, like, hold on. I got to back up. You yeah. got kicked out of your dorm? I, yes. For smoking weed? Correct. Because weed is illegal. Yes. Just saying. So and you got kicked out of your dorm? Yes. But you didn't they get let kicked me out stay of college? The, correct. They okay. let me stay at the college. So you didn't have a place to live. Correct. You had a place to go to school. I had to move back home. And so my parents before, like my dad was... He had a really, really short fuse. He okay. would throw things. He yeah. was a screamer. My mom was very um she would harbor judges mm-hmm. um like she would just hold a grudge very well yeah. and i remember one time in high school i came home when i lied to her about where, where i was and her eyes like literally were popped out of their sockets scariest thing i've ever seen in my life really so i'm imagining like those this. videos on instagram that you see where like, yes oing, 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 oing. and so i'm like well if that was i mean that was a minor thing i lied about going to a late movie with my friends and who was driving me home like i can't even imagine what they're going to be like for this and they had been through so much counseling together um that they were completely different they're like hey you know like we experimented like you there's consequences for your actions here's what it's going to be like and so they were so welcoming and loving and i remember my dad sitting me down a few months later and saying like here are the things that i see you're doing and how you're living your life and i think it's because i did this I think it's because when I left the family, you didn't have this role model. And so he took responsibility for so much. That's fucking awesome. And I went from, you're never going to be my father, to my dad was one of my best friends. My parents were my best friends. It takes us being old. To realize yes, that. It really does. It, does. it really does. I tell I'm my like, kids that Especially all the time. now being a parent, I'm Not like, I, I feel them, like you are yeah. a lot easier on me than I am on my kids sometimes. Like, yeah. <laughs> you have a lot more patience. I realize like a lot of shit that I put my parents through. Like yes. there was one Christmas, I was very fucking petty. So yeah. for me to call my mom petty, like, yeah, I was petty too. To wrap up what I was saying is, <laughs> yeah, my dad and I ended up having a fantastic relationship. Yeah. We're eating pretzels. So if you hear them, we fucking are. deal with it. Um, so we had a lot in common and we had a lot of fun. Like my dad would tailgate and go to the UC games. He had season tickets. Like he was just, he was goofy and over the top. And so when I think about him, it's hard. Like, I don't know if it's, I don't cry as much now because it hasn't sunk in that he's not like, it's real. Like he's not Mm -hmm. here. But he was just so larger than life. And I think he you found lived, a way to deal with it. He you lived know? his life to the fullest. That's and it. I, I think that's what I look at is. That's what you're trying to do. That's now. what I'm going to do. Yeah, like, that's what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. If you know what? If my toilet has a ring around it, but I'm out having fun with my kids. Who gives I a shit? Don't I'm care. with you. We're like, and that. you know what? If you come over my house and that's how it is, I will always have drinks and I will feed you because I freaking love to cook. And if you go take a shit in my bathroom, it might but have a ring around a, a bitch. And so you know whatever. what? You can judge me when you leave and you it. don't have to come back. 
That's yeah. how I, so it's, it put a lot in perspective for me. Yeah. Um, I think about my house a lot. Like yeah. I think about, like I see my neighbors outside and they spend a lot of time in it. And I'm like, you're wasting time on a yard that nobody gives a fuck about, dude. Yeah. Like go out and live life. Like we're doing yeah. this, uh, this NHL rink tour. Yes. The, we call it the bucket list rink tour where we're going that around. That looks so cool. So, so this so. year we're going to like St. Louis because we yeah. want to see the raising of the banner. They want the Stanley Cup. Yep. We're going to hit up Detroit. I don't know. Two stops. Maybe we'll do three. I don't know. But it's like, I don't care about my house. Yep. I'm going to so go. So after I heard that out. you guys were doing that, so there's, you, there's a lot of people or a lot of things. So I have a map for Cincinnati mm -hmm. that has the local breweries. And then Aww. once you go, you put a sticker on. Mm -hmm. So I was looking because for um, baseball stadiums, they have them too, where you like scratch right. off. Yep. So I totally looked for an NHL one for you guys, but they don't make one. <laughs> are, you a, are you a baseball fan? Um, I like going to the games, but I'm not like, I don't know any of the stats or right. players or like, I could care less. What it's do you the like? Atmosphere. What do you like? about? Oh, okay. The atmosphere. Yeah. Is it the drinking? Like, do you go around like the stadiums? Like, do you enjoy walking around the I stadiums? I like walking around. I Seeing like what's got to, all what's the like, there? the, da -da -da -da, hey, charge and all, all the that chats? stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. The, the so chance, Allie, the have you been to a hockey game? I love hockey. Okay. So. Um, oh, yeah. A week after my dad died, we had tickets to the hockey game. Cyclones? Cyclones, because Hell we yeah. went every year. Um, and we went for that, too. And we who? ended up winning a t-shirt. It was who, who went? Your dad? Like, it you was, and your dad won every year? Well, yeah, my dad and my whole, my whole family. Oh, yeah. So when I got married, I started taking Nick and the kids. Mm-hmm. And so after he passed, I offered, my mom didn't want to go. Okay. Um, so I offered the tickets to my in-laws. So it was my in-laws, the kids, me, and Nick. And Nick ended up winning a shirt. Like oh, they, yeah? They, yeah, like, when they shoot the cannon? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, that's cool, though, because you pay <laughs> and then you get a free ticket. We loved it. Yeah. And I remember we would go to the Cyclones back when they were at free the gardens shirt. growing up. Mm -hmm. And then they were the Ducks. Yeah. Um, that, well... So, and they had the cyclone like sign had, where two Dave, you Dave's, had to. Dave's gonna correct you. Oh, okay. oh yeah, this is hockey, Dave coming out. <laughs> we had two teams at that moment. Did you know okay. we had? I didn't. Well, so the Cyclones used to play at the Gardens, which was yes. a great hockey environment. It was. That's where it everybody was. They played. had the Cyclone. You had to be as loud as you could to fill up. And that's up where the everybody. The swords. My played. dad would like when they did like we're gonna beat the. My mom would always give them this look like don't you say shit. <laughs> Beat the shit, shit out, out of you. you. <laughs> you. <laughs> no, Civ. They would say Civ because they called the other goalie a Civ because a Civ <laughs> is like a strainer that pucks Right, that never through. stops anything. Right. right. Yeah, so, I just remember Civ. my mom being Civ. like, don't Civ. you yeah. say it, don't you say yeah, it with these it. kids around. Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> like you ain't heard that before. Let me play some of the music my kids listen to. We're so worried about what we say around our kids nowadays. Right. It's like, I think on. the thing, though, with uh, like with my mom passing away, like I feel like... Um, all you do at first is like, just think of everything you should have did. Like it's yes. a lot of, uh, like, uh, regret. Like mm -hmm. I should have did this. I should have did that. I should have did that. Like my mom's hugs, um, were always like a little too long. <laughs> right. Because like when I moved away, she like, we didn't really see her that much, maybe once or twice a year. So it's like, whenever she hugged me, it was always just a smidge too long. Which you is know? good for your mom because it made her feel good. Mm -hmm. No, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it didn't. I'm just saying like. You don't think about the, that until she's gone. At the time, you're exactly. like, oh, yeah. let go. You know, you're yeah. like. Yeah. You and know, now like, you're try like, to get I away. wish it would have been longer. Yeah. And now you're like. Uh, 
Can I, I have w- one right now, please? Yeah, like yeah. one, yeah. two little long yeah. hug. You know, yeah. like, and I feel like the first year or two is just full of, I should have did this. Like, my mom passed away from lung cancer, yeah. um, from smoking. Dad, um, if you're listening, Dad, uh, stop smoking. Like, for my mom, like like you were like saying, necklace, uh, your mom and dad. Sidetrack. Yeah. <laughs> That's your, drunk, Dave. <laughs> your mom and dad, you said your mom and dad's uh, relationship was kind of tumultuous, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so was my mom and dad's. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's what I knew. Um, so it's like, and we had the same thing. Like, you know, when things are happening, you kind of, like you said, like you and you, you said that your dad would never be your dad. Like, they talk about how, like, uh, when you have problems with, like, your mom, like, girls get mad, but mm-hmm. um, boys get heartbroken. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I think that was definitely true for my mom. Um, like, uh, a lot of the things like that happened and that I seen, like I blamed her for because Mm -hmm. I'm like, as a mom, like your job is to like protect your kids or take care of your kids. And like, it didn't happen. And you you expect your mom to do things that. Right. And that's how I thought about my mom too. But I think when she would let my dad back in, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so weak. Yeah. Actually, she was stronger than I ever realized. But when you think about it, men are stronger than women. So it's like. like, I think the thing is, too, is that, like, you can really get a perspective. Yes, you can. You know, like, uh, when you can, you can, like, finally understand, like, Mm -hmm. well, like, uh, for instance, just say, like, uh, an abused wife and and an abuser husband, right? You can be like, well, like, why didn't she just leave? But then, or, like, why didn't she, like, stick up when something happened and he would, you know, like, he would go after their kids or yeah. whatever. And then you would just be like, oh, um, probably because she was afraid, too. Yeah. You know, when you see, like, an abused wife and You don't abuse realize husband. it until you're actually married. Or even as an too. adult, you know, because yeah, as a kid. You grow up and you're like, oh, things are not as easy as I thought they or were. Or even, like, as an adult and you see other people and you're just like, oh. She'll walk away. Well, <laughs> like then, but then when you hear when he's like, well, they'll say like, well, he said that if I leave, he would kill me. Well, he's already beat the shit out of me. So why wouldn't he kill me? Right. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, it helps you to get a perspective. But I feel yeah. like, like the first year after your parent passes away, it's just full of like, I should have did this and yeah. I could have did this and I didn't. Um, and, and I'm I, trying, I guess I'm trying to focus on the things that we did get. So like the positive I, we did move back to the West side. So we were literally 10 minutes away from them and they got to come over and watch the kids and do grill outs and just like random dinner nights. Whereas if we had stayed in blue ash, we never would have. And then my dad won a trip from his work to Disney, Disney world last year. And they invited us. So we got to go and spend an entire week with them doing disney with the grandkids and with your dad your dad was alive my mom and my dad that's fucking great yeah wow with your kids with my kids wow yeah and my dad loved being a grandpa oh my gosh like my son still talks about him i think i think parents like when they grow up and they i think sometimes parents think like we didn't do a good job yeah, and so they look like to their do-over. grandparents. Well, and they don't. Exactly. <laughs> they don't That's have to fan, face it's the consequences do-over. of, hey, I gave your kid it's a, a ton of chocolate. I know a lot yeah. of parents do that. They yes. feel like it's a do-over. Like, but, okay, but now I, I also can think, my... as a parent, as your kid, you have to realize that, like, maybe just because your parents <clears throat> weren't the greatest parents to you, doesn't mean they can't be great right. grandparents. grandparents. Yeah. yeah, and be able to deal right. with that. Yeah, right. you know, like, um, 
just for my mom, like, um, like a lot of me, um, I think it's been hard for me, even though she's been gone for like seven years is because like we live so far away, Mm -hmm. you know? So it is, and we, you know, we didn't talk a ton, so it's almost like, uh, she's going to call me any second, right? you know, because she's not really gone or like I even went through probably like after the first couple years, I went through like a whole stint of like, she's not really dead. Like this yeah. is like well, some I, kind I of still like go to text my dad all the time. Like yeah. if I see something crazy that we would relate to or like, Oh, Ryan guys is having this event. I'm like, I go to share it to him and it's like, Oh, I, I can't do that anymore. Well, like for me, I went through like this whole conspiracy theory thing. Like my mom's not really dead. Yeah. Like she faked her own death so that <laughs> she could do this. Like it was just the weirdest shit like my mm-hmm. brain went through, you know, and, and it's, I think it's because there was such a distance between us. Like I honestly just thought it like, I feel like even, so it's funny that we're talking about this because today when I was carrying the stuff from my car to the back, like my mom used to always call me fraggle when I was a kid growing <laughs> up. And I was walking around the side of my house and I heard someone say fraggle and it was a lady. And I like, <laughs> like, I was like, so like for me, I don't believe in ghosts. Um, shout out to Fraggle Rock. Yeah, shout out to Fraggle Rock. <laughs> That's where that I was came my from. Do you believe in, in signs that they're still around? Oh yeah. So. Wow. Well, I mean, people are different. So I'm just oh, curious because so I like, do, like, I feel like I've, I've heard from my dad specifically in different ways. So my, my boys think they see my grandfather who mm-hmm. passed away. And they also said that they seen my mom after they she passed yeah. away. But like, for me, like I'm not religious. Like I tried to be, um, but really, like, losing my mom, like, uh, I feel like the the connection that you could potentially have to, like, God yeah, is, like, gone when you lose your mom. Yeah. Because she's, like, you know, when you talk about, like. Why would you take her away? Not just that, like, but, like, the whole thing, like, of, like, God sent your soul to your mom. Yeah. And she carried you, and she is, like, your connection to God, right? Yeah. So I feel like since I lost my mom, it's been way easier to not be religious at all. And I kind of get that because I even told my mom after my dad passed, like, it was so, and it still is, it's so hard right, to lose him. I don't know if I would have made it through losing her. It is... The, the connection that we have and what we've been through together, like, you're right. I, I, like, I still can't make sense of my dad. And for me, my faith is when I get to heaven, you better have some explaining to do because I don't know what the fuck you're doing. This right. makes absolute zero sense. I can think of a thousand other people who should have died right. besides my you. dad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Why? I don't, I don't get it. I don't think he was done. I think he had a lot more left to do. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I think the thing for me. If it was my mom, like I, I, I'm out. Well, like my mom had such a hard life growing up. Like not just as she, she had us and forward, but like. Pre, pre life. Her growing up, like, right. Like, uh, like she grew up in abusive, uh, family. Like she got the shit, shit, but it, you know, be out of her by like my grandpa. West Virginia, right? She grew Um, up in West Virginia. Yeah, but then they moved to Michigan. Um, you know, just like, you know, I don't know who listens to this. She but had a knows? hard life. She had a hard life. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say she and had like, a hard life. And like, honestly, we always felt like, or at least I did, and my brothers and sisters of I have talked about this, but like, 
if anybody would die from lung cancer because of cigarettes, it would be my mom, mm-hmm. right? Because that's how fucked up her life would be. So it's kind of like, you know, if something was going to happen to my mom, it would fucking be that. So we always, as kids, would ride her to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. But like, smoking was the thing that helped her get through life you know so yes. it's like and i see it with dave's dad now where he won't quit smoking yeah. like smoking is very hard to quit it is it and is. she ended up she getting lung cancer and like she still wouldn't even tell us that she, she was would gonna be on die. an oxygen tank still smoking mm-hmm. at but, our house but, i remember at our apartment but, yep. but yeah. she would say like she wouldn't even um like she wouldn't like she they ended her chemotherapy and um she didn't even she rang the bell, but she didn't tell us because she was going to die. Yeah. You know, like, they ended chemo because she, there was, she had um, small cell. Yeah. Um, mm. Which is, the it's like, there's no stage for it because if you have small cell lung yeah. cancer, like, you're going to die. You're, like, terminal. So when they ended her chemotherapy, it was essentially because there was nothing they could do for her and she was going to die. Yeah. It's, it, it, I but, felt but, like it was basically ring the bell. Because she was done. nobody else knows you're dying, but yeah. you... And ring the, it was just. So she didn't tell yeah. us. So right? it was a weird thing because you don't know what's coming. You think she beat it because when you ring the bell for cancer, that's when it's over. It's right. normally because you're done with chemo. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're, you're fine. But like she wasn't. And um, I actually was on a work trip. Yeah. So. In um, Atlanta. In, in Atlanta. So every time I, like, I honestly try not to fly through Atlanta. Oh, so when shit. you were talking about flying home, you're, I was like, go through I Houston. <laughs> I was like, go through Houston because like. For me, Houston is just such a better spot than Atlanta because um, when I was flying home, I actually uh, flew home a day after KZ did because she was scared to fly. So she couldn't fly by herself. So she flew with our boss and um, my mom ended up dying the next day. Um, But like, uh, so that Friday she had surgery and I talked to her before she went into surgery and she's kind of out of it. Um, but my brother and sister had texted me the day before about how much better she was doing. Like she was, um, taking bags of fat cause she hadn't been able to eat right. and, um, all this stuff. And then, um, so I thought she was doing better, you know? And then, uh, Saturday I was flying home and I landed in Atlanta and my phone was ringing and it was my brother-in-law, Ryan. And, uh, he said, you know, where are you at? And I said, I'm in Atlanta. And, um, he said, you need to come to Michigan like as soon as possible and um I said okay and I was talking to them about redirecting my flight um to Michigan and um Dave called me to tell me that my mom had passed away and like that moment actually changed my life forever um like uh you know how like you kind of are judgy when you see like a girl crying somewhere um, but like for me, I just started crying. Like I couldn't stop, and I cried in Atlanta, and I cried all the way home. And like, I'm sure probably someone just thought I was having like boyfriend troubles. Yeah, that's what everybody thinks. Ah, <laughs> you know? oh, she's fighting with her boyfriend. So like for me, like since then, like it's just changed my perspective yeah. on everything. Like people crying. Whenever yes. I see someone crying. Or in a what bad are they mood going or through? short. What are they anything. going through? Yeah. Like, yeah. for me, I automatically assume that their mom died. Yeah. Like, yeah. always. Um, before, I used to drive past people. Um, I still think it's drama, but I haven't lost it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't at all. I and don't like, either. Whenever, um, 
like before, like people driving with, um, because they're going to funerals never impacted me before. Um, but now whenever there's a funeral, I automatically think the mom died. Like I just, I can't stop thinking of that. And like, I stop and like, that's all I think of. And it like breaks my heart because it's like, I just remember us in the limo going to my mom's (laughs) funeral and like, just like even being at her funeral, I just remember staring at her and then going and standing up next to her because like, I thought she was going to get back up. Not yeah. just that, but like I didn't want her to be alone. Yeah. yeah. Like I know she wasn't there anymore, but I was just like, no one's with her right now. Right. right. You know, and then like when I wouldn't stand by her, like then I started looking around at like all the people that were there, <laughs> you know, and like. She kind of had a tumultuous relationship with, like, my grandma, her mother-in-law. Yeah. And, like, I started laughing at one point during the funeral because I was standing next to my mom and I was looking at my grandma and my grandma was crying. And my mom and her had, like, such a tumultuous relationship that my mom said to me, I guarantee that that bitch, that fat bitch will die after me <laughs> just so I can never have a day alone with your dad. That's what she said to me. <laughs> And Should we edit this out? No. Well, my grandma's dead. My grandma's dead, so she can't get upset. So, like, it was funny because I was standing next to my mom, and I was looking at my grandma sitting on this couch crying. And I was like, she's right. She was right. My grandma outlived her. Like, my grandma got breast cancer yeah. and beat it. Oh my and then my mom got lung cancer and passed away from it. Um, and then my grandma was at her funeral and then my grandma ended up getting bone cancer and then passed away from bone cancer. But like, I just started busting out (laughs) laughing at my mom's funeral, just thinking about my mom because my mom was just having one of those days with her. And she was like, I guarantee that fat bitch will outlive me just so I cannot have one day alone with your dad. And, you know, at the time I was just like, you're so bitter, you know, kind of thing, you know, but then like, I was like. I just started laughing because I was like, she did it. <laughs> she did it. She outlived you. And you literally never had one day alone it. with my dad. Yeah. It's like you totally knew that she was doing it. You know, my dad would be like, oh, yeah, your mom and your grandma, they got so close while your mom was going through cancer. She would go and meet with the ladies and they would drink coffee and stuff. And like, I totally believe that, whatever. But it's like, I just remembered my mom saying that one day and it just popped in my Stop brain. It. You are not tired. I'm not. You didn't it's, have to work no. today. It's Saturday. It's the alcohol. It's the all sun. Right. I blame the heat. Oh, now it's the it's sun. It's not just you that. You're like a out. mom. Like all week, Friday, I'm so excited to go to bed because I'm like Saturday morning. I'm just going to sleep in. So I like slept my- until 930 today. So did I. We- I woke up and I'm like, this is the best wake up I've ever had. I got up at eight. <laughs> called in sick to work. And I came downstairs and watched fucking golf until I fell back asleep till 10. Dude, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up at like 8.03 and I like felt next to me and he was gone. And I yes. was like, holy shit, he went to work today because yesterday he called off and I was like, you're not going to work tomorrow. And he's like, no, I'm going. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then I woke up at 8.03 and he was gone. I was like, oh, he went. And then I went back to sleep and then I woke up at like 9.30 and then I heard him talking to, to Dave. Well, I heard Dave talking to someone. I'm like, who's Dave talking to? That sounds like Dave. I was like, he must be talking to Gage. Then I was like, wait, that is Dave. I was like, he didn't go. And then Dave came in the room. I was like, win the bet. I knew you weren't going. I wasn't no bet. 
And then he's like, there's no bet. What did you bet? I'm like, I said, I bet that you're not going to work tomorrow. Nick gets up super early every day. So he was up at like five o'clock in the morning. But I did the same thing. I woke up at one point and I was like, there's no one else in the bed. So then you do like that starfish thing yeah. where it's like, what? The whole bed is mine. I, what? I yes. Just, I just move into the middle of the bed. What? Yes. I'm like, it's for me. Yes. That this is, is the, what happens when we That leave. is yeah. the best point of any day when your husband best gets sleep. up. Before Stop. you, you starfish the fuck out in Why? your Why bed. Why do you need so much room? It's, it's just freedom. <laughs> yes, it is. That's bullshit. Because Nick always ends up coming into my side of the bed. He always says like, "Oh, well, it's because you stole the the blankets." And I'm like, "Oh no, that's because you want some." That already happened. Oh, not twice. He knows not to wake me up in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, for that. Can. No, but that. Because I'm not nice, and you're not going to get it. So You're not what? I'm not nice. Oh, you're not nice. If you wait, I don't want to be woken up unless I have to be woken up. Do you ever do it when you don't want to do it? Yes. What's that like? I'm curious to find out, because I want to know. Do you ever talk about your feelings when you don't want to talk about your feelings? Do you ever do something that you know would mean a lot to your wife when you don't think, when you don't want to? Yes. Okay, same thing. That's what it is. Same okay. thing. Because we have different needs. Mm-hmm. What, so, are your, what are women's needs? For me, it's Let's acts of service. Up. So oh, do chores around the house. Five languages of love. If exactly. you haven't read that book, you should read it. However, I have not yet. But Yeah, you don't. I mean, it is. Because <laughs> I'm not a reader. So Nick is um, words of affirmation and quality time. So you're acts of service? I'm is acts that, of service. So if he does stuff for if you. If he puts his dishes in the dishwasher, you're getting laid. Nick, if you're Dave's, listening to Dave's this. Dave's our presents. Dave's li- Dave likes presents. I like gifts. Your I gifts. Like, yeah, I just bought That's what my mother-in-law like is. Grand. She's she's gifts. Uh, by the 100%. way, I'm a little toasty right now, so if it sounds like it on the podcast. You can't tell. I, I don't I'm, think you're, I don't At least think I can't tell. tell. Okay, well, I'm just putting it out there, so if I'm slurring speech, We're having a really great time. No, yeah, we are in one right now. Yeah. We are in one. Mine is quality time quality time yeah what, so let me ask so quality time is my second and it's nick's second but our quality time quality time looks very different from each other What's so what does your quality time look like so my quality time would be like i'm good with sitting on the couch next to each other like watching tv we do that. like i'm fine with that like jersey I'd, shore let's like, go like you me, watching that no, I don't. You're not a Jersey Shore. Like for me, I like, watch like Ghost Adventures and oh, Ghost Brothers. Oh, I was we just got into a whole wife. conversation last <laughs> night about it. I'm like, you think this shit's real? I am a sucker for Bachelorette, though. Bachelor and Bachelorette. Oh, I don't watch. I love all. the drama. Yeah. Oh my, especially when guys cry. <laughs> you are a. You are. Yeah, bad. bring it. Sam. You it's want hol- men to cry? Well, within like That's five demeaning. seconds of meeting her, you literally introduced oh, yourself you. and they're like, I thought this was going to be the one. And I'm like, you just fucking matter. <laughs> That's fucking great. Dude, but like my whole demeanor in life is like that. Like Dave always, all the time, he'll be like, I love you. I'm like, I love you too. And then I'm like, I said it first. I'm like, I know. You know, like, like I know you said it first. But like when he told me he loved me, it was like, uh, three days after we like spent our first quality time together and he goes, I love you. I was like, me too. Like, I didn't know what to say, you know? And like, now that we've been married for like 20 years, he brings up, I was like, I'll shut up first. I'm like, I know. But like, for me at the time I was like, he's trying to get some ass. Nope. <laughs> Listen, 
We talk about it all the time. We do talk about it all the time. I actually. think Nick was the first one to say it to me too, but I hinted at it so much that love at I, first sight is a real thing. Yeah. When I went to CJ, we just AOL instant messenger. We're eating pretzels, so <laughs> ASL. If you hear me chewing. You know why? But um, <laughs> we were on AOL instant messenger. Yes. And it was like a blind date. She sent me pictures, and I was like, okay, we'll try it out. That was a rapper. I wanted to live the life of a rapper. So I I went to Detroit on a blind date. She wanted to scrum. We played. No, no, we played laser tag. (laughs) And we played for like three hours. It was one of those passes where you could buy and play forever. And it was like the greatest time of my life. And then I took him to a smorgasbord restaurant. And then she took me to an all you can eat buffet. Hello. Fat guy, buffet. After you play laser tag, this is the greatest thing ever. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you're laughing. That's how it came out. No, but it's I fun, love right? you. And I would have laughed at you if you were on The Bachelorette. And you would have. And now we're 20 years in on it. Two yeah. kids. Still having a good time. <laughs> we're drinking, podcasting now. It's yeah. awesome. And I love you. And I said it first. So He does. And he brings it up all the time. I do. I'll start it first. Those, I'm like, yeah. It's one of those fight things. It's uh, men are all about the wins. Okay. Yeah. We like to win in sports. We like to win in drinking contests. We like to win but in everything. But do you we know do. that when you win, you actually don't win? I win. I don't know. I don't win. Your when wins. I win and I look at the scoreboard. <laughs> I'm like, yep, I'm winning, and there's no way I'm not winning because it's five to three. And See we're ya. we're building bricks. Like here's a fucking wall that you're just helping me build for you. You can build bricks, but remember, <laughs> men can tear that wall down. Uh, yes, tear that wall it's down. A <laughs> Build that wall. Oh, sorry. We're going in on it. That's the beer talking. I know. Germany. I used to live in Germany. Did you? Yeah. When I was a kid, my dad was stationed in Germany for the military. So we lived on base. And um, there was a few. Oh, my God. I'm in one. There was a fruit truck that you. So we lived in like this little like cul-de-sac area. Mm -hmm. And there was a fruit truck that would come by. I think it was every day. And I had this little pedal metal it was like a pedal army jeep dude i am really in one i fucking so it was a pedal car so you yes pedal, i remember this yeah pedal my and dad had go, one. but it was like a little car but yeah. it was an army jeep and my dad and my sister would ride bikes because my sister could ride bikes i couldn't i was a little <laughs> bit younger and they would get there faster but i would ride my pedal car and we would chase this fruit truck every day and you'd buy fresh fruit and you know you'd hang out but I remember a little bit of it, not a lot. I remember more on like videos. How old were you? Oh, shit. Five, six. Okay, yeah. There was a story that came out that, um, so we lived in this big apartment complex, and I think we lived on the fifth or sixth floor. And uh, there was one time my mom was um, doing stuff, whatever she was doing. <laughs> I don't know what she was doing. Wifely duties. Wifely duties, right? <laughs> the man's not around. You're doing whatever. Smoking weed. My mom used to smoke weed. I don't know. I'm don't throwing it out there. Wifely she was probably I'm just throwing the it out there. At the time. Listen, it makes the story Hope's better. Marinating from meat. It, it, it <laughs> makes, potatoes like, or so veggies. My mom was smoking weed. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, drunk a, and it sounds better. I miss this wifely duty. Listen, <laughs> for the story, it sounds good. Hand me that over there, sir. <laughs> I need to finish st- my wifely duties for I the day. I left my CBD oil at home. For, so. for the story, it sounds better, okay? Whatever she was doing. <laughs> Me and my sister sat on the windowsill. I will portray my mom as drug addict to my make mom- the story sound better. <laughs> Listen, weed is not drugs. It's medicine. Okay? Drugs are heroin, um, 
cocaine. Anything they add, um, like liquid cocaine, too. Cocaine makes your heart go faster. You're going to die from that. Uh, anyway, so we were, <laughs> we were sitting on a windowsill. Okay. I like the fifth or Six sixth Six stories floor. up. Got it. No screen. Feet dangling. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, try it out. <laughs> try it out. Hey. 2019. You You're survive? You're my kids. Did you Let's die, go. though? We didn't have seatbelts back then. Dude, crazy. I know. So, that's it. We that's survived. all I remember. I don't remember a all lot. All these kids nowadays, they're just so soft. Wow. That's like, my kids are out there, and I'm like, you're getting dirty? Great. You're eating dirt? Fantastic. You're building up immunities. Drink out of the water hose. It's okay. It's true. Mm-hmm. It is true. I think kids are softer nowadays. They you got to fly on I your mean, hat. This is well, awesome. I, do I think do this flies like I'm getting in the podcast? But I mean, if you think about it, how many more kids today have like allergies to stuff? Peanut butter, all this stuff. Peanut but butter. but is that from is that from your shots? So, That's so, what everybody no, wants no, to say, right? No, so I like, think it's from parents being. Paranoid. Do you remember getting twenty shots when you were a kid, though? I don't think that. I think it's more like. Ah, you're I, thinking here. You can't remember when you were six in Germany, but so. I remember. No, I remember. I remember not getting twenty shots. My kid literally I got gets a significant a shot amount of shots. That many though? Yeah, I mean, it's like I just think that back in as time evolves, we can recognize things better, right? Yeah. So like the kids that were kind of like the slow kids in your class that people made fun of them or whatever were like the autistic kids of today. Right. Or right. they just learn differently. No, like, they're kids right, like, that need to be outside and running around. No, like know? it's the Nick, kid. It Nick could, did not learn well in a, and we've had this conversation, like if he could go back and change anything. He needs a Montessori? He would need, he would, th he said he would accept the fact that it's okay to ask for help and right. to. But you can't do that when you're in school because no. kids will hear that. And make right. fun Well, of you. I know you're in this special class right. and there was a stigma around it. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh, well, he's a hands-on learning learner. You drive and the that's, short bus. Yeah. Well, yeah. and he's a hands-on learner. And that's right. how that's Elise how is too. Yeah. I, you don't yeah. teach me I by think, reading. Read this book and, and learn. That's how, no, when me. I was a teacher, I'm like, I'm going to teach in a million different ways. You know what's funny about this? We literally, <laughs> yesterday, me and Gage were doing something. Uh, we were up at dinner, and he was trying to show me something on his phone. Like, Dad, this is how you do something. And I go, no, like, show me. Like, hands on. Yes. Like, teach me. Yes. Like, my grandpa taught me how to Well, and I even told brakes. Jay that same thing when we yeah. went on this work trip. It's like, you can tell me how these lines run yeah. and how the bottles are made. Yeah. But until I see it right. and see the operation yeah. and how it gets from this material down mm. to this case, down right. to our factory and being filled, I'm not going to understand it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and, how school's taught, though. Well, not just Correct. that. Like, the next day, like, on Wednesday, they actually went on a decent tour. And, like, that mm, was actually my, like, complaint was that, like, uh, like the tour that Allie went on was just absolute bullshit. <laughs> and, like, it was not helpful at all. Um, so, like, we're just talking about, you know, you might go to Lima on the 29th, yes. just so you know. You're going again? No, to Lima. Am like, I going with you? Maybe. Well, no, I'm going on the 29th, but I asked You're if you are going again? To Lima. You didn't tell me. The first time I learned this today. Well, so that's so in nine days? To Lima for the oh, day. Lima, oh, Lima, yeah. yeah like, I'll be right. gone one day. Because Yvonne yeah. said I was going with you, so. Right. Oh, to like, Lima? Oh, hell yeah. Hashtag, no, that would be good. Hashtag road trip. Yeah. Hashtag girls day. Let's <laughs> no, go. No, it's not. It's, it's <laughs> like. Hashtag Lima food. We're just going to bitch about you guys for the whole time. I know. That's what I would do. High five. What do you think men do when they get together? 
<laughs> fucking girl, man. Talk about your balls. I don't know. Well, there is a lot of balls talk, yeah. except my son doesn't like when we talk about balls. I'm like, dude, literally, that's my all. My husband we... talks about it. Like, and I'm bolt? like, please don't talk to me about my this. Dog? Talk, to about your, talk to your guy friends about this. My I don't want to hear it. My dog will lay down and he'll lay where his like, junk is like facing you. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I just flick <clears throat> his junk. That's all he wants. See, guy stuff. Awkward. No, I'm just kidding. That's the thing. I never look at my dog and is like, he cricket, wants me to cricket. touch his dick right now. <laughs> right. I That's never, what I men never want. That. That's what men want. We don't want to just flop your... I know, but it's just Floppy fun. skin. It's fun. It's not Let's fun for not us. Let's not talk well, about we like like what talk. boys like because <laughs> we're going to go in on this. I know, but then we'll get into the thing <laughs> that you're doing with all your volunteer work. No, no, no. Because, uh, yeah, it will get that direction eventually, but yeah. then you're going to be like, I feel like guys are beating me up because we'll start talking about like porn and how porn is normal for dudes and we don't understand what it's like to be a guy and so, how guys so just like, need to get it out We sometimes. call it the poison, right? The jizz is the poison. and You got to get the poison out. So you got this factory hold I knew on this was going you this got way to, well I'm you so just sorry. started going go ahead way. that's what i said i didn't want to go this direction. Okay, go ahead <laughs> no go ahead tell right, me about how you need to poison out guys have needs that are different from girls I right get it. Well, no I, think- I understand that but <laughs> well and that's what i said so before when you were like do you ever do it when you aren't in the mood or you don't want to and it's the same thing. Like, do you ever do something for your wife? Because Nick and I have had those same conversations where it's like, yeah, I don't like cooking. If we're in a point where like we're not connected, right? I'm like, that would be like me tearing you down as a man, and then being like, talk to me about your feelings and your dreams and your goals. Like, he doesn't want to open up to me that way. And it's the same thing of like we're not emotionally connected, and there's no intimacy there the last thing that i want to do is suck your dick or right have sex like no. that's so intimate to me like i don't have that lead in in the same way like if we're tearing you down like you don't have that lead in so guys i totally get like guys and girls have different needs i think men are more built on respect receiving respect and women are more built on love like You can tell a man a million times, I love you. But if you never say, like, I respect you and the hard work that you do, like, they're never going to feel the same way as if you said to a woman, like, if you're like, I respect you. Yeah. But I don't love you. Right. Like we're gonna be heartbroken. Right. But so. I think that goes to the old days of the men and like. But that's the thing that I'm we're built differently. We're like, totally yeah, built yeah. differently. But yeah, I think on the same thing is that like when dudes will be like, oh well, like if a girl is like, when you watch porn, it breaks my heart. Right. Yeah. But then dudes will be like, you don't understand what it's like to be a guy. Sometimes we have to just get the poison out. But like at the same time, they don't have that same um, um, aspect when I'm like, or not, not I'm, but I'm saying like as a woman, if you're like. uh, You can say I'm, it's fine. No, I'm just saying like, oh, okay. So just if I say I'm. Uh, you're not taking me out on dates and I like to go to dinner and because you never take me out to dinner, I'm going out with this other dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I totally agree. He would be super upset, yes. but I'd be like, you're not meeting my emotional need, yeah. but you continue to look at porn because I'm not meeting your sexual physical need, needs, yeah. your physical needs. So you think it's okay to look at porn, yeah. but you would never agree that it's okay for me to go out with another yes. man because you're not meeting my emotional yes. needs. And right? I think the the biggest, my, so my biggest issue with that is honesty so like if it's something that you're hiding so if it's like i'm looking at porn because you're not meeting my physical needs but I and think i'm doing a, it in secret but that's that's, a, that's, that's shame where the deception on a man is knows. but that's it shame is, on a man because shame. i think i feel like men 
a lot of men want to have sex all the time, every yes. day, if they could. Yes. Women? I don't know so much. I don't think women are built that way. I think so, it goes in phases. So, I mean, Nick so and I like, went through a period where it was me that was really pushing for it, and he wasn't. And now we're in a phase where he's really pushing it, and I'm not because right. I'm so tired with a toddler right. and work mm -hmm. and stuff. Right. So I think it goes through phases, but uh, the most important thing for me is honesty. Like, right. if you tell me, like, I have these needs. Jade, listen. And I'm Jade, being. Jade, listen. I'm not I'm being get tempted. It tonight, so I'm going to look at porn. <laughs> I mean, that just, sounds weird. No, but just say, like, I'm feeling tempted to go release my own way. <laughs> Think like, about that, though, from a man's perspective. Yeah, but, but you know but, what? But, but, Jade, but it depends on your relationship but, but, because Nick and, Nick and I have had those conversations. Like, he said to you, I'm not. I, no, 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 but, but he reverse said, it. Look, but reverse this it, is though. what I need. And this is where my temptation comes from. And so I'm telling you, instead of going behind closed doors and doing this without telling you, I'm telling you, I need this mm -hmm. and I'm asking you for it because I'm feeling tempted in this other realm. And so that honesty to me is like, I, well, I, hell yeah, then I'm going to do this for you because I'm your wife and I love you and I don't want you to feel tempted. And no, I don't want you to go like, I don't want some other woman to get you off. Like, that's right. not what I want. The same thing is like, if I told him, like, I really need those date nights and I don't want to go to this other person who seems to have an interest in going to all these places that I want to go to. He's going to step up and be like, yeah, I'm going to be that guy for you. Right. And so I think being able to have that relationship where you can be honest with each other and say this is how i feel these are my needs and i want you to fill them i think it's hard before for anybody guy. else i, I get it's it hard but, for but a guy it's, to it's, come to a girl like look man i'm gonna look at porn if we don't have sex tonight yeah well, but, and, but, but that's a but, real conversation you have to have but the thing is though is that like would you rather me be like <laughs> Well, you've been playing video games for the last three months yep. and you and I haven't literally did anything. Would you rather me not tell you and me just go, all right, I'm leaving. And then I leave and I'm going out to dinner with some other dude because you literally haven't taken me out for three months. Yeah. Or would you rather like not have sex with me for a week and then you, you have, you go and look at porn. Like, would yep. you want me to do the same thing? I think uh, what I just be like, is, Hey, like I really I want to go out with you. If your relationship gets to that point where you're like gonna see another dude or go out to another, yeah, that's but, weird. But like, I don't no, think but another that's guy would say, it's, it's the same thing for us as porn me, so for you go. guys. Right. Because we, we are the emotional side. You guys are the physical side. So for us, it's about experiences. It's about um, experiencing something together, about living life together. And for you guys, it's about that physical release. So it's the same thing for us. Um, so I just need to take you out more. Like every day. No, 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 I just think no, it's, it's, it's a conversation. Like you have to be on that level to say like, I'm telling you this now uh -huh. because I'm feeling tempted outside of this. Like, hey, my but, needs aren't being met and I I'm love saying. you enough but to say that I want this but with you. I don't want this with anybody else. But that's the thing I'm saying is that no man is going to come to you and say that. My husband does. Your husband comes to you and says. Yes, he does. He wow. says, hey. We Shout haven't. out to you, Nick. For fucking we we have a really but, honest but, relationship. But, but I'm saying, though, like, if, if you And I'll say, tell him the same thing. Like, I want a monthly date night. Here oh, yeah, is a here is a no, list no, no. of things that we can do. And it may range from us sitting at home and watching a movie to us going to this expensive restaurant. Like, there is a list of things that I would like to do. I And we have it hanging up on a bulletin board. Watching the Jersey Shore? 
a Jersey, no, no, but Ghost but, Adventures and no, Ghost Brothers. Come on. No, but I'm saying though, like if you think a request from your significant other is ridiculous, when it, like if if I was to say to you, if you were to say to me, I want to have sex every day, and then I say to you, okay, I want to I want to spend time with you every day, and you go. Well, I can't spend time with you every day. I got, it's I want to, I want to play video games and I want to play hockey and I want to do yeah. this. And I go, okay, well then I can't have sex with you every day. Then you should recognize that like, you're only gonna have sex four days a week. Yes. And it's not fair for you to look at porn the other three days. Yes. If it's not fair for you to hang out with me for four days. And then I go hang out with some other dude for three yep. days. Real talk fam. We getting into it. No, but I'm we saying if, if, oh, you're, if you're not willing to let me do the exact same thing that yep. you're doing, then you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Well, and Nick and I just had a but similar conversation. Conversation We're around at porn, this, which is just a movie. We're but not to like you, physically act. right? To you. So it would be better if a man went out physically with a woman. For us, it's just because what you're saying is, is that with us you guys can go out with a guy to dinner, but we're but not, we only get to look at a movie. But okay, but we're not kissing them or doing anything physical. But neither are we. Them. But neither are we. Exactly. We're touching our own meat. Neither, and I'm we're fulfilling doing... our inner meat. Oh, but <laughs> yeah. you're going out with a physical guy that you can physically touch. We're just watching a movie so we're for, not touching for three yeah, minutes yeah, to but get off, no, to get the poison no, out. But maybe you're, maybe you're, no, maybe different. You're, maybe you're looking at a movie, but maybe this other dude is with a chat girl. It is a physical person, I though. This. I gotta sit up. You put those pretzels back. But I'm saying then, then, then if you're if you're what if you're talking to a live chat, it was weird. So (laughs) it's a good thing I'm I'm not weird about germs. I'm very drunk right now. I think so. You could be like, uh, what's his name? I think so. Where where like the line draws for you? Like if you're talking to an actual chat girl and you're jerking off to a live chat girl, is that the same as me going out to dinner with someone? No, that's different. If you're looking at porn. You're looking at a movie. You're not talking to a live chat girl. Okay. If you're looking, if your guy is looking at a live chat girl, there's something deeper that needs to be solved. Okay. So what if I'm I'm watching a movie and imagining how much better this guy is and how much more fulfilled I feel? But that's okay. <clears throat> it's still the same. I'm getting something from them Wait, that I'm not getting from you, and I'm not and I'm not being that, that honest dick, with you that, that about dick. what I need. So Nick and I just had this conversation because he's really been stepping it up and like doing things that are off my list mm-hmm. and that look like love to me. Mm-hmm. Um, That's and awesome. S- it is awesome. That's and great. so we had a conversation where he was like, "Well, we spent three whole days together. We had a great time." Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, the next day I was, I'm an introvert. So I need my space to like yeah. calm down. Yeah, I hit a point where that, I that, just yeah. like, I, I need silence. You were overwhelmed. You need Exactly. It. Yeah. And I can feel woman. that. What's that thing? My she shed? You need a she, I need, she shed. I need, I have told him a million times I need a she shed. A she shed. My she shed. But down. I told him, I'm like, you know, I just need my space. And he's like, well, when are you going to hang out with me? And I said, I just did. But you need to understand, like, even how great these past few days were, like, we still need our times to ourselves. I know that he needs that, and I need that. And it looks different for both of us. Mm -hmm. And so being able to communicate that with each other to say, I see the effort that you're making. (laughs) It may not reach exactly what I need right now, but I see that you're trying and we're going to keep working together and communicating to get to that point where your needs are being met and my needs are being met. 
and it may not look exactly the same. And I think that's an, a, true for any relationship. You may not get sex every day. I may not get to talk about my feelings every day, but we're going to meet in the middle and we're both going to feel like we're doing this together and we both feel loved. We both feel fulfilled. And, and bottom line is you can't get fulf- complete fulfillment from your spouse. Right. Like you have to get that fulfillment from other places. And well, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but that's where I, a lot of my volunteer work, that's where I get my fulfillment is from that. doing Let's that. Talk about your volunteer work because that's one thing we haven't touched on and we're like three hours in. I mean, we're just getting it. Dude, listen, <laughs> we have no time frame. Yeah. I don't either. This is how our podcast rolls. We I like, know, we I've listened to them. 12 o'clock because we're chatting about sex and what men want and what men, women want. What that's is what cheating we and what is not? <laughs> Cheating is physically <clears throat> putting your no. You've already you've already messed up. Um, there's emotional affairs too. Okay, I'm coming from a man's point, not a woman's. I know. Point. Okay, so, so as a man, I feel like if Jade has sex or kisses or physically touches another man, that's cheating. So if I was getting up at two o'clock in the morning and texting back and forth with some other dude, you wouldn't feel betrayed. And he was cheating. telling her like, no, you should not have no. That's cheating. That's not physical, though. She didn't. She didn't touch okay. him. Okay. He's just, just telling her what how beautiful just, she is. Yeah, but then what and she did? Hold on. What a wonderful hold on, woman hold on, she is. Hold on. But what you did right now <laughs> is change my point of view on what I just said. Okay. <laughs> cheating to me. It's is the secret If you're stuff. having a contact with any other person, text. Like a live person. When if you're watching a video something that on you would browsers.com and I'm watching a chick get fucked by another dude and I'm pretending that that chick is my wife and that's my dick, I feel like that's not cheating. But if I'm texting another woman or sliding into her DMs or um, Snapchatting another woman and chatting with her, now I've taken it to another level because I'm physically contacting another human being that's responding to what i'm texting them but i think it's just a matter of respecting what your what your partner thinks as exactly not okay because it may be like you talk to you have a girlfriend but she might that you're cool with so nick nick and i have also had this as well that's because i'm talking (laughs) i don't want to chew in the mic no so we're all in there there are some people that nick is like girls that nick is friends with i love them i don't feel like i feel like they respect our marriage very well they respect me as a person they have invited me in even if we're not like we're not meant to be best friends that's cool they're still respectful of me and there have been women who are not respectful of our marriage they're not respectful of me and there are conversations that are had that are not respectful. And so he and I have had those conversations of, Hey, I don't feel like this is right. And he doesn't always agree with me, but he respects me enough to say, you are more important than this. And there are times where he's like, then you need to go and talk to that person. And I have, uh-huh. I've put myself in that situation and, and let them know like, this isn't cool. like, yeah, You're like, Hey, I don't appreciate it when you tell my husband this, or when you just contact my husband and, and not me right. about stuff like this. Uh-huh. And there's either crickets right. and then I know like I'm not in the wrong mm. or there is, Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. That's not what I meant at all. Right. And then it's like, okay, they weren't, they weren't, 
truthfully being man- malicious with this. Like they were just I don't know, in La La Land, yeah, you know, like, like I think that that same thing can be applied to like not only women, but men also. Yes. So I like, have guys that I'm friends with. Um, one of my best friends is a girl. guy, but there's also a guy that Nick said, I don't trust him. I don't want you to hang out with him. And I said, okay, that's fine. You know, I, well, I get that. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not only women, like Dave doesn't only have to text like women. Like um, he had a friend who like, I was like, I'm not comfortable with you hanging out with him yeah. because he didn't respect like. Wait, you didn't say that. You've never said that. For the record. Clearly for the record, I let's have. And you You've know never what? said not hanging out with You You know guy. exactly who I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about, but you've never said to me, don't hang out with that guy. I don't feel comfortable with because, you hanging out with him. Because I would never say to you who you are or allowed to. But that's what to, she's saying. No, but I'm saying though, I would never tell you like what dude you could be this friends is like with or therapy, not. Allie. No, but like, <laughs> but like you know exactly who I'm talking about. You're not giving an like, ultimatum. You're just saying no, this is Jade, how I feel. Here's the thing. No, if th- Jade this, texts this another is, dude and this, I seen it, I would feel uncomfortable about it, and I would say why? Because I'm not texting any other girl. I respect her enough to not text another girl or get in a relationship with another right. girl. Or if it ever got to the point where it could go further than just being friends. But it's just a matter of like what we're saying is if we have, if we say like, I'm not comfortable with this, like there's something that doesn't feel right to me. Mm -hmm. Do you have enough respect to be like, yes. All right. Yes. Okay. But But it's never gotten to that point. But that's what I'm saying though. Like if, if, if Dave was talking, like he has this one friend, she drives, uh, she drives, um, like race cars. Yeah. Right. Like if he was, go ahead. If he was talking to her about getting her on the podcast, yeah, like I totally wouldn't care. Yeah. Right? But if he was talking with her and they were talking about meeting up to yes. talk about Duh. the podcast. Yeah. That would be, be a flag because if you did that with a dude, I'd be like, what the fuck? No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the difference. Yes, is that, it is like, the difference. Like, I, a have a, like I have a podcast and people will randomly text us and be like, oh, you girls and are I'm the best. I'm not trying to get into those DMs. But I'm not talking about them. Would, I'm not. He would say, oh, you girls are the best. And I'd be like, oh, thanks, bro. I actually you know? want to see the dick pics. Oh, but that's no, what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to see him. I want to see what no, you're no. working with, bro. But but that's is what I'm saying. Is that when like that they never like, they never the conversation is different. Like you have a friend never. at work. I see comes yes. and visit you all the time. Oh. And right? no, it's one of my best friends, and he knows my mom. He's been over to our but house for okay. dinner. You're allowed he to have friends. my husband. My husband texts him. I guarantee him. you, your husband knows. That that's your friend. He does. I guarantee And he it. respects my marriage. Right. And if it ever got to a point where he said something disrespectful, I would shut it down but that's the in thing. a that's second. That's the difference. There's never a point no, but, where it gets to but, that. But yes. that's what I'm saying, though, is that. Oh, like, and I've said, like, like, he has a friend that it's actually an ex-girlfriend of his. Now, that could be an issue. But but she is so respectful of me and our Great. marriage. But I as love you, her. in the back of your mind. Like, we're not meant to be only, best friends. Right. We don't hang out all the time. But I love her so much, and uh, I have so much respect for her because of how she's treated our marriage and right. me. But she, there are ex-girlfriends that have been different, and I've said, I'm not okay with this. Right, and what does he say? Because that, that's the important part. Sorry, well, at I'm, first I'm he's voice. At first, he's disagreed, but yeah. the more that we talk about it and kind of talk Ooh. through it, and like I said, he's put me in the in the driver's seat, too, to say, like, Okay, I'm not going to interact with them, but when they text me, you need to go to them and tell them the problem that you have. And I have. Yeah. 
You should. And they've ghosted. So then it's like, okay, then you know you're doing something wrong because right. I feel like as a guilty- doing something wrong. That's no, 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 exactly. Oh, okay, oh yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. I, I thought you were pushing this No, right no, no, like, I oh. think, uh, well, coming from a female perspective, I think girls are manipulative. And so I can see a girl that is- Wait, what? They are. Can we get this on record? Girls are manipulative. Girls are manipulative. Did I say that right? I was a drunk talk. That's okay. No, no, no. I think, but I I think that they'll try to do things that are real sneaky, and they don't seem like they're sliding in, but But they really are, and they're undermining me as the wife. But in the back of that girl's mind, she knows. She knows what she's doing. Relationship. He is in, and you're in. Yes, and that's the thing. Yes. She's married, he's married, but she right. knows that what she said, what mm-hmm. she is saying, and just by contacting him and doing what she's right. doing, she is doing something manipulative. And, and when I say, hey, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you contacted me first mm-hmm. for these kind of things because it just feels kind of disrespectful to my marriage. And when they ghost, and it's like- And you know like, what she says? Bye, bitch. Because she's you're out. doing something wrong. She knows she's doing something exactly. wrong. Exactly. She would never come to you and say that. And that's the thing. And then because that's if she would have just say, said, this ain't going to happen. And I'm he should, sorry. If he loves you. You're right. right. Uh, that's not my intention at right. all. Then it would have yeah. been fine. Like, like he's going to Yeah, go, of course I'll text you. Because that's how I would respond. Right. Like, my intention is never to undermine a marriage or disrespect from a marriage because I hold marriage super, super importantly. Like, yeah. that is like. Once it's you say hard I do, and, you, and yeah. yeah, it is a commitment. I'm with and, you too. Yeah. I'm on your side. So if any There's wife times, ever came to me yeah. and said, I wish you would contact me instead of my husband, I feel like you're kind of disrespecting me. I'd be like, holy shit. Like that was not my intention right. at all. Right. I am so sorry. Yes, absolutely. I will do what looks like what it's right to you. But that's the but, thing. When you're in a marriage, you know, like- you know when it's not good, when it crosses the line. Yeah, but I like, think... I think in my marriage... I think women know that for other women like, more than I men think, do. Because I think men are more blind to it. Like, well, I don't no, have any feelings for her. and I mean, there's men, clearly not going anything men, going on. Some men, not all men. Listen, when I sit there and I think about things, and, and I think about times when our relationship was in... It was in on a rocky road. Yeah. I could have taken things to another level. Yeah. However, I'm not like that. I'm not built like that. I'm a faithful man. I've yep. married one woman and I said, now I'm going to go home. You know what I'm saying? And that that's, but, but you have to be like but that. You can have friends that can get you into those circumstances. Correct. Friends yes. who are not <clears throat> friends. No, not no, no, but sometimes no, like, you don't know like, that until like she said, one like, little like thing dudes slips. Are kind of like dudes are kind of. Uh, but if you're a good man, you're not going to make the bad okay, decision. Okay, but some girls are real good at looking like they're not doing anything you're right, to a guy. But with a man, when whenever I'm in that situation, when I was in that situation, I thought, is this worth giving up all the years that I've spent with this woman, the love, the time, the kids, everything. You're throwing it all away for you what? Are. Three minutes? Yeah. Maybe. What do you? Five minutes. Or just a boost in your ego. I'd say 10. We're good 10. <laughs> three pumps. We'll hit about a good. What? Three I guess it depends like on how long it's time. been. It's because you got that fire. <laughs> <laughs> you throw away your whole life for three pumps, bro. You got that fire. 
<laughs> you better make it worth five minutes of my yeah. time. No, but I, that's Ow. but that's exactly like the the thing he's talking about is exactly the friend I was talking about. So I've told him not specifically like I don't want you to hang out with that friend anymore because I would never do that. Yeah. Right. But I said to him, whenever you're out with that friend, I'm a wreck. Yeah. Like all I can think about is a previous situation he's put you in. That's all I can think about. That's all I think was going to happen. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to come home. I can't sleep. You know, because that friend gives zero fucks about our marriage. Right. Yes. Because when he's not in a relationship, no one's in a relationship. Yes. So well, everybody's learn, hooking up with hoes, if you're a good person, including him. If you're a good person, you learn what your friends are about. That friend was about the big guy at yeah. the bar. I'm the big guy with the beard that nobody's going to fuck with. He's going to call the guy over there in the corner the faggot word, like you motherfucking... Ten he times, yeah. and then a fight breaks out. Who does he expect to come in? You. Superman, come here, big boy. <laughs> Take care of my light work. No, right. I'm like, if this motherfucker swings, I'm going to watch and go, that's what the fuck you get for saying the shit yeah. that you said. So, you know, you just know good people. Yeah. You got to be around right, good but, people. But that's the thing, though, is that you can be around not good people and not yeah. realize If you're it, not so. a good person, you're going to make the bad decision. Yeah. That's well, how I feel. Uh, not because just a good, good person, person, but a mature thinking. person, I think. Well, yeah, I think with anything. Person. Mature, good, whatever. Like Because I, you can have good intentions, but if you're not mature, then you still have that selfish nature, I yeah. think, right. where you're not thinking about other right. people. You do a lot of volunteer work. I do. Are we getting back to that? We're like three hours in. We're just getting to it. You ain't got nothing going on. I have zero going. All I'm doing tomorrow is going to a pool. Dude, you're going to hear me fucking drunk as shit. But for the record, I tried to bring it up like an hour ago. I feel like it's been brought up like four times. What pool are you going to, by the way? My brother-in-law's. Oh, your brother-in-law's? Yeah, he's out racing cars, racing Porsches. What? What? Yeah, huh? he's he's got like six cars. He's ridiculous. What's your brother-in-law's name? Dan Kinsey. Okay. Sweet. Now volunteer work. <laughs> yeah. So. What's volunteer that? work? Yeah, let's talk so, about this. So first of all, before we get into this, I brought swag. What is this? So I'll talk about a couple of these organizations, but I brought some stuff that you can raffle off or give away to people that listen to your podcast. Hopefully that gets more people to listen to your podcast. Um, so I guess I'll talk about. This is the first, by the way. We've never had anybody bring swag in to give away. So this I is pretty fucking awesome. I have a lot of swag. Um, so my biggest passion is working against trafficking and modern day slavery um, in the U.S. and around the world. So what does your shirt say right now? My shirt says brown skin is not probable cause. And that's more to do with the whole racial tension. Um, There's a lot of that right now. There is a lot of that. And I think... <sighs> People like to talk about like, oh, well, I'm not a slave owner, so it doesn't affect me. But there's a lot of history that people don't know. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Is jail slavery when people are working for like 10 cents an hour? So yes and no. So there's, I think when they did the war on drugs, Mm -hmm. it was specified in areas that were predominantly African-American. And so what happened is they got jailed for drugs and these they were are facts folks by these the way. are facts you can look these up yeah That's through the 60s 70s and 80s mm-hmm. um they jailed a lot of african-american men mm-hmm. for drugs that right. 
Consequently, some are not illegal now as Ohio just passed or Cincinnati just passed um, an an ordinance. What, three ounces? Three ounces. No, it was more than that. Six? It was... I'm pretty. It in was it. crazy. I'm in one right now. So. But it's not. It's not grandfathered in. Yeah. So if you have been prosecuted for this before, you're still in jail. So what you're saying is, we used to throw people in. We cages, used to throw people in jail, cages. and we concentrated on the African American population. So what happened is, we took a lot of dads, a mm-hmm. lot of fathers, out of the picture. Right. So then kids grow up and they don't have that father relationship Which and it's very a lot of single. Yeah, it's super important. Oh, yeah. Not only for sons, but for daughters I as think well. two parents. You have to have two you parents. You have and to have not, a strong, yes. Yeah. Girls get their worth from their dads mm-hmm. and guys get their sense of they have what it takes from their dads. Right. And so when you take these fathers out, you have a lot of kids that are looking for that family sense because their moms are then working two to three jobs just to keep their families afloat. And so they find the gangs, they find drugs, they find um, criminal activity, and then they up end up in jail too. So it's a generational curse that we kind of place on them. Right. Then you also take, so the West End in Cincinnati used to be where all of the predominantly African-American families lived because they could afford the housing. We took that, said, no, we're going to take that and make it I-75. We're getting rid of your housing. We're not going to pay you that much. And so then we pushed them into the projects. So they're living in places that aren't good places to live. A lot of them are homeless. They're multi-generational families that are living together. And so we put them in, in this situation of... We're going to base you on what your skin color is. Um, You're all criminals because we have criminalized everything that you do. And we've put you in a situation where you don't have really any other choice. And then you get to the point where there's affirmative action and people are really against that. And there's just a whole controversy of acts that we've put in place that seem innocent enough but have actually focused on the African-American community right. um, and have really put them down. But but to be clear, like, well, not to be clear, but for my opinion, that is something that started super early with slavery. It did. Where we, uh, not we, like, we didn't serve slaves, but like, um, in that in that sort of um, like a cattle environment yes. where we treat, where um, slaves were treated as not people. Yes. Um, they would take and they would sell them off. So they would break up their family units. Break and up like their family units. They would change their names. Fathers. They would keep fathers or like the men at one location and they would sell the women and children yep. to others, essentially breaking up the family yep. unit. Right. And that sort of trend has continued even as we transitioned out of slavery. Yeah. Um, and into just. The, well, I mean, we're normal. even doing it now with the people coming up from <laughs> through Texas. Yeah. All the. Yeah, yeah. so lock them in cages, give them a fucking. We're separating families, and we're go. saying, "Kid, yeah. who do you want to go with? Your right. mom or your dad?" And we're separating families, or so, not even putting them with the mom yeah, or dad. Just exactly. But, be on but, their own. Okay, so I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. What do you go do? For it. I, I think what's it's a, the solution what you, for what that? What do you do with what? What do you do? It's with a the, lot about the, reconciliation. So we have to have honest illegal conversations. Citizens. So so I, like so the thing is too is that like. Um, Where do you put these people? So here's the thing for me, though, is that, like, borders are man-made. Yes. And uh, 
the majority of the people from this country are not from this country. Right. We're Correct. all. So like. Are we all? Yeah. Like you can. Well, I, part I, of you is. So I you're can, Native American. Right. But I can show you where your family came here. Yeah. I, I actually have immigration papers from my family in Ireland that mm-hmm. came over. So I can right. see where we came over. So you're an illegal. I'm no, illegal. No, no. I mean, well, technically, so, yeah. So it's not about. Shit, I'm calling the. Hold no, on. No. So, so like, here's the thing. <laughs> I was born that, here. It's okay. Is I'm just, that people I'm always say right? that you That's can't hold say. the current state to to the previous, right? Like, so you can't hold someone who was around in 1750 when slavery <clears throat> was illegal to the same standards as today. It's the same as people who came from other countries to how they come today. Like back in the day, um, like even though I, you know, I found out that my grandma's adopted and she's not really Italian, but my great grandfather came from Italy. Um, so I thought I was part Italian my whole life, but it turns out I'm not. So anyway, <laughs> um, so he came here and the only part was that you had to come through Ellis Island for him yep. and that as long as he lived here for five years and with a job, he paid $50, appeared in front of a judge, and became a citizen. Yep. So as long as he didn't commit any any felonies, not just crimes, like if he got whatever during that time, it was fine as long as it wasn't a felony. Um, as long as he worked for the last five years and paid $50, he became a citizen. Now it's like you have to pay thousands of dollars. You have to, you have to get a lawyer. lawyer. Yes. You have to speak English. You have to pass a test. You have to do all this crazy a, shit. A test that consequently I gave my history students sophomores in high school and none of them passed. So You gave what? You yeah. Gave so them a the, test? the citizenship test. You gave I, them the citizenship That was test? one of my first day, like first day to class. Here you are. <laughs> this is <laughs> at the time I was Miss Marvin. Yeah. Hi, I'm Miss Marvin. This is where you're going to sit. This is what we're going to go over. By the way, we're going to have a pop quiz. Take this test. Wait. Miss Marvin? I was Miss Marvin. What's that was Ms. her old Marvin? last name. That, that was, was my, her old last name. Oh, that okay. was my maiden All right. name. All right, sorry. Like okay. mine was Antanasio, hence right. that I thought I was Italian. <laughs> so so, so you the gave thing them is the test, that's crazy. Yeah, right. so the thing because is nobody passed because it's 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 crazy. hard. It is so hard. like when I hear people say, Oh, well, my grandfather came over legally, as long as they did what my grandfather did, I say absolutely. Like I'm aligned to that. <clears throat> yes. If you want to tell the same people who come here now that all they have to do is what your yes. grandfather did. I'm totally aligned yep. for that because we let them in. We let them start working. They work here for five years. They don't cause any crime. They don't do any crimes. They don't cause any problems. And then they're citizens. Yep. Like if that's the same thing you want to, what your grandfather did, then hold them accountable yep. to that. But the truth is, is that the majority of people now have no fucking clue what their grandfather yes. did to come here. Yeah. Well, they don't have, research. People don't research. Nowadays. Well, it doesn't matter because the laws have changed so much. Right. right. And so a lot of people, I've seen a lot of backlash of everybody's trying to compare this to the Holocaust and it's not right. It's not the same thing. Here's, here's the issue. The people know, the people coming here and trying to cross the borders know that they may be separated. They know they may be killed. They may not make the journey. But to them, where they are coming from and the... It's worse. It's terrible. Terrible. So they so can you die the, where they you live. You look at the Holocaust and you see these people that like, if we get caught, we're going to a concentration camp. We're going to be separated. We're going to die. And these people It are is like, worth it for me right. to cross over these mountains or to try to get on this ship right. just to get my family to a safe place. Right. And we may be caught. We may be because killed. Because if we stay here... 
We're going to die. It's a definite. They're going to yes. torture my family. But there is a chance. Yes. Well, even if there you, is a chance. And so the problem is, even if you people put are in, focusing on the people coming here and saying, well, you're doing it wrong. You're an illegal. You knew, blah, blah, blah. This is what you get. But bottom line is, we're not going back and addressing the root cause. So we're not going back. We fought against Cuba for how long and had trade agreements that we would not trade with them for how long because of how they were treating their people. But yet we're we're not willing to do the same thing now. I mean, Argentina itself is like a war zone. There are people that live here and go and work for our company that cannot go back and see their family because of how bad it is. And so instead of addressing the problem through our government and our trade impact and everything like that, we're trying to attack these people who are just trying to make a better life for them and their kids. Trying but, to be better. Yeah, That's what we're doing. But, That's but, why we're all here. Yes. Yeah, but like... We all came to America for the American life. But, but the bigger focus though is though is why aren't we? And it's yes. because Argentina doesn't have shit we want. Yeah. Right? If they were Saudi Arabia they have and oil. we wanted their oil, oil. Yeah. then yeah. all of a sudden we would be like, We got oh, some well, trade negotiations exactly, to work exactly. out. Like, yes. well, okay, here, we'll take them, but you're going to give us Right, yeah. but it would be because of the negotiations. Right. Like, it's you Argentina, have a negotiation point if you yeah. go with Saudi Arabia. However, Argentina has no negotiation points for us yeah. well it's so because like, we don't care yeah. how they treat their people we don't care about anything else because yeah. we have no interest there well, until we it do impacts they, us right, we, we, we only care about what impacts us and right. unfortunately that's the victims right. of the of the prosecution that's coming here and then we're making them victims again but like the thing is is that like i think the thing that irks me so much about is when people say they should come here they should come here legally it's or, so difficult but not just that, like as a person, if you knew that your police were corrupt and that they would come in your house at any time and beat the shit out of your family, yep. or if you're, if, if the just community was so corrupt that it was run by gangs yep. and at any point your family could get murdered because now they want we're to use your, away as, well, yeah, they want to yeah. use your house or yeah. think how many American tourists itself has gone to Mexico and been kidnapped uh, you and I even talked about not going to Cancun because of all this shit. Right. Yeah, so like it's like when you think about those things, if that was cruises. what was happening here, like people just don't educate themselves to say, for me as a person with my own children, if my neighborhood was uh, run by gangs, then I would do everything I could to get my kids out of that environment. Yeah, yeah I'm not staying in that neighborhood. Yeah, right. No. And but you would do whatever you could, oh, yeah. even if it meant whatever that you, you knew because you, don't you could be caught and killed, and, killed right. and separated. Yep. There it's is a it. chance. Then you you, see you the picture of you the risk man it for and the a little chance. girl drowned yeah. on the shore. Yeah, drowned. Yeah. yeah, because they're like. This is worth our life. Yeah. We don't want to die here. Yeah. So we're going to try and make it here. Just if anybody, just think about you're at a, it's like, I feel the problem is that a lot of people, I I think even you have, you and I have this conversation when you will say to me, like, I wish I had the work ethic that you had that you have. Right, but and that's because of the way you grew up. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. It's because of the way that I grew up. And I think that's the thing is that it took you meeting me to understand the way I grew up. Right. Because you say to yourself, like, 
I hear things all the time that I could never fathom, that I could never imagine, yeah. that yeah. I never well, thought Well, like the stories going. that you talk about yeah. growing up. Like, exactly. But, but that, I didn't grow up in that environment, but exactly. these people But that's did. what I'm saying, is right. that in the United States, you are lucky yeah. to have been born here. Yeah. Period. Right. That's it. Like right. you have absolutely no idea what life is like in Mexico. That's the problem. The people that were born here that feel that way and that are against that don't know that adversity to go through. Correct. Exactly. So they don't know what it's like. They don't have compassion for other people because right. they've never taken yeah, that compassion, trip. Yeah, compassion, empathy. They have, they've never taken yeah. that trip overseas right. to help build where the earthquake but, hit but, and yeah. shit like but that. But they or don't the, even the, know. The, the, the wave. What's the big tidal wave? Tsunami. tsunami. Yeah. But they you know? don't even know what their own grandparents went right. through exactly. before they came to this country. Like but does anybody really know? If you talk enough about it, I mean, yeah. I talked to my grandma well, I mean, about like the whole Great Depression yeah. and what she went through and how. Yeah. Um, like she was born instance, in the thirties, like so going Uncle through the Ken. racial thing and yeah. Well, like just just in in real life things, just yeah. random things within our own family. Uh-huh. Like your uncle, his girlfriend died in like a car wreck or some shit, uh-huh. and he never got married. Like, have you ever talked to him about that? Nope. No, why? Uncle Ken got to get on the podcast. We got to talk about. No, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like you're almost (laughs) trying to get him on. (laughs) No, but I'm. That's what I'm saying. You're almost forty years old. You don't know, and you've never talked to your uncle about why he never got married. Yeah. So it's like, how many other people in the United States have never talked to their grandparents about why did you actually come to America or their great grandparents, which was for me like being almost forty years old myself. I guarantee you. Probably 98% of the people would say it's for a better life. Yeah. And that's what those people right. are saying. Yep. But because now they're like, oh, they should come down and criminalize. If I'm in Mexico, we got drug cartel running shit. Even yep. the cops are in the drug cartel. Even the president of Mexico. The like, president of Mexico yeah. is in it. We don't want to die. So we're going to move here. Yeah. Yo, we're back <laughs> for the third time. Did you unpause it? What? Yeah. yeah did. Obviously. <laughs> What'd you say when Nick trains? What does he train? He still does some personal training on the side. Is he a waiter? He was a personal trainer for eight and a half years. Does he like have his certification? Yeah. All that shit? No and shit. so he left, I guess it's been about four years ago, uh-huh. but there were some clients of his that were like, hey, we don't want to lose you. Taste this. Let's try it. So all right. So this is the- salt spray sour from Coronado Brewing Company. Yes. Coronado. Surfer on the front. It's good. I've the had it. The can's a little lopsided. Well, that means it's face. good. That means it's like <laughs> that some means they brewing. canned it themselves. <laughs> it's a sour, so if you don't like sours, but it's a light sour. Ooh, too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you break into that Natter Days. I'm gonna hit this Natter Days. That is like my day drinking beer now. If you haven't noticed by now, folks, uh, we're in one right now. We, we are. are in deep. We're, we're like, in this. It's going to be like a four-hour <laughs> podcast. So you're going to have to listen to this like four days. Yeah, but that's how we like them. 16 work trips. Yeah, we're okay, hanging so out, we- dude. <laughs> let's go. So, okay, so we were talking about um, trafficking. Work. Yes. So let's talk about more trafficking. Let's talk about trafficking. So trafficking girls? Um, so it's people in general, but actually 80% of them are girls in the world. So there are 20 to 30 million people being trafficked in the U S in the, or I'm sorry, in the world, in the U S 
every year it is between 15 to 18,000 new people are trafficked every year. I heard that Atlanta is the hub. It's for one the of them. Trafficking. Um, so if you look at a lot of the major sports teams, mm -hmm. those are going to be some big hubs. Oh, yeah. You should have seen when we had the All-Star game here in Cincinnati. Oh, yes. So I was a part of that. Were you? Um, I was working with an organization called Love 146 at the time. What and is it? Love, Slow that down for people. Love 146. Ooh. Yeah. Ow. Um, so what we did is we uh -huh. contacted hotels and we put soap special soap um in the hotel rooms with a label that gave a hotline to call if they were being trafficked wow so we figured the first place that girls are going to go after mm -hmm. they have to perform their acts is Just the bathroom take a shower and clean up yes obviously so mm -hmm. if we put that there then they're more likely to call um some hotels were receptive to us doing that some were not <laughs> wow what were the ones that weren't? Let's throw I'm them out there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. They wanted Allie's people to dead? put it in next, next They didn't. Yeah. yeah they we wanted. found Allie dead last week. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I don't know what happened. But, uh, yeah. Sorry, that um, but that's one dark. of the ways yeah, that, that we really dark. try to impact it. Because when you have big events like that, like the Super Bowl or the All-Star Game. Right. Then what happens is traffickers actually will move their girls into that area because they know that there's so many more people coming in. Um, so you get a lot of girls that are trafficked against state lines. Um, with trafficking um, in the U.S., a lot of it is if it's not international, if it's not bringing people in from China or India or whatever – then most of it is due to drug use. So if you look at Cincinnati, most of it is generational and it's due to drug use. So it is grandparents that use their kids to pay for drugs. Those kids grew up to have kids and use their kids to pay for through for so, drugs. Um, and so they grow up thinking like this, this is life. Normal. Yeah, this is what it looks like. They don't know that there's any different. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of organizations that I work with here. Uh, one of the biggest ones is in Price Hill, and they're doing awesome stuff. Um, and so they take girls in, and they either they have a safe house where they can go, and they can get a shower and a meal or wash their clothes, or if they don't have any other clothes, they can get new clothes. Um, they can have a conversation with someone, watch some TV. They can just be people. And then out of that, a lot of times what happens is we have girls that are like, I, I want out of this. Like, they're, you've told me there's something better. I'm believing you. And so we'll help work them through the legal system to get a lot of their records expunged. Mm -hmm. um, we'll get them into treatment. We'll put them in a safe home. So we have two safe homes in um, rehabilitation homes in Price Hill where they live. They go through an entire program. Um, and then they graduate and they move into their own apartments. Um, so for for U.S. and especially Cincinnati, it's all drug-based. When you go internationally, it's a lot because of poverty. Right. So, um, they sell their kids because they're poor people. They do. They and a lot of times they don't know. So right. I, I typically go once a year to India. Uh -huh. And what happens is people in the rural communities will have somebody that comes out and is like, oh, I see you're struggling and you have a daughter. I can get her a cleaning job in the city. And they, she'll send money back. And so they're like, yes, absolutely. Go clean. This will be a cleaning job. Yes. 
And so they don't know any different. Yeah. So they sell their daughters. Their daughters get on a train. They are moved into. So this guy that tells them is basically a predator. Yes. And they have people that specifically go out. And a lot of times it's the boys of the moms that are trafficked. So these are the boys that have been hiding under the beds while their moms have been used multiple times a day and watch this and that they think this is how women should be treated. And so they're the boys that are sent into the villages to convince other girls to come in. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So That's the parents don't know. Yeah. So a lot of times for at least the first year, there's a little stipend that's sent back to these parents. Right. So, so they they're think, getting money and they yeah. think, oh, she's cleaning she's houses She's cleaning houses good. where in, in reality they wake up and they are in these, you know, six by six rooms and it's just a mattress and you. And if you don't calm down enough to be used, then you're drugged so that you can be used. And the sad part is, is they typically take girls around seven years old and up. Mm-hmm. Um, 13, throw up. 13 or 14 is when they typically age out. I feel like out. I'm going to throw up right it's, now. It's bad. It's disgusting. Yeah. I'm so sick to my stomach. So yeah. when the girls come out, if they are crying or nervous or they mm-hmm. can they can tell, like, these girls are new, mm-hmm. those are the ones they go for. Because if you're dead, they know that you've been used so many times that you're numb to it. Mm-hmm. They don't want you. They want the newbies. Um. So these girls grow up in these just these tiny little rooms and they are drugged and they're used and they're told that if the police come in, they're just going to take you and they're going to treat you worse than we treat you. And so even if people try to come in and rescue them. They just fill their head with bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they they, they resist it. And unfortunately, because we had a lot of success of Mm -hmm. going in and having people that were undercover go in and make these relationships with the girls and get them out, they started to be recognized a lot more. And then instead of a physical brothel that they would use, they instead would rent rooms all over the city. So that's where we are now. So India and Nepal specifically, they rent rooms. It's really difficult to track down where these so-called brothels are because they're mobile they move all around all the time and they will peg those undercover people out from the beginning so it's really difficult to build that relationship now with the police if you get them involved if they're under the age of 18 we can go in and we can take the girls they don't we don't have to have their consent but if they're over the age of 18, then we have to have their consent. Right. And by that time, they've moved them into more of like the house mother kind of role. So life's not so bad for them anymore. Yeah, exactly. They're not being used as much. They're just making sure the girls that are under their, um, the girls that are being used are staying where they need to be. They are taking on their customers. They're not running away. So, um, and then eventually they become recruiters too. So they're, Talking to girls, saying, I have an opportunity for you. You can make a lot of money. And they're bringing girls in. So so what I do is I, uh, fighting against that, there's a few things I do. So swag I brought, Aruna, which is the bag you've got there. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, ho, ho, party foul. I know. And I'm not she even the drunk one. And then I have a, a headband as well. So Aruna is a company in Mumbai, India, that takes in girls 
um, from our aftercare home we work with and also from girls from the street. And they teach them how to make bags, athletic bags, canvas bags, headbands, all kinds of stuff. Um, And actually, if you look at that headband, the tag on it will say on the other side of that Aruna. It says, it says rest easy knowing you are directly helping to free, empower, and employ sexually exploited women in India. Aruna is Fair Trade Federation certified. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. And then on the other tag on the front, on the back side of that is actually the name of the person who made it. Um, so every product that you get from Aruna, you actually get the name of, thank you, of the girl who made that specific product. Um And they have been doing amazing things. They actually just bought a new facility in Mumbai, India, where they can hold triple what they used to hold um, and just teach girls a way to make a living, which has impacted other generations, and get them out before they are even trafficked to begin with. So uh, this headband was handcrafted by uh, Noir Jahan. So they're an awesome company. Um, they also do a race. Um, they have an Instagram, probably. They right? do. Aruna. We'll check it out. Yeah. Aruna. Aruna. We'll put it out there for the podcast. Yeah. And then on Labor Day in Cincinnati, if you're in Cincinnati, if not, go to arunaproject.com. Uh-huh. And they have different runs. But on Labor Day, they have a one-mile, a 5K, which is a 3.1-mile, and a five-mile walk run that they do but you get to like talk to the girls that are over in india making these products you get to see them face to face um you get to specifically put the name of a girl who they're trying to bring in on your bib and that's who you're running for and 100 percent of the proceeds go to um the girls that they're trying to save so it's really cool Um, And then the other organization that I work with, I work with a bunch, but um, every year I go to Mumbai. That's Aruna. I know. Do you need the the stuff? stuff? I'm sorry. You're like looking like you forgot. I was like. So uh, I brought two other things. Um, The organization that I work with in Mumbai specifically is Jeevan Adhar. So that is the aftercare home. After the girls either go through trial or go through the government home, which means they've aged out at mm-hmm. 18, if they don't have anywhere to go, most of the time they're re-trafficked. So Jeevan Adhar steps in and they take them in and they give them um, counseling. They give them training in English, job training, put them through school, and just get them to a place where they don't have to be re-trafficked, that they can actually support themselves going mm-hmm. forward. So... One of the things they do is they make jewelry. So I have a... Check out the Facebook for this or the Instagram. A necklace that has a key (laughs) and some beads on it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then from the government home, actually, we got to visit um, when I went in May one time. They make these scarves, which India is known for. But I brought a scarf from one of the girls from the um, government homes as well. So you guys can hand those out and try to... Oh, we're giving yeah, that's stuff swag. Away. Yeah, we're give swag. it away. Oh, give dude. people to listen. Stay tuned on the Instagram. <laughs> we'll post it up. We'll we'll put some little uh, contest sure out there for. No, I have 60. so many scarves. Oh. I still have a million at home. For I have a million 60. of like the jewelry and stuff. I come home with a ton of it every year because uh, we'll give you whatever Jade doesn't want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's how this works. <laughs> Jade will go. Mm, I kind of like this scarf. I'm going back like in October, so I can I always bring her more. Yeah, you know how. I'd rather give it away. Yeah. So it's fun. So this October. I'm going back October 26th and I get to, we call them girls, but when they get to our home, they're actually 18 and up. So 18 to 24, Uh but because 
they haven't been able to be kids. They're actually in a very juvenile mindset. So a lot of the things like gossip and clicks and stuff that we go through in junior high and high school, that's what they're going through now. So you're going back to India? I'm going to Mumbai. Mumbai. Yeah, yeah that is like my um, second home. Do you have a... Um, do you have a fundraiser or anything like a GoFundMe or so anything? So she can set talk up? about her fundraisers that she has coming up. Yeah, yeah, like this would be a time to throw it out there because you know we're like four hours in, and right. hopefully everybody's still listening. I love you if you are. I know it's right. a little, but um, yeah, you, you can donate to help Allie, um Yeah, go so to Mumbai. um, I've had a couple fundraisers already, and mm -hmm. um. Really, I'm just, I don't have a ton coming up. Okay, okay. Um, but Is there any way to donate to Allie? Yeah. Do you have a fun so page or a GoFundMe or anything like that It's not a GoFundMe. Okay. So it's a, ca a cash tax. App? It's a tax deductible. Okay. It's crossroads.net. Crossroads.net. Got that out there? Um, Everybody? And then I'm going to come up with the rest of them. She's on her phone right now trying to set this up because we threw a curveball at her. You did. She was like, wait a minute, um, what? Yeah. You know, we got see. listeners and we got some people that might support this cause. And well, and I appreciate it. And like I said, it. it's tax deductible. So if yeah. you're looking for a way to. We're um, all about the tax deductible because <laughs> any way we can give the government less of our money. Yeah, I know. Especially with all the things that they've. Um, like our roads out front. They've changed, yeah. It's like, all right, man. So, if you go to, I don't even know where you go. I'll let you know. We'll put it up on like we'll an put it Instagram up. We'll it up or on the Instagram. Facebook. Yeah, yeah, there's a place to go to help. There is, but it's on Crossroads.net's website. Okay. Um, and so they do all the cash yep. taking in. So right. they used to do a GoFundMe, but... You know, there's always people that ruin it for everyone and they were taking yeah. advantage of it. True. So like if I raise more than what I need, then it goes to the other people on my trip who really need it and are struggling. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, good. if you feel called to go, like that's awesome. But So if you raise your money, then the money that's donated will help. Somebody you know, else go there. on their yeah, trip that awesome. they feel like, like they're the supposed to be on. Yeah. yeah. Whereas GoFundMe, people were raising enough for what they needed and then keeping the extra. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. shady. Well, I mean, there's always shady. People. I know, and it's such welcome a shame. to the world. I know, but at least this <laughs> yeah. this way you get a tax deduction. So. Yeah, I like it. Um, so yeah, I'll link you to that. But um, it's cool. We get to go and we take the girls on an adventure camp, which is kind of like a Boy Scout Girl Scout camp. We go rock climbing and rappelling and um, whitewater rafting and zip lining, and we do a rope course. But we just kind of like build into each other bond yeah yeah bond. yeah and yeah. so they get to see what healthy relationships look like yeah. between um other women like adult women mm -hmm. but then we like our biggest impact honestly is when guys come with us so typically we only have a few guys that come on our trip i think it's uh, a stigma of they were used by guys, so the last thing they want to see is a male presence. Yeah, but actually, it. when they see like healthy men interacting with them Good as people, people, people yeah, yeah, they like thrive on that. Right. So already, as a white person, I think I'm when white, you're in that situation that as a woman where you're being sold, sold yes. to sex trafficking and stuff, all you can think about is the worst. 
Yeah. So when you see a man, you're like, wait a minute, what? He's not. So, a- I, so that's I don't this- even know if that's if that's true as Maybe far not. as like uh, being sold into sex trafficking. Because I think as like a a female child, it's kind of engraved in you mm-hmm. to be wary of men. Yeah, really? that's true. Like yeah. even if you've never yeah. been sex trafficked, like yeah, stranger danger for yeah. sure. Well, but I'm just saying it kind of goes back to the old, right? Like men are stronger than women. And if um, a woman is trying to uh, take advantage of a man, it's not a big deal because physically a man. It's just not talked about. Physically, a man can protect himself where a woman has a harder time protecting herself. Well, I was just saying, like, if a dude sees if a dude sees five chicks in a parking garage, he doesn't panic. But if a yeah. chick sees five dudes in a parking she garage, panics. she right. panics. Yes. We talked about this countless times. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, so when they get to see healthy men, so as a white person already, when you go over there, you're a celebrity. Because in India, it's all Indian people. Right. Like right. it's not when you go to like England and there's all different races and stuff. It is, you are white and you stand out. And this will be the first time I'm going that I have brown hair most of the time I bleached my hair out but (laughs) going over as a white blonde person you stand out people literally ask you to take pictures Mm -hmm. with them but as if you go as a man Mm -hmm. they the girls celebrate you so much like you are legit celebrities to them and I love seeing that because they get to see what it looks like to interact with men on a healthy level right and a lot of times we have couples that go together. Uh-huh. So it's married couples and they get to see like, oh, this is a man respecting his wife. And that's like what marriage should look like. This is a healthy male, female relationship. Not like what I've seen before. But I think the other stigma that comes with it is before I went over the first time, it was like, oh, you're going to go and you're going to help these girls that were trafficked. And you're like, oh my gosh, they're probably so depressed. And I'm going to be like this person that just brings them joy. And you go over and they're the ones that have all this joy. And they're like, like, yeah, I forgive the people that did this to me. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, right. how, how oh. do you have this level of joy and forgiveness? I would be like full blown John Wick. Yeah. Like you killed my dog. Yes. coming to murder everyone. Right. And then it's like all the people that I feel like I need to forgive, like that have pissed me off. And I'm like, I'm holding on to this. And they're like, yeah, I totally forgive all these people. And I'm like, I am fucked up. Yeah, (laughs) First world problems. Yeah, totally. So it's funny because the first time I came back, it was really, they call it like a reintegration issue. So when I first came back, I was shipping a bunch of, um, family care products. So paper towels, toilet paper. When you go to India, there's no toilet paper. You bring your toilet paper with you. You Oof. literally squatty potty in a right. hole in the ground. That is life. Yeah. Well, so when I, think I came a lot back, of people need that. To be honest, <laughs> people need to see that. It's really like, not bad. I mean, we've camped I, before. I could, so if you've camped and you've peed in the woods, you're good. I could probably benefit <laughs> from shitting in a hole. Like oh, the well, only time that was good. it was bad was this one place we went to. The hole was infested with mosquitoes, and so you're squatting, holding your pants up so it doesn't touch the hole of pee, and trying to swat away mosquitoes so they don't bite your parts. Ooh. That was the worst. <laughs> but for the most that part, it's not bad. horrible. <laughs> yeah. 
So when I came back, I had people emailing me like bitching, like you haven't shipped my toilet paper. And I literally wanted to respond like, there are people that don't even have toilet paper. Like it was so hard to come back and put things here in a perspective because it's like, I had just seen the total opposite right. of life over there. There are yeah. people who work in the Time Warner call centers that are living in slums and they make enough to live there and eat, and but it. they can't, they can't get so, out. They don't make right. enough. To, and so it's like, then people are like, Oh, I was talking to this person about my cable and I couldn't understand their fun, like fucking India. And I'm like, you take that back. Like I was so pissed off at everyone because they didn't understand. And I think people problem is, is people don't think <clears throat> about how much it costs to pay a, an employee from yeah. India to take their call. Yeah. Compared to a guy from the U.S. Right. Taking your call. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's well, because cheaper. there's a minimum. So right? it's there's like a money. minimum they have to pay here. Right. right. So it's like, buddy, you got to deal with that because yeah. the company that you're supporting, Time Warner, who's up in the <laughs> Fortune 500, <laughs> right. making a lot of money. Yeah, don't, about, be, don't be mad at the person you can't understand because yeah, you know what? About, they can't understand right. you either. They're not thinking about your peon ass yes. paying for their cable. They're like, this is my, my water. Right. So it's like, Compassion goes yeah. back to yeah. the thing. It like, does. I think a lot of people could benefit by. Go ahead. I, well, I was just going to say too here, like even in here in the United States, right? Like there's so many people, like so many Native Americans that live on reservations. Right? Yes. And like uh, one of my favorite podcasts I was listening to when it's two white dudes, and they were talking about uh, reparations, mm -hmm. and they were talking about how Native Americans receive reparations from the government, and was talking about their free health care and all this stuff. And, like, I got so pissed off about it um, that I actually, like, tweeted them on Twitter with um, something that the chief of the Sault Ste. Marie um, tribe said um, about how um, when they signed this treaty, they handed over this many millions yeah. of acres. Yeah. And in exchange for that, they received health care <laughs> and education and hunting rights um, forever. But it's as, not as even comparable to what people... Receive outside of that. We call right. that bro science, so, right? So it yeah. it was like I was so pissed off by it because it's like <laughs> they're, it's like they sold land essentially for these things, and they were saying like because the government shut down, they weren't receiving their funding, and like because they can't repossess the land that they've traded off, like they expect the administration to fulfill their needs yeah, even with absolutely. the government shutdown. But then they were like, oh yeah, it's reparations. Like you have zero clue. <laughs> and that's the problem with like history mm -hmm. is because it's written by a specific people and it's like, you're not being taught all the actual nuances yes. of it. So it's like when it's something like that and I hear people say those kind of things. Like I couldn't even understand the thing, like what the guy was saying on the phone. It's like, there's people that I work with that I'm on the phone with yes. that I can't understand, yes. but I'm not like, they shouldn't fucking work here. I can't right, understand. Exactly. Like, if you speak French <clears throat> and you're French and you're trying to speak English for me, I cannot understand you. And it's not because I don't think French people should work. It's because I just <laughs> cannot decipher what yeah. they're saying with their accent. Yeah. When they speak English, when they speak French, it sounds fantastic. <laughs> I but know. When they speak English, and I tend to overcompensate because I, I learned like certain phrases. Like um, when I worked with the Philippines, I learned how to say hello and thank you and everything. So I learned like different phrases to interact with them. 
And India is the same way. Like when I go to Delhi Liquor, like I talk to the owners in Hindi because I'm like, this is their language. Like if I went somewhere and someone was like, with the girls, a lot of times, especially the newer ones, they don't speak English. So there's a huge language barrier there and we have to kind of mime everything. So when they are like, oh, you're pretty. And it's like, oh my gosh, you spoke English. Like to me, because they made that effort to learn that, that means so much to me. So I feel like I overcompensate a lot of the times and learn different, just basic phrases for the people that we work with from different countries. Like um, the one girl that works over in beads, I'm like, hola, que tal? Like, you know, just Basic interactions. Hello, how are you? Well, I think at work, I say hola so much that people have gotten the impression that I'm actually like uh, like Chicano or Latino because of it. So like uh, our like I used to work for this guy when we were making the uh, thing down. He's retired now. But um, Steve actually said to him like, oh, yeah, like Jay's a Native American. And he was like, she is. He's like, I thought she was like from Latin America, and he's like, no, she's like Native American. Well, you have the booty for it, so I yeah, mean. yeah. Oh, but, that's what I'm talking about. He was about. like, hey, oh, girl. he goes, I thought she was because she's like thick with like, juicy. Like, hey, girl. He goes, I hear her say hola to people, and I was like, oh, well, because yeah, like, <laughs> like I literally sit in my cube, and in my cube only like. I'm the only like English, like natural English speaker in my cube. So it's like the you other. You said Ola and your hips didn't lie. Yeah. So, so he's like, she's for sure Latino. Like she's a Latina for sure. But I'm like, no, literally the old, the other three people sit in my cube with me. all speak Spanish. So I'm yes. like, Ola. I know. Hey, what's going on with this? We used to sit next to the Puerto Rico team when I started with the company in CSO, customer service. And so we would always go back and forth. And it was fun because some of them were from um, Puerto Rico and some of them were from Argentina and different places. But some of their phrases meant different things where they were from. So it was just funny to hear them argue about it. And then, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like everybody speaks Spanish, but it's all different. It's totally different. Yeah. (laughs) It's fun. We've been going a while. We have been, no, we but have. it doesn't feel like it. I know. Doesn't, That's how yeah. it's supposed to feel, though, right? It's supposed That's to feel good. like you're hanging out, having a conversation. I know. And people listen to it, and then they hear our views, and sometimes yeah. they take those views on to their well, own. Well, I've, I've love loved, it. and yeah. I'm going to plug your podcast, because I've loved every single episode that you guys well, have I done. Well, I appreciate it. And we so appreciate hopefully it. people get something out of, yeah. <laughs> out of this one. I, but. I'm truly interested. Oh my gosh. I, I these, told Jay, like, yeah. it's it's hard to stop listening sometimes. When I park, yeah. I'm like, I need to listen to I the rest to of listening. this story. Yeah. Like, I yeah. need this. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel, though. That's how it should feel, right? Like, yeah, people, it tof- um, totally um, I got a text from a guy and said, you know, I love your podcast. I feel like I'm sitting there with you guys yes. listening. And that's how... That's how I want it to feel. I want to feel like we're having a conversation with yes. interesting people about interesting views yep. like we have today. I mean, we've talked about everything. everything. Relationships. Music. Everything. Music. Cars. Cars. Everything. Yeah, so so not to cut you guys off, but Let's like- Let's go, uh, Jade. No, but like just, uh, so Allie's not only going to India, she also works with local organizations here in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, and they're also, <clears throat> they're woman geared. So if um, you have any sort of donations as far as like- um, um, Bras, They're geared uh, toward new. everybody. Yeah, so if you even have an interest in not only um, working against trafficking and modern-day slavery, 
Um, so I, I touched I touched on the trafficking part, but modern day slavery is like indentured slaves. Um, in Haiti, our biggest thing is um, they're called restavec. So it is kids that are sold as basically house slaves, but they're treated as worse than animals. Um, so we have a, an organization down there in actually Haiti? in Haiti. We <laughs> have an, an organization actually called Restavec that is making huge changes that I actually think in our lifetime we'll see them eradicate slavery right. in that, that country. Um, but they do a lot of stuff with like backpack donations. Um, but then even locally, if you have clothing donations for women, especially, um, the only thing they don't take used is underwear. So if you want to buy some new underwear, that's cool. But they yeah, take they bras. They take, shorts, bro. they take bras that are yeah, used. Yeah, but bras are a little different than men <laughs> underwear when you're. Yeah, and that's but what I was going to say. Drippy, like, drippy. They take, take your that. old bras, brand new underwear. Um, yes. They could use socks, um, scarves, purses, toiletries, cleaning socks? products. Yeah, socks. Really? What, what, what? So, what is okay, so, so I'll tell you a story. I, so, we, I grew up poor and we never had socks and we were literally get socks from the church. Yep. So, for me, I understand how important yep. socks are. Well, and a lot of the, so especially here, um, so we live in Delhi. Um, right next door to us is Price Hill. Um, there was a girl in Price Hill, Hill who was being trafficked because of drugs. Um, she had one set of clothes and she had flip-flops. That was it. And when someone gave her socks, she cried. Because she had never owned socks. Dude, that's fucking weird. Like, I just feel like... It's not weird. It's, it's not it's, weird. That's reality. Yeah. And it's so real I've no, seen a lot not. of people that are like, you know, well, why don't you just change? Why don't you just get a job? Why don't you just... And it's like, they don't know. Because My, not yeah. only did they grow up with this, but their parents grew up with this. Their grandparents grew up with this. This is generational. Like, that saying, is so hard to break. Let me clarify. I'm not saying it's weird. I'm just saying, as a man... I feel like I would like buy a trafficker just to like give her stuff, like yeah. help her. Like, so okay, I'll so, buy you and then let me help you. Let's, so here's how I how help. I got into this. Uh huh. Yeah, let's go. So I was. <laughs> it was right after I got kicked out of college or kicked out of my dorms, and I was going to church with my mom, basically to just appease her. Um, and a man came in. Um, to talk to church and give kind of his speech, he would go to Columbia for work and they, some of his partners would buy girls for the night. So after he heard about this the first time when he went back the second time, he was so heartbroken by it that he bought girls, but he bought them in a separate hotel room he put on Disney movies, bought them all these can like candy, popcorn, everything that they could want, and just let them be girls. Right. And he would do this yeah. every time he went because he said, every single girl that I bought for the night then didn't have to be bought by anybody else. For that night. So they had a They night not of only freedom. got to be girls, right. right. But they didn't have to give themselves up to somebody else. And they were just being girls. Yeah. yeah. And also, that broke my how heart. How can you like look? 
at your coworkers. I <sighs> just for me, like say when you and I went to Louisiana and like I know you're married, if I would have seen you like making out with some other dude, right. I would be like, What the fuck? It changes not, your perspective. And I'm not saying like that the people who bought the chicks had like a wife, but still for me, if like Yes. If I went on a work trip and I seen some dudes like buy some girls, yeah. I would be like Oh, but would okay. you say anything though? It depends on the relationship. So it's, it's not about saying stuff. It's about your perspective change. Yeah. Right. Like, so, so getting back to like my faith thing. So a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of Christians get a bad rap because they're super judgmental. However, I believe like there are two things that I'm supposed to live by as a Christian, love God, love others. Nowhere has it said judge others. Nowhere does it say this sin is worse than this sin. Like I've messed up a lot of my life. I still mess up. I love Jesus. I cuss a lot. I drop the F-bomb a lot. But my job is not to judge. My job is not to say like, oh, well, you're just cussing, but this person's cheating. Like, ugh, that's worse. No, my job is to treat you how Jesus would treat you. There's never like somebody said, there's no one that you've ever locked eyes with that Jesus didn't die for. And that means a drug addict. That means a A prostitute. That means a homeless person. That means a murderer. Like I may not agree with what you do or how you live your life. You may not agree with how I live my life and that's fine. It's not up to me to judge you and it's not up to you to judge me. Right. I'm just supposed to show you the same respect that Jesus would. I feel Jesus the same would way. Go, would, yeah. today would go to gay marriages. Yeah. They would go to those weddings. Right. He would show up because you know what? He was hanging out with the tax collectors and the prostitutes. Right. He wouldn't be like, yeah, my dad said that's not okay. Right. So we can't be friends. Not once did he say, you need to get your shit together and then I'll feed you these loaves and fishes. Like, right. no. He's like, I'm going to be here. I'm going to love on you, give you what you actually need, like physical needs, meet those physical needs. And then we'll talk about going deeper. Right. The same thing is like, if you have a coworker, if it's just a coworker, you're probably not going to say anything. But like, I feel like Jay and I are on the same level where she could come to me if I did something like that. And she would be like, hey, that was kind of messed up. Like, what's going on? Right. You know, yeah. there's something deeper going on here. Yeah, and she could talk to me about that. And we have that right. relationship. Mm-hmm. But I can't just go up to someone and be like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Right. Like, you know, that's not my, that's not my place. Right. So yeah. from my faith perspective, it's all about not anybody else. It's what I can do. Right. So the homeless people I see on the street, I may not give you money, but you know what? I always have granola bars in my car. So you can have a fucking granola bar. Right. What do you want? You yeah. want something to eat? I'll get you something I've to eat. I've got clothes I, that I don't wear anymore. I'm yeah. going to donate them. Well, that's um, we had uh, Jeff and Abby on the podcast, and they were talking about the homeless guy that um, lives in the woods behind their club MMA, and yeah. you would buy him meals. Yeah. You know, like, I'll buy you something to eat. Yeah. Like, if you're hungry, But when fine. he came in and started putting their clients <laughs> in yeah, danger, he's like, true. I'll choke them out. Yeah, right. you're not going to do that. I'm going to put you in so, your place. Yeah, right. I'll give you a meal, but you're not going to I will meet your, your immediate needs. For money. Yeah. And then if we can go beyond that, then great. If not, that then I'm going to put... Word, that yes. compassion word. It's a big yeah. thing. Like, I don't, don't think that people... You know, when I see things and people act out in certain ways, I think about their upbringing a lot. Yeah. Because I deal with a lot of kids as far as like coaching and shit. And yeah. 
even when I was coaching basketball, you would get a lot of kids where, you know, you could see the uh, interaction with their parents and you could tell like this probably isn't the best situation for this kid. So I just tried to be, and I tried to be still as a coach, a positive influence in that kid's life that's outside of his family because you never know. They might need to reach out to you for something on um, Snapchat or whatever. I'm following them and go, hey, coach, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, hey, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. You know, because I'm not your parent, but I know what life's about. So let's let's take it with that way, you know. So I think it's big. I think compassion's a big word that I don't think a lot of people look into. They don't. And And I I think that's driven by fear. Really? I think so, too. Judgment, fear, all that more. Fear of something different. Right. Or something that you may recognize in yourself. Yeah. Like when I see kids acting out or being a certain way, you're like, you know, like my son, one of his friends um, had said some stuff. Uh, My son was FaceTiming some of his friends from LaSalle, and they were black kids. And the kid used the N-word. Like, what are those? No, I think he called them monkeys. Yeah. You know, and my son was like, whoa, man, what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'd be the same way. And it's like, uh, you know, you look at that kid and probably comes from his parents yeah. using that word or being Which like is from their fear. It's a fear right. of something different, something yeah. you don't understand. Well, and weird. I think that's the point. Like people want to like just live in their bubble and they Uh don't want to break outside and like open their minds to something different. Think outside the box. That's the whole point where So I went through this whole class and it's actually through Crossroads, but it was called Undivided. And so they like dig deep into like until 1986, if you were a black person, you couldn't even like apply to own a home in Cincinnati. Like- there were there were stipulations around that. Well, uh, it's, it's I was so like when you learn stuff the same like that across the country, like they had yes, those kind of rules. and like that, like I mean, I, that's Baltimore. just Cincinnati. That's not even counting everywhere else. Right. But you sit there and you see these laws that are literally written and signed, and they're up on the screen, and you're like, I never knew that. Mm. And you take your your small minded white suburban education and you go everything i knew was wrong for the record because, we're all white here too. yes we are yeah the 23 and me 23 and me when you do 23 and me and you live your whole life thinking you are one yeah race, i thought i was more you, german than exactly. anything and i'm not how many people has that, that fucked i am up? more irish and i am embracing how many people it? found out that they're not what they thought they were or there's something else or you're not my sister i well, thought good. you were open like, your mind because well, maybe you friends. have some black or asian or indian in your past 23 and me done fucked it all up for everybody open your we're mind like, i think um i'm friend. irish no you're not our friend um, actually found out she had a brother. Oh my gosh! Because oh, yeah. because they link your relatives. Debbie, was Debbie? It Debbie, yeah, Debbie, Debbie Fink. Oh Debbie my gosh! Fink found so out. she only had sisters, and then she found out she had a brother. Wow! How crazy is that? That's really cool. It's cool, but it's crazy. It is crazy in this world. When so, you think about back so, in the day, because I remember getting my notification like, "You have a new match as a family member," and it was like, like brother, like. And it was my brother. And so I was like, hey, did you take this DNA test? And he was like, yeah, I just got my results back. Why? And I'm like, 
Well, linked me to you. And guess yeah. what? We're brother and sister. My uncle, my second cousin. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? My dad. When and then like, another brother pops up. You're like, wait, who are you? Wait, well, <laughs> me and my brother took it out first. And then I got one for my dad. And because, um, you know, my mom had already passed away. But my um, my brother got it. And then we were telling my dad about it. And I was like, how come it says Tony's only my half brother? <laughs> and my dad responded with, I'm both your dads. Like, cause he knew we were fucking around, but like, that's what I said, because like, I was always saying, because my mom and dad had me when they were in high school yeah, and like my mom had passed away, but I was like, wouldn't that be like the ultimate, like, fuck you. <laughs> if like my mom was actually pregnant by some other dude and told my dad it was his and then my dad married her and then they gotcha. had four more kids and I was never You're laughing kid. about that, but that's really fucked up some relationships because people really happen that way. And I'm sure like, they oh, did. shit. Think about it. I, Not us, I don't even have to think about it. I like, totally get it. Fuck? Yeah. yeah. But like at one time I was at Kroger and there was a kid like crying on the curb who worked at Kroger and his boss was like talking to him and he found out his dad wasn't really his dad and that his dad actually lived like three or four blocks from him. Like he Holy found his shit. real dad like through Ancestry.com or something. And he was like crying. And he works at Kroger, so apparently he has to be at least 15. Right. Finding this out. So it's totally insane. Totally parents, insane. Parents tell your kids the truth. Yeah. Early. But what? maybe his mom thought it was the truth. It's true. I know. My mouth is full, but now you have to. You have to tell the kids the truth. They'll find it out. Sorry. They will. Like my grandma, <laughs> my grandma was adopted. So when I got my DNA results back, I was 0% Italian. Yeah. And it turned out like I was Irish and English on that <laughs> side instead of Italian. And uh, I was talking to my brother and my brother was like, yeah, dad mentioned one time that grandpa said, um, that great grandpa said that he wasn't grandma's uh dad that she was adopted but dad just randomly mentioned to it to me and like i never took anywhere else and then uh my dad was like texting my brother my brother's like uh jay got her because i was the first one to do it he's like uh, jay got her dna results back um she's wondering why she's not italian you should probably call her <laughs> and then my dad texts me like uh so what are you doing i'm like uh just got my dna results back found i'm not italian at all just wonder what the fuck's going on yeah i'm wondering the same thing because we got two dna tests upstairs sitting in a box that jade got for the boys to get done but they yeah. haven't been done yet so i'm wondering what's going on there like, so this mm. is what's going on with them i thought it was 20 teenagers no it's not that <laughs> or no the so guy at the post office it's not you yeah, no, it's no, him. No. He's the guy at the post office. It's the, it's the UPS guy, not the so, mailman. No, but the thing is, is I bought them because they were $20. And I thought I got a deal that they're 20 bucks and I can just do their DNA. Right. Which is normally like $60. Yeah. Or it's a, a normally bucks. 100 bucks. Yeah. Um, so I was like, damn, I got this sweet deal. Um, Sorry, I got the hiccups. That's from right. CVS for 20 bucks. I Hell can get yeah. the DNA. Hell Yeah. And then I got the kits, and you fucking got to pay another 50 bucks no, when you do ridiculous. them. So I was like, oh, well, I'll wait till I have more money. eBay. <laughs> Who's looking for some DNA kits? Just look yeah. on BitFTA. <laughs> no shit, Maybe right? Maybe there's some She got mine used. at uh, Bargain Hunt. You ever been to Bargain Hunt? Yes, I love Bargain Fuck Hunt. Fuck yeah, that place oh. is awesome. So here, Come on, hockey sticks for like $3. Bargain dollars. Hunt are like my weekly stops because Dude. they always no, have amazing stuff. Here's a surprise. Stuff. I was picking up that grill yes. uh, that we talked about at the beginning the show from bid fta <laughs> yes. over on broadwell and i got there and there was a bargain hunt truck backing in 
dumping stuff off. So I was like, it's the same place. I knew um, it. That so doesn't surprise me. I'm like, who is $70 on this couch? Because I would not pay $70 for this four hundred dollar couch so i went in there because i was like you know how they were like check out things in the pictures right like the preview in yes. the pictures the previews always look like shit yeah so when i was there i was like so when i was going through the bit through the different auctions i seen multiple couches and i'm like well shit since i'm here picking up this thing i might as well go to those other auctions and check out what the shit really right. looks like right because I'm here in person. They said use the time when they're open to like preview it yes. in person if you want. So I walk, oh, shit show. <laughs> shit show. They had that red couch I was talking about. They had it there. Yes. Beat the, sh- like, it is pretty much like um, it got ran over by a truck is the way it looks. So I was like, oh, never going to buy that. And then I went and looked at some other cream couch and it looked like, you know, I remember uh, when you seen uh, the Rick James skit where he's like, <laughs> fuck your couch. With the muddy shoes. Yeah, that's what someone did through the whole thing. But they like jumped up and down on it and walked all across it like, fuck your couch. It's probably people like you coming in to check shit out. Like, yes, no, I ain't gonna win this auction. This. No, because yeah. it's, it's all wrapped up. Like that one was wrapped up in plastic, but it looked like someone literally walked across it in muddy shoes a thousand times. And they're like, oof. yeah, wrap it up. That's, that's a big oof right there. A total big oof. So I was yeah. like, God, oh, not bidding on those. I'll so give you mo- five cents. So moral of the story. <laughs> Don't buy furniture on bid FT. No, I looked at um, it. I wouldn't say that. No? It depends on what it is. You have to look at the pictures. Yeah. So bidfta.com And you have to look at the, the description, too, because sometimes it'll be like, this is only box two of three. Right. Or box two of five. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes you're not getting the whole thing. Like the whole trampoline. And you have to, like, they'll do, like, the actual commercial pictures of uh-huh. what it's supposed to look like but if you click into it then mm-hmm. it gives you like the actual picture that somebody uh. physically took of it oh so some of them it's like okay this is open box but then you click on it and it's like well that corner's just retaped the rest of it is brand new which is right. what happened with my brand the crib i bought it was marked as open box but literally it was just one corner had been crushed and it was just the styrofoam uh-huh. and they retaped it oh, that was okay. it right so yeah, it's all about the pictures. That's how I and found bargain hunt hockey sticks. Hockey guy, everybody was like, "Dude, check this place out." I went there, bargain hundred dollar, hundred dollar hockey sticks for like three or four, four bucks. Yeah, curtains, Cheap. curtains there. I bought everything. So anything that you want to target, yeah. just wait like a season and then go to bargain hunt. But seriously, that all place sucks though. So don't go to bargain hunt. But don't really, go. Don't, don't go. You don't want to yeah. go. No, it's, it's not terrible. a good place. <laughs> <laughs> Mid FTA kind of like it's terrible. Over, so. It's really yeah. sketchy when you go. People like you will not you get an safe. Apple Watch for forty bucks on Bid FTA. <laughs> I swear to God, do not ever bid on an Apple Watch for forty bucks. Yeah, totally don't, don't bid on any household items or yeah. kid items. Yeah. 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 Oh, I try to win a scooter. For, I try to win a scooter for your son this Did morning. You? Oh yeah, what's up with that? But it was like Jay told me. Jay told me, uh, Nick. Uh, you guys bought like some of the birds that are broke so, oh, so, and he took the governor off of them so that they could go faster. So Nick is a, a mechanic for bird. Right. He's a, he's so a mechanic. So you can do that on the side. So they will pay you if you go pick up birds right. that are. So do you have the app? Me- you have to have the app. They have a special a app. For the yeah. mechanics. Yes. And so like people will market like, hey, this isn't speeding up or this isn't working. Hold on. Yes. Is this not crazy? 
That we're crazy. in a time where you do shit on apps now? Like no, but you it's your side mechanic. No, it's the I craziest know. shit, it but it's so crazy. cool and his so sister, much more convenient. His yes. sister and brother, yeah. like her. My brother-in-law and my sister, they pick up birds and they charge them. Charge them, yes. But they'll charge them and then they'll go around the neighborhood all night long <laughs> and play on the birds and then they'll charge them up again and drop them off in the morning. Yes. I'm like, fuck, that's awesome. So you're getting paid to have a good time. We're getting paid as well right. to fix them. And right. so you, you look at them, you send them a message like, this is what I think is wrong with it. They send you the parts. Who? Bird. Bird. Oh. You so Nick is like, bad so they're just basing the this speed, on your knowledge? Your yeah. Like, I think this is what's wrong yeah. with it. Your speed regulator you is bad. Uh-huh. I need this. Your brake is malfunctioning. I need this. Did he, so, uh. So did your husband take like small mechanic repair? So Nick, so he started off as a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. We met, well, (laughs) he doesn't remember me because he was the cool guy, but I knew him through import cars. I was the rapper. He, (laughs) he was like the cool import car guy. Like he had the super fast CRX. Like he was just. The CRX, the hatchback? The hatchback. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see the hatchback? He had like the holes punched in the was back bumper. Was it automatic or was it It was manual? like an eight second manual. Oh yeah? Yeah, oh, it was okay. quick. A, it was quick. You, look at you. I see the. I see your eyes and yeah. your face like, yeah, we got it moving. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. So I was a car girl. I was uh, not a car slut. Right. Car whore. You were just a car there was, girl. There was you different. Cars, I would get my right. hands dirty. I was not there to like just further myself. Uh-huh. There's a difference. So I knew who he was. He didn't know who I was because I had a Grand Prix. Like it wasn't anything special. Um, But I was on the board of um, Cincinnati Street Racing, CSR, here. And we would put together all of our car shows and our cruise-ins and things like that. Mm-hmm. So... I then met his brother through um, local music. He was in a punk band called Bottom Line, who was one of my favorites. So total fangirl moment at my wedding. My brother, who was part of a band, and then my brother-in-law, who was one of my favorite bands, Bottom Line, sang at our wedding. So I was like, oh my gosh. That's awesome. Fangirl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I met his brother through local music. We were friends and then, um, somehow Nick and I got connected on Facebook and then that's how we started dating from there. So, um, I don't remember where I was going with this story. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about cars, uh, import cars, the CRX and lowering, we're talking about how Nick became a bird mechanic. Oh, man. yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's Go always worked on cars. Jade. Thank you. Shout out to yeah, Jay for keeping us on point. I was like, what the fuck? Not are even the bus right one Listen, here. Like- we're in one right now, okay? If you don't know what in one is, search it. It'll be on uh, the fucking Urban Dictionary. In one. <laughs> so he has worked on cars forever, and right. I've worked on cars. We have done, we've gotten our hands dirty. Mm-hmm. So after he was personally training, when we started dating, He's like, he was with a, um, a gym that was really shady, was starting to go under, um, their checks were bouncing, things like that. So it just was, was not doing good. Do you want to put the name out there? I don't. Oh, you don't. After the podcast though, you can tell us. I, I want to know if it's the I place will. I was a partner with. Cause they're, they're starting, they're out in Eastgate now, I think. Okay. But they're also going under there too. They're not too, over so. here though. 
right. no. Um, so, so he was personal training. They were he going was under. like, I, I have to get out of here. Okay. Like, there's got to be something else. Uh-huh. So he actually became a mechanic for semis. So he would work on them. We at call that a diesel mechanic? Diesel mechanic. That's tough. He was at TA. Uh-huh. Um, so he would work on trucks there, but then he also had to go out on the highways when oh. trucks broke down. Mm-hmm. And so you're talking about like different truck stops on the side of the highway, middle of winter, laying. I mean, those guys just open the door and pee. So he's mm-hmm. laying in pee. He's laying in snow. He's laying in ice uh-huh. and he's working on these trucks. And so it wasn't the best um, situation. But he did what he had to do. He did what he had to do. And he, he's all, he's, an extremely hard worker like mm-hmm. and he catches on quick right so after he did that for a while he's like you know the hours are just terrible he was working down in kentucky so the drive home was bad and the reason that he left training was because of the hours because you're working super early in the morning for people who want to train before work and you're working super late at night for the people who want to train after work so he's like, this is not what I was thinking. So he found a local shop where he then transitioned into a car mechanic. So he was working on just regular consumer cars. Mm-hmm. So he's had a really great knowledge about cars. And then he, we have the off-road truck. So we build roll cages for that. We customize that. We weld. We um, do tube bending and stuff like that. So he does a ton. So when the bird stuff came up, he's like, well, I can do this. I mean, it's simple stuff like a brake line or a speed regulator. Like I do that stuff all the time with my uh, drones and airplanes and stuff that I fly. So we got into it and there was a a lost bird that I guess they had written off. Mm -hmm. And then he found it and they're like, well, we already wrote it off, so we don't need it. We don't know that it's yeah. there. And you're like, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, it's yours, basically. Now. Thank like, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he fa- he was able to take the like the credit card machine thing off of it. Oh yeah. And we could use it, but then <laughs> we might <laughs> of have course- to edit this out. We're gonna write this timestamp <laughs> down, but just in case. My uh, so <laughs> my husband always has to go a step further, so he took the speed regulator off. Oh yeah, dude, you want that shit to fly? <laughs> They put that in golf carts. It's called a governor. Yes. So like when you get yes. a golf cart, it goes like 20 miles an hour. So but we now have a bird that yeah. can go really, really fast. What's really fast? Like you won't I ride don't, it fast? I don't. So I have a little mini um, yeah. bike, uh-huh. a little mini speed oh, bike yeah. that I ride. And it probably goes, I don't know, maybe 15 miles an hour, 20 right. miles an hour. And that's quick enough for me. Okay. I won't do his. Does he go double that? Yeah. Oh, really? Easily. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, that. I'm good. I need to get that. <clears throat> you should, get anytime you want to come over. Oh yeah, come over and ride. I'll it. come over and ride. We're the bird. literally ten minutes away. <laughs> okay, they're well, right. They're like across from Delhi Library. Well, yes. Listen, we're coming over. Bring it at some point. Without I always, my boys. Hey, I'm sorry to disappoint you, I'm but just I will saying, not bring my boys. I always have cake. drinks. I will feed I know you. you. Got good drinks, except for the my sour house, art series. My house Salt will spirit. not be clean. Uh. We spent all day cleaning, just for and, the and record. It, and it still doesn't look clean. That's how Actually, Jade it looks rolls. really fucking clean. That's all, besides like, my, as soon as I walked through the door, tights. the first thing I said to her, I was like, it smells really good in here. Oh, yeah. Candles. <laughs> candles are magic. That's what I told her. I said, it doesn't yeah, I smell like candles, my dog. So they smell like boys. <laughs> candles are magic. And I got a lot of art shit everywhere. Yeah. But I like it. I Like, this is what I appreciate. Yeah. 
It's fun. It's just, um, yeah. It's good. It's personalized. There's I, my. That's my self portrait. Yeah, we'll show you all the art after podcast. Yeah, we can over. show it over. I love We've it. been going for a long time. We have. You guys ready to end this? We I'm can ready. do another it's podcast. It's eleven it. o'clock. Jade's over here. Yawning. Uh, I'm feeling. I feel like that was really judgy. How dare you? What yeah, it is because when I seen her yawn, I'm just. Spitting. I've yawned like three times, and you okay. judge me for that. But every I'm not going time. to because you're our guest. <laughs> but this is my wife, so I can tell her she's been yawning because. Because um, she'll hold out on you later. Stop it, dude. You should have seen the, what she charged like your up. Your penis wasn't going in my mouth, but now it's not. So what? All right. We really got it. Congratulations. Right. We're anyway. going to plug pure romance right here. So listen, folks. If you're listening to this podcast, listen to all our other podcasts because yes, they're all please. just as good. Um, this is a long one. So if you've stuck in this long, thank you for sticking <laughs> around. And uh, um, make sure you check out our Facebook so that you can see um, the donation page for Allie on, yeah, we'll on crossroads.net. And then uh, check out our Instagram, show some and pictures I'll, from I'll it. I'll give you my email address. So if people yeah. want to get more involved. If you want to talk to Allie, if you want to be a part of yeah. this, if you want to help, this is, this is what we're doing this for. I'm an introvert, but I'll email. We're doing this for people <laughs> to reach out and, and help out. And I think Allie is here for a good cause. And Thanks. I love it. I love that we had this here. We're going to do another one for sure. It's hard. When you come back from India. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you come back from oh India, you need to come back and talk about it. November. You know? so. It'll be like Thanksgiving time. So yes. right, we'll good. get to eat a bunch of stuff too. So I'm Dave. <laughs> and I'm Jade. And this has been the Espouse Podcast. We're out. Hey, thanks for listening to Espouse Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoy recording them. Uh, just want to take a minute here to make sure that you follow us on all our other socials. Um, on Instagram, you can follow us on as, at Espouse Podcast. That's E-S-P-O-U-S-E-D Podcast. That's the same on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you want to send us a message, go ahead and email us at the same Podcast at gmail.com. Remember to rate us on your favorite podcast platform. Yeah. Five and, stars. And, and we, Yeah, definitely five stars. Uh, in the email, leave us the negative stuff. <laughs> but make sure you rate us good. Yeah, and don't forget to follow some of our other uh, podcast homies. Uh, my other podcast, Best Friend Show Podcast, with uh, retired pro wrestler, Hardcore Heather Owens. And then also uh, our Best Friend Show Podcast, Yoda uh, Defect, yeah. at Wicket 101, um, where you can view live on the Magic Ninja Entertainment channel. 